What's up, everyone? I hope everyone's having a great night. I hope everyone's here to join and have a good time. Um, it's just me and Fumi starting tonight, so we're going to throw the link out as soon as possible. So if you want to come hang out with us, there's literally just like two rules. Don't be a dick and don't do anything really inappropriate. Think, think that your grandmother was here and like things you wouldn't do in front of her. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, while I find the link here, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, let's see here, copy pasty. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Uh, it looks like Samuel Olson is first. Cheers, Samuel Olson. Welcome, my friend. Uh, what's going on? Uh, T Ben in the house. What's going on? Pardon me, D's coming back. Uh, apparently, I'm very hiccupy uh, today. Welcome, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, uh, Strong Style, Dan Gannix. What's going on, peeps? Uh, let me uh, uh, or join me in switching to live chat, just like I just did uh, just now, which confirms Samuel Olson was freaking first in the chat. Congratulations, my friend. Welcome, folks. If you guys are. Uh, uh, no full body nudity, strong style say. Oh man, I'm out. That's it. I get it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. If you are over the age of 21, sit back, relax. This is a you know, whiskey show, whiskey beat show. So uh, sit back, relax, and uh, you'll be able to join us in a bit. Uh, I have an interesting uh, whiskey that I just picked up today. If, on the other hand, you guys are 21 and under, or 20 and under, for example, or less than 21, whatever the, the freaking uh, uh, verbiage for that may be, uh, 19 or 18 or 17 or whatever the case may be, Get the fuck out. Honestly, just get the fuck out. This is not the show for you. <laughs> just fuck right off. And uh, could I be any more clear smashed, do you think? Uh, I was going to say that was good. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah, much yeah. that's it. If you are children, get the fuck out. Just honestly leave. If you are a baby toddling around in your room, you probably shouldn't be here. Go watch something else. Go watch Sesame Street or I don't even know. Uh, is this 321 reading yeah. rainbow still on? Or I don't even know. Uh, if uh, you are here, YouTube fucked up somehow. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly right. Get the uh, fuck. Go watch something else. Exactly. Go watch something else. Go do, I don't know, Casey Neistat or something else. Welcome to go do that. Uh, but, you know, um, all that uh, considered, Sesame Street is actually a great show. So if you are under the age of 21, go watch Sesame Street. Learn about uh, Big Bird and uh, Oscar the Grouch and uh, the Count. Ah, 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 great, great character. Honestly, great character. What's up, Tortellini? Uh, what's going on? Uh, one of my favorite noodles right there in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. We have uh, you know, everybody, including everyone's favorite noodles. Uh, you know, little cheese stuffed ones. Those are so good. So, I like Tortellini's. Uh, right? I mean, how can you not like it? I, mean, I feel like only a monster wouldn't like Tortellini's, honestly. Or maybe have you ever like, heard of intolerant. But again, Avenue Q? To... You, you got me thinking about like Sesame Street. And there was like this like broadway half like half broadway show called like avenue q it was like people with puppets and stuff and, and they did like the funniest comedy songs back like this was years ago so this was early 90s 2000s when i heard about them if you ever want something funny to watch check out avenue q right on uh t barrington saying i haven't had tortellinis in a while well, i haven't you know what i mean dabs up to cheers buddy I feel like I used to buy tortellinis at Trader Joe's, and I feel like I haven't bought tortellinis at Trader Joe's for a long time. Uh, they weren't the world's finest tortellinis, but they were all—they were all right, man. They were—they were like, uh, especially good in the pasta sauce, you know, like uh, with some chicken or something. Delightful. Where else have I? I guess I've made tortellinis before. That was kind of. Um, it's it's very time consuming, honestly. Like very time consuming. You got to make each individual one and like shape and stuff. Very very time consuming. Good, honestly good. What's up, LG? Cheers, uh, Intro Virginetics. Uh, what's going on, everybody? 
Welcome to the show. Uh, let's see here. Did I already post that link? I think I copied it and then forgot to actually paste it. Here's the paste, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. Uh, come join up. As uh, Smash said, just don't be a freaking weenie. And uh, you're welcome to come join us. There it is. There. It's pinned right there. Thank you, Sam Olson, for uh, uh, posting my link. Uh, thank you for doing that. Ladies and gentlemen, if you guys would like to listen to the show in a podcasting platform, please do so. Apparently, I have to freaking hold uh, Great freaking show. Great beginning of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, if you guys would like to listen to us in a podcasting platform, go check, uh, check us out over at uh, iTunes, Spotify, you name it. Uh, what else? Uh, Pandora, uh, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Your Mama's Podcasts, a bunch of different podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Apple Podcasts, too. I always forget that that's separate. iTunes and Apple Podcasts are separate. Ladies and gentlemen, go check it out. Uh, sign up enjoy it uh, uh click the link and uh what, what am i trying to say uh review it if you could honestly especially on itunes especially on spotify is challenging to to leave reviews but you can leave reviews on uh, the google podcast what else uh of course itunes podcast a couple other ones you can you can leave reviews be super helpful honestly ladies and gentlemen it's the the easiest way for the podcast to to uh you know, pick up new listeners, basically, when something has like good reviews people will subscribe to it, it it's it's super helpful honestly Gray Sun is saying he just bought some tortellini. Wouldn't you know it? They're like, great minds think alike. Wouldn't you know it? Chronic Wonders in the house. What's going on, my friend? Uh, coffee pot already in the house. That's it. There it is, man. Tortellini is saying traders is where it's at. That's it, my friend. That's exactly it. Shenva, what's going on, my friend? Uh, welcome. Welcome to the house. Uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, photo contest, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like I'm con uh, congested still, which is ridiculous. Like, I fighting this fucking cold or flu, whatever, for like a month. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you guys would like to take a look at something that is not congested, take a look at Portland Cannabis Tasting Society over at Instagram. Hit up the photo contest. Uh, you know you want to. If you don't know you want to, then uh, I'm telling you, you want to. Uh, great prizes this month, I think. Uh, I'm looking at them right now, courtesy, for example, of, uh, I think we're going we're gonna to shake it up a little bit. There's going to be a little bit from a, a few different sources, a little bit from me. You're going to get some you know, fun seats from me, perhaps from the new drop that's uh, about to happen, as well as uh, some really interesting land race seats from Coffee Pot. Uh, I won't even tell you. I guess I can tell you what they are. Uh, they are, I'll write this down. Of course, your pound uh, uh, handwriting. All right, I fucked it up. Riff Kathreen by Riff Kahama. Damn it. All right, basically, uh, land race by who the fuck is calling me? Jesus H. Christ, people keep calling me. It's the uh, infuriating. Today has been the day of people calling me. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I'm getting it wrong right now, but this is basically crossed to a Lebanese. It's, I think, a Syrian, a Syrian crossed to a Lebanese, I believe. Coffee Pot is probably going to uh, straighten it up in the chat here in a second. But he sent a, a, a nice little selection of seats, so I think we're going to send a few of those uh, and then a few others. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys would like to participate in the photo contest, please do so. It's not just for photos. It could be for, for something else. If you make a video or a musical number or whatever else, you're welcome to throw down. If you're a painter, you could throw down a, a painting. Just you have to uh, tag me at Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. Use the hashtag Fumi's Photo Contest, or if that doesn't work, Fumi's Contest. And uh, if for whatever reason I don't see your post after a couple of days, just let me know. Uh, ping me, DM me, whatever the case may be, and uh, I'll be happy to uh, ping it. With that said, uh, let me see here. Hold on a moment. I am really freaking congested today. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, take a look if I can find it here amongst my many uh, pages here. There we go. Here's the page that I'm looking for. Ladies and gentlemen, if you wouldn't mind taking a look at my website over at 
pmadoro.com, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Uh, take a look at the contact page, for example. Uh, what was that, Dee? I just say, what an awesome site. Oh, well, thank you, Dee. I appreciate that. Cheers, that, that cheers buddy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'd be honored if you would uh, take a look at my uh, website. Dee thinks it's awesome. I hope you do, too. Uh, take a look at the contact page if you guys ever need to join the Discord or uh, email me, questions, comments, concerns, you know, you name it, fumador at chronictable.com. That's the address. Of course, the channel you guys are listening to, watching to, uh, potentially you've heard great things about, hopefully, is uh, Fumador the Flavors over at YouTube. The link is right there, as well as the link to my Instagram Ladies and gentlemen, uh, as you can see right there, or as you can see right here, as I click on it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I stand behind my seats. I hope you will be uh, completely satisfied. Everything on the site, actually, I stand behind. So if you see it on the website, I stand behind it. Uh, that, that, that sounds like I'm standing in multiple, place, multiple places at one time. I'm standing virtually, ladies and gentlemen. I'm standing behind it virtually. I'm not literally standing behind everything. That would be cool if I could. Then I could say, like, boo, and scare lots of people but in the meantime i do stand behind my seeds if you would like to take a look at uh sometimes they're called genetic preservation kits it really depends on where you live and then the uh, uh you know the circumstances thereof ladies and gentlemen uh, if you for example uh would like to take a look at some genetic preservation kits of lime river rose i would heartily recommend it ladies and gentlemen lots and lots of flavor great great growth characteristics as you can see really really nice uh, outdoor uh, uh vigor uh, Zoom user, I think that's low cut. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, lots of great terps, lots of lime, uh, lots of candy lime, lots of, uh, uh, let's see here, about maybe 20, 25% sour lime. I want to say somewhere around neighborhood 30, 40% uh, uh, sweet to, to sweet candy lime, and the rest, you know, lime popsicle, if you name it, and stuff like that. Uh, lots and lots and lots of lime, ladies and gentlemen. Morgana, lots and lots of uh, wine, spices, cherries, sour cherries, sweet cherries, you name it. Uh, one of the very shortest uh, flowering uh, cuts, it come up a couple times, very, very sweet candy, almost like a almost like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Cotton candy, almost like cherry cotton candy. Uh, uh, finishes like 45 to 50 days, freaking bonkers. I've only seen it a couple times, but it's there. Uh, and then sour cherry, you name it, uh, uh, cherry wine, uh, uh, chocolate wine. There's a couple of those phenotypes in there too. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you will take a look at Ghana. Let's see here, what else is in here? Uh, Black Prince Ruby, I'll leave you with that, ladies and gentlemen. I don't wanna infomercial your ears off, but uh, I would be honored if you take a look, for example, at Black Prince Ruby. There's going to be a lot more in the future about this. Uh, I've been hinting, hinting, hinting. The next few days, I hope to be able to finally just rip the hints off and say, okay, this is the story, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, uh, you're going to hear, I hope, uh, quite a bit more from uh, Black Prince Ruby. I've, enjoyed this, I've been enjoying the strain uh, quite a bit. This is the first version, you might say. Uh, I hope you guys will take a look and, uh, you know, bring some strawberry candy into your life. Bring some uh, something out of left field, some... Uh, Old school brought to the new, I think you might say. And uh, in the meantime, while you're at it, ladies and gentlemen, use the coupon code BRAINS, 14% off, and uh, hope you'll do so. Dee Zombie, what's going on, my friend? Uh, uh, welcome. Uh, he's showing off, uh, I guess, a QR code for Fumi's Discord. I appreciate it, dude. People just have to, like, scan the screen. Oh, he's not on right now. Smash, go for it. What's up, everyone? <clears throat> Uh, fucking been cold, cold, cold. It was like three degrees last night, and then probably would have went chill under zero. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. Fucking, but we chilling over here. We trying to keep things warm. 
garden's fucking looking good. I was just on Discord. If you haven't been there, you need to go there because that's the spot to be chill. Um, Steelbridge probably in there right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where we've been chilling. Um, other than that, 420 Smash on Instagram. Um, oh yeah, and the 15th, I think it's a Monday, right? Is that a Monday? I'll check. I think it's a Monday. But uh, what is it? FPS2 or Future Cannabis Project 2 with Chad Westport. He, uh, he asked me to come 15th on. 15th is uh, this Saturday, actually. 15th of this month? Hold on. Yeah. Uh, right, well, I hope I did. The right month. Yeah, it is. Well, uh, 13th, 14th, 15th. It's on Saturday. Oh, okay. So Saturday, 5 o'clock Eastern time. For, I don't know. We're probably going to go an hour or something like that. So right. if you're around, it would be cool for some of the people that chill in our chat to come hang out. Give me a little support, please. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Zoom user, uh, possibly low cut. What's going on, buddy? It's low cut. What up, low? Oh, what's up? What's up? Man, I cannot fix that. I got you. Uh, Smash will do it, but Smash will turn you into like the sparkly. Every time I think I got it, I come in and it's always Zoom user. It could be Pikachu. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just chilling though. Same old shit. Oh, man. Welcome. Uh, D, you're out there? Hey, what's going on, D? Brains. Brains. Good morning. Drive through right now. I'm getting myself a Timmy's. I'm smoking on some gorilla gas, and everything's chilling. The garden's doing good. It's too bad my garden wasn't on. I'd show y'all. Y'all, I'm shit. I've been hanging out with Tara too much, I think. Anyways, um, that's it. Brains. What's I know every time you come on, I'm like, damn, I can't show my plants off because they, they're asleep by the by this point. Yeah, it sucks. Happens. You do. How is the uh, indoor growing, uh, uh, D? It's doing good. I can't believe how much they do. The clones are starting to take off, and then the Morgana's doing awesome too. Yeah, yeah, man. One sec. What's the difference between the sour Morgana and the regular Morgana? Uh, these actually got a little bit different version. Uh, so the regular Morgana was uh, uh, literally the Kube was the mom, and sour Morgana is uh, sour Morgana is the mom. So uh, that's going to be one of the new uh, lines. So D had like a prototype version of it. Oh, okay. Oh, I wasn't. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, D has a really chill version of it, actually. Uh, I'm really looking forward to see how it comes out because it's going to be different than, uh, uh, noticeably a little bit different than what you guys see in the future. Uh, but he's got um, a trifoliate male uh, father, basically. So the, the Morgana was a spicy, like a, a spicy a sour Morgana, across to a trifoliate male. Hold on a second. Oh, can I have Like one of those ones that basically spirals. It's actually up the the the, the stock. It was a really cool looking male. Um, oh, the bud when it, when it starts deforming and starts doing like a spiral effect. Uh, yeah. I mean, with obviously with males, it looks a little bit different because it has like the little pistils or the I guess the ball sacks or whatever. But yeah, oh, basically, like all the all the structure essentially, it looks like a like a DNA spiral basically. So instead of just having like alternating nodes, it basically goes like. Um, I don't have any pictures of it. Oh. Like a, huh, like a cool. stairway to heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, right. So it should be really cool. Uh, 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 prototype of D. So far, it looks fun. So I know 
see how it flowers. Uh, St. Bernard's saying that Grand Forks, North, North Dakota is the coldest spot in the continental U.S. And of course, he just bought some acres near there. Because of course, you have to. Why would you buy like land by the coldest? I don't know. There's got to be something wonderful there. Gold, snow. Perhaps you're a um, snow miner. Man. <laughs> you, you, you sell it for snow cones. That's it. <laughs> the, only pure, the only pure. Artisanal snow cones. That's exactly yeah, from right. North hey, Dakota we could do it that cones. way. I, bet, I wonder if Kud is listening. I bet if we grew snow in the vicinity of strawberries, it could become strawberry snow cones by the transitive yeah. property of osmosis or some shit. Just like everyone's yeah. favorite strain, uh, strawberry fields. You can just grow snow strawberry in cough. a field of strawberries and get uh, and then cough in it, and then we'll have strawberry cough snow cones. As I say, didn't strawberry field or whatever came first before the cough? I think you're right. So that's what it is. Strawberry know. fields grown in a strawberry field. So now we have to I'm have sure. uh, snow cone fields grown in a cone of uh, field of strawberry cones. That doesn't work. All right, we'll have to get back to the draw, uh, drawing board. It was good while it lasted in my fantasy. Like, oh, a strawberry flavored snow cone that was just grew there like naturally. Could we, could we grow it like, like in the vicinity of a squash that always grows in the shape of a waffle cone? Like, do you think like that exists? Too. Right. Wouldn't it be fun if you could have like, I mean, this is the kind of stuff we will probably have with like GMO and AI in the future. Uh, like, basically, they'll design like, Wheat to grow in the shape of a waffle cone, and you just pick it like it's a ripe waffle cone. You maybe build like a cage that grows in it. Have you seen that furniture that they like mold out of like trees and shit? Like they make a chair, but they like they're like training it to be the chair. Mm. And when they cut it down, they let it dry. It's so cool. Farmer Willie. Coming on, right on. Training. Sure far, I bet it is. Let's see. Uh, it is. It should be. What if it isn't? What if it's... Uh, I don't know, then. I, I think, think it is. Really. I think it's the I man himself. Know. What's going on, Charlie's right. Farm? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, man? Hey, hey. Farmer Willie from the, the mobile... Uh, uh, I don't know what to call it. Mobile station. That's it. Mobile command station. Check this shit out, though. Oh, that's fun. Like they How long literally take the train the tree. <laughs> Look at it. that's cool. Look at that one that's like a diamond. You can do some crazy stuff with like trees though. Look at like how they grow. I've actually was looking today and there was a tree that somehow grew through the pipe of a stop sign and came out the top and still kept growing. Maybe. Yeah. That's some crazy threat to do. Like how how did it do it? You know? I've seen pictures of that kind of stuff too, where like a, a, a vine or something will grow through like a Oh, I don't know, like a, like a grate for a gutter or something, you know, and the thing will grow like 15 feet tall or 20 feet tall or something to the second floor and then come out like as a, as a tree. And you're just like, I mean, it probably logically probably seeded up above, I guess, and then actually something down below, but even still, it's pretty amazing. 
I wonder actually if that's what that would happen. Maybe the the tree germinated at the top of the stop sign and then just kept looking down uh, the stop sign. Maybe the inside of the stop sign is moist and maybe just kept sending root basically down the stop sign. I wonder if that's actually what happened. Hmm. Hmm. It, it was yeah, cool because like, I don't know where I saw it. I would have to look for it again. It was one of the coolest things. But you, I've seen trees like go around fences and yep. holes and shit. Wires. Well, that's nothing for them, yeah. They uh, just they grow around sidewalks it. and stuff. Play, yeah. just, they'll just go around it. That's why it's crack open crazy, the, the freaking uh, bourbon, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know about you, but this is a freaking. Oh, yeah. I'm at the bourbon drink myself. Ladies and gentlemen, if you guys like, would like to hop on and uh, BS with us, you're welcome to do so. Uh, I honestly have some work to do in the garden. So if you guys. Uh, do I, is my mic input bad? No, I don't, man. Nubasin, the, the mic input is bad. I, I, I believe you. Uh, every time I have to switch anything now, for some reason with Zoom, I have to switch everything again. So you I'm sound fine over, over here. here. Does it say overall, Martin? You sound good. Does it? Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. How does he know this as well? Maybe it's your internet new. No, it's the internet. It's it's uh oh maybe it is news. But I think he's right. My settings are off. Like uh to get it working, I basically had to just get whatever working it is. It's not making any sense, honestly. Uh and I literally did have to like unplug it and plug it back in just to save to save anyway. Uh long story short, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys like to hop on and bullshit with us and uh, I don't know, just uh hold court about whatever the fuck that you want to do so. Uh, come on and uh BS with us and uh, I don't know, tell us about whatever the fuck. Um Fun? Oh, by the way, I'm drinking uh, Redemption, Redemption High Rye Bourbon. Uh, this is from uh, actually, this is Redemption. It's uh, I'm drinking that cheap. What's that? I said I'm drinking that cheap stuff. <laughs> Philadelphia. Right. Um, this should be good. I mean, that does the job. I wish I'd known this was still in Indiana. This is, it'll be fine. This was evidently a uh, Hollywood beverage selection, so uh, they haven't let me down so far. It's supposed to be a single barrel select, so we'll see how that goes. I like single barrel. Oh, yeah. This is a mash of 60% corn, 30%, 36% rye, 4% barley, aged in new chart of barrels. Interesting, interesting. We'll see, ladies and gentlemen. I like rye, I like bourbon. Let's see how it goes. New Gross says he doesn't go to concerts. He's still got functional ears for now. He, he means they don't have uh, freaking tinnitus. Oh, shit. I know a bunch of people have tinnitus just constantly. And then freaking ears. It's like terrible. Oh, I need to clean. I think there needs to be a better method to clean like bowls and stuff. This sucks. Like flower bowls. Compared to, if you don't, uh, compared to what? Like dab rigs. If you don't like keep a flower bowl like clean it gets so dirty oh it does yeah like honestly uh uh honestly i'd probably clean the flower bowl like right try to every day so like the nicest thing is when you have like three or four flower bowls and then you can just like switch through in a few days but then you'll build it you'll be lazy you'll build up like four dirty bowls and then you want to smoke and like everything is dirty resin right like gooey shit Hop on, folks. Uh, uh, join us. Uh, BS with us. Whiskey night. 
I think it's like uh, once again, man. I don't know, Smash. You said you like game night, but I think game night doesn't like us. You know, I think nobody else is uh, interested in game night. So I don't know. If we ah, we'll see do in the future, maybe we'll... You have the power. I think the audience is in for it, but nobody that comes on is ever into it. So that, that's the problem. Basically, ends up being like three of us, and then like maybe at eleven o'clock, like Tommy will come on and poke whatever. But for the first like four hours of the show, it's pretty much just us bullshitting. So uh, we'll fuck it up. Put a pull on here. Ladies and gentlemen, what, uh, should it just be whiskey, whiskey and games, uh, then some other options? I don't know. Uh, fuck it, let's make it simple. You want game night to come back? Uh, if I could, I, in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to know if I, I, I have this place still. And if I do, if I'm going to keep this place, I'll be able to keep this place. I'm going to get, uh, I'll get the Wi Fi and I'll bring my other device. That way I can play because I'm dying to play. Game night, right on. Have you, up. you know, we got no. social glass. <laughs> I'll have it. a steering wheel coming up. Like, we go. I told you, I, I don't know if you've seen it. I messaged you on Discord. I said, Download a racing oh, for, uh, game. Uh, racing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had time. I literally haven't got the, yeah. the games at all. Yeah. Uh, one of these days, though. Man, I miss racing games. I really used to like them. Uh, I had uh, an Xbox for a while. I had a PlayStation. I played Tur- Gran Turismo and uh, Dirt and all kinds of different fun games. There, so fun. old fashioned like rally game. Talking about poker. Uh, you know what? I was told a long time ago. Uh, go figure. That poker and cannabis are basically one of the best ways to get shut down permanently that there could possibly be. Because evidently, uh, even if you're playing for fun, people will interpret the poker as like bad fucking news bears. And I was told that because we actually did like a poker night at, uh, at the old uh, uh, cannabis club, basically the old Northwest Cannabis Club. And we did it like kind of a simulcast streaming or whatever on, on YouTube. And I want to say we had two nights and we cut epic amounts of shit both times, basically. And it was like, um, I don't even remember all the different stuff, but a lot of people basically told us, watch out, watch out, watch out. Like we can get... Uh, Huh? Throw into the ring or whatever else. It's kind of bizarre. I don't know. I, I guess it makes sense because there's so much. Uh, how do I put it? Uh, you can play friendly poker. That makes no sense. That's what I thought too. But I don't know. Like uh, you can't. Part of if it, the I government's the telling us online poker. Can't. Well, I guess yeah, online maybe poker is basically forbidden these days, isn't it? Pretty much. If it if it's online, maybe and you're actually betting, and everyone knows you're betting, maybe that's something different. But even that, I see people streaming it. I see people streaming them fucking at the casino on slots and stuff right, and at yeah, the at the tables and shit. So I don't understand what what could get. I mean, maybe it's combining we'll the two. Look into it again, perhaps. I don't know. I mean, does I love in the chat have any idea? Because it would be fun. Yeah, it would be super fun. Especially if we just played for, for fun. Or we could even just play well, for... Well, I guess we were going to play for beans. I was going to say we could play for beans, but that actually could be interpreted as a, a lot of money. We could play for... Uh, Honestly, for fun, or, or literal beans, we could play for like lentil beans or something. Yeah, but, but I guess I don't know how we. Yeah, I guess you'd have like a stack of lentil beans or whatever in the front. You just grab from the pot or something. That would be your pot. Let's figure it out. We could probably download. Uh, there's a bunch of free stuff. I let me look into it because I used to play with a bunch of people um, on this app, and it was pretty cool. Uh, I started playing, it was on my phone, it's called Poker Face, where you can actually see people that you're playing against and stuff, because your camera's on. So like this, kind of, 
but you're playing poker. And then I got invited to play real games. You know what I mean? Um, on another server and stuff. So there's ways to like do free stuff to make like tables and stuff. I guarantee you. Listen to this. This is like the dream of all freaking growers. Ian says, how about poker where everyone puts up a 10 pack and the winner gets sent all of them? <laughs> Holy shit. You get like a hundred. I don't even have, well, I don't know how many people would play. Well, you could have probably more than one 10 pack or I don't know. I guess everyone would have one 10 pack. So dude, you no, could have like all 50 right. or 70 C's and you fucking have it. So if we were to do it, we'd have to max a table out at like five, seven people. And then if that's more than that, like we get two tables, that's 14. You know what I mean? So that's 140 seeds. So I would do first and second gets there either buying back or maybe like double the, or you know what I mean? Like 20. And then the first gets, that would be dope though. That'd be fun. I do something yeah. cool like that. Might, might be able to win some seeds playing it. If the pick of that's legal, no. uh, I think I just fucking Grayson. My bad. Me and Grayson always get this like these uh, trolls fast, and then I'll unhide right. his on accident. Right. Man, these trolls—they get so old. But I, I don't understand. Like auto. Hello. I don't understand where they come from or what what it's about. It's so weird. <laughs> So That's the thing, too. It's such thing. an nonsensical message. So I just wonder, like, uh, uh, what got me thinking was, um, I shouldn't say anything about this, but I guess who cares? Um, I was like, uh, some of these nonsensical messages, what if they leave them so that they can go back and edit them in the future? And maybe uh, include, like, if we don't uh, delete them, perhaps on a different stream, maybe they don't delete them. Uh, maybe they can go back and edit their comments and basically include uh, 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 direct links to random buy sites or something because I, I i honestly don't know what else it could possibly be like Wait, maybe we I, mean, I don't know it's not a website it's not yeah i've tried to google it before i mean obviously on like a private browser and shit right uh but uh how do i say this um i don't understand it yeah like it's a, it's, bit, it's yeah, a bot that logs the chat yeah I mean, it's what to kind of bot gives you something that you can't use right now it's kind of weird I mean, maybe that's all it's doing. It's just logging the chat. I don't even know. That's oh, that could be other. I've seen. You know, the funny thing is, I've actually seen like the the porn ones actually talk in some chats before. Like, mm. there's someone behind that. Those some of those ones. You know what I mean? It's kind of funny. Or uh, most of it's automated, but then someone probably can uh, uh, enter text if they want to. I want to see that. There's so many parts of the internet that I honestly just kind of stay out of. It's like, you know, you know we're backing back into Bush's uh, sound. Not sound. Jeff. St. Bernard says it's it's probably logging us. Probably. Report them too. There's a place where you can click on report. But even in like, Instagram, everything like it's getting so bad. Like you'll post something and like you'll get all oh, promote on my channel or da 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 or on like your favorite YouTuber and you post a comment and like you get like a reply from like oh cams or blah 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 like girls or guys or do you know what I mean? Just stupid shit. And I'm like, how does this stuff slide through? 
Like, I still get tons of uh, uh, scam calls every day. That drives me freaking nuts. Like they're used to the do not call registry and whatever else, and now that's just completely nonsense. And it's all for like, uh, I guess I shouldn't say that either, but uh, you know, random like uh, um, kind of plausible scams that would uh, a lot of people would actually fall fall for. A lot of older people would fall for. Same word as saying IG uh, bots are usually triggered by hashtags. Don't be so triggered, bro. Right? Or corned beef hash, D. How's uh, corned beef hash? When I was a kid, that was my favorite. You don't like it? Oh, man, I love corned beef hash. I like biscuits and gravy. Yeah? Yeah, a cheap meal. Mm. More than like corned beef and hash on toast. What do I like so much about it? You know what? I like the... uh, well, frankly, I like the flavor and the texture, honestly. But I remember I liked the, uh, the interplay right. between all the... Yeah, it has to be cooked right, for sure. Like, the, if the potatoes are bland and kind of mushy and soft, it's all gross. And then if the corned beef itself isn't that good, then it's all freaking gross. But mm-hmm. yeah, together, it's going to be Shit on a single. Holy shit. Shit on a single, please. Good dinner. Good dinner, shit on a single. What's on pepper? Yeah, it's the first time I've heard that, and it makes perfect sense for calling it that. And now that's that's pretty repulsive. Shit on a shingle. <laughs> People like old timers ordered it like that. Yeah. <laughs> like no bullshit. They would be in the restaurant and be like, yo, let me get some shit on a shingle and a, and a coffee. <laughs> I, I don't want to sound like my deep boy. Welcome to you. You know, the stuff that people say. Somebody broke the fucking elevator again. I'm bullshit, man. Three floors up. Yeah, I'm pissed. Holy shit. Was, people went down. People, it went down. People were moving out when the new owners took over a couple of years ago. A couple of people were real freaking pissed off. So they broke, purposely broke the elevator, oh, the man. service elevator. So then they shut it down at night completely for about a year. They just yeah. reopened it like two months ago. Yeah. And of course, you know, people that don't know, they go up to the third floor and they don't stop. With a certain way you gotta stop it so it doesn't jam up into the ceiling. Of course, somebody jammed it into the ceiling. So that does not sound good. safe. No, yeah, our elevator just goes up when it wants and gets stuck. No, it's people doing it. It's just people doing that it. sucks. It's because we got a bunch of young kids and it's their you know off campus housing party party complex. Oh yeah. Being silly. Let's press all the buttons. Yes. Yeah, bunch of junkies leaving needles and, and syringe caps in the freaking bathroom all the time with their freaking water and cottons everywhere. It's disgusting sometimes. But we thought we got rid of them, but a few of them back. I don't know why the hell they got back in a different unit, but same people, different unit. It's just crazy. I find my notes here for the next year. I'll, I'll know in a couple of weeks. See if the owners are going to do something about it, but too early. I'm just bullshit. I had so much shit to come up last night. I get here and all of a sudden they elevated down again. Alright, you know, have you ever around here? You'll find like a four or five story apartment complex, just straight stairs. No elevators. You're, in you're walking. Too. Yeah, there's that no sucks. Like you call them like uh, fifth floor walk ups and shit. Holy crap! Yeah, you get healthy. That's for sure. You get healthy. Holy cow, every time you come back from the grocery store, or, you'll also develop your sense of memory. I've known a few people who lived on, like, you know, walk-ups, and, man, you you, you don't forget your keys anymore. You don't forget your freaking uh, 
uh, I'm kind of bad at forgetting like just one little thing or whatever on the way out the door and I have to go back and get it. Me too. There's just no way you're going to do that after your first freaking five floors down, five floors back up, five floors back uh, down again. I forgot my cigarettes or whatever. Something. Forgot a lighter or whatever. Just like, Fuck it. I'll That's when it. you're like, oh, I'll just buy it. <laughs> right? I'll just learn how to make fire on the street again. That's when you're it. smart and have matches in your car at all times. I'll just bang flints on rocks. Like, what are you doing? Oh, I forgot my <laughs> I ain't trying to walk up some stairs. Kink, kink, kink. What's up, big red dog? Cheers, buddy. Uh, D's having battery problems again. Man, that's freaking lame. Cheers, D. Come on, buddy. Uh, have a good evening. Uh, I guess that's cute for everyone else. Uh, hop on, folks. Uh, bullshit with us. Come and uh, join us. Uh, have a drink with us. It's Weed and Whiskey Wednesday. Uh, if for whatever reason, if you guys don't want to have a show, if you got to want to stick the evening off, maybe we'll cut it short. An hour or two, we'll see how it goes. But uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, come hop on and uh, BS with us. As Charlie's Farm said, this is his social life, man. What are you going to deprive Charlie's Farm of his social life? Come on, that would be that would be terrible, right? We gotta, we gotta, what do we gotta do? We gotta entertain Charlie's Farm. That's why we're here. So actually, we gotta, what do we gotta do? We gotta, do we do, do we do like the whole song and dance routine this time, or is it for next time? I don't know. Right. We've been practicing. That's the whole purpose of your show. That's how that? you started the show just for me, man. It's exactly it. for me because I'm so selfish and self-absorbed. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> but uh, oh, uh, I just uh, what was it? Uh, old boy. Uh, I, I saw the Spike Lee version of it, and I guess this is a little bit of a spoiler. But I mean, if you haven't seen it by this point, you probably should have. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, so uh, basically, in the old version and the Korean version and the new version, played by Josh Brolin. So the other word, it's a Korean movie, and they basically remade the movie, but they changed a few details. But they kind of almost remade the movie, like the first half, and then the second half, they basically changed a few details. Anyway, um, uh, but of course, this way it's a Spike Lee joint. You know, you always got to have a Spike Lee joint. Anyway, uh, Josh Brolin at some point realizes that the TV he's been watching in his prison, he's basically in prison for like 20 years. Uh, the TV he's been watching for 20 years has been made just for him. So basically it was not real TV, which was a massive mindfuck for him as a character. Like literally all the TV was made in a fake studio just for him. Like, like, like Truman Show almost, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like that, I was show, just thinking so. that that was a good like movie, the Truman Show. Man. Yeah. I've heard from said all the time. I'm like, man, we're on the Truman Show because you got all these cameras and shit, especially at work. Some people, they want to have cameras on you while you're working. What the fuck? Yo, has anyone ever tried or have like, uh, what are they, the Tempur-Pedic mattresses? I have a Costco Tempur-Pedic, yeah. You know how like, you've you tried to move it, right? Oh, heavy spot, yeah. So my buddy decided to get a third floor apartment with like the well like top floor there's like regular stairs and then you go up the small set of stairs and it was like lugging a dead body like like just dead weight you know what i mean like like you trying to carry a motorcycle or something just all dead weight and it's flopping over that's the worst thing i've ever had to move honestly i'm sorry what was you moving like a Tempur-Pedic bed. It was like oh, a oh, California oh, yeah. king. <laughs> oh, California king too on top of it, huh? He, yeah, that, that's, this is the kid that... This is after he... 
I think this is after he lost his money, or before, is this before he got his money, or after? I think this is after he, like, spent all of the money. Like, when his dad passed away, he got, shit, a little over a million, and then, like, said and done with lawyers and stuff. A little bit under yeah, a million. Yeah, for a second, Charlie. Uh-huh. Uh, you were saying something? Oh, I was just saying, it's one of my homies, like, he, his dad passed away, had two life insurance policies. He ended up with a little bit over a million, and then, like, with lawyer fees, a little bit under a million. Uh, that shit was gone in a year and a half. Uh, but, like, I was trying to remember if it was before he got the money or after he got the money, because he he bought, like, all the nicest stuff. That's why he, it was, like, a brand-new California King Tempur-Pedic, that, like, really expensive one, like, like name-brand shit, you know what I mean? It was funny, and I just laughed at him. <laughs> But I helped him move it. I think it was after. I was trying to remember it. I was like, it's definitely after the money because we, because that's pretty much all he had left. The name brand Timberpiece are super expensive. They're like, uh, I want to say for the same features and stuff, they're a little over two grand. So I don't know. I mean, people swear by them, but uh, uh, it seems a bit of a high price to pay for for what they are. Uh, but I I do really enjoy the the uh, whatever. The, I, Beds come in boxes now. Forum or some shit. I don't know whatever the one at Costco is. Um, what's that? They all do come in boxes, but that's the thing. Once you unfurl them, you can never get it back in the freaking yeah, box. Yeah, because they're like, Blame. I think they put them in those boxes in a pressure like deficit room, like a like a low pressure room. Huh? Yeah, they vacuum seal them and then they roll them up or something crazy. But yeah, like all the new new styles of other than that fucking you see that purple mattress. Have you seen that thing? Sorry, we're talking about mattresses. I've been looking at oh, it. Oh, uh, has that. The purple? I mean, that's the one. Really? Isn't that the one that he has? The organic, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I don't know. If it's Jasper organic, or it's, something. It's purple. It's legit a purple bed. And oh, it's like plastic, kind of. Oh, maybe not. Maybe something else. He was telling us about uh, his bed the other day, and I looked it up. I was like, oh, that's cool. It's uh, fully organic. Because, you know, a lot of our beds are filled with, like, wire retardant this, and cancer causing that, and blah, blah, blah. So this one is apparently like, I don't even remember. I don't remember the name. Dang it. Yeah, they say breathing them in, just laying on them, breathing it in. It's 100%, man. Yeah. You spend like You're a, laying on a lot of people plastic. spend like a third of their life on those things. Yeah, it's a, it's a really big deal. I'm uh, sleeping on one now. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, a lot of us have, uh, they're discovering a lot of us have, uh, well, basically everybody apparently at this point has microplastics in their system. We have microplastics in our livers and oh, lungs sure. and everything else. And, you know, how do I say this? There's all kinds Blood of system. Uh, uh, like I say, fire retardants, uh, uh, adhesives, all kinds of other different like ones. Oh, you're not kidding! It's full on oh, it's like open cell. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not purple. It's inside supposedly it's purple, but on the outside it's got a mattress cover. But this is what they say it looks like inside. That shit looks like it would weigh a lot. It looks like it's just plastic, but it looks it's weird. You know what I mean? That's a weird bed, kind of. I think. Yeah. Look at here's a good picture. It's kind of funny. Like probably nice and look, look at that. Is it though? You think like they look like they're pushing hard? You I like a, okay. a firm bid myself. I guess it depends on what you like. That's true too. I like a solid ass bit. The shame. I don't know. That's just me. What is that dip? Oh look. What is that dip? That's kind of cool. Is this like a cover? Yeah, can I hug you? 
It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of like the foam. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's just plastic, though. Or some, like, polymer or stretchy shit. I don't know. It looks like an elastic elastic yeah. substance. Yo, I was saying avocado bed. I think that's exactly what it was. It just it cracks me up because now Cootie's like, avocado tech. Yeah, and everybody that works that was there is like, last night. <laughs> like a 15-person factory avocado or something. It's a very small company, but it's... Yeah, um, well, yeah and they all believe in the same mission statement. All the employees regenerative recyclable and all that stuff. It's pretty cool. I saw a whole little documentary on it. We got to do it. We got to do every little thing helps, man. That's all I can say when it comes to this global warming crap. I think it takes 1,200 gallons of water to make one pound of almonds. 1,200 gallons just for a pound of almonds. It just to me is insane. Or just your hamburger that you buy at McDonald's and stuff. Yeah. It takes a lot of water just to even I think it takes more feed to the cow and everything does to feed the cow, actually. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's great. We're going to change something, man. It's getting a little silly out here, that's for sure. Yeah, people well, like in uh, California, they have so many almonds. In the Don't get me wrong, I love almonds. I remember Anubis uh, gave him marzipan shit. He was like, marzipan doesn't taste like anything. I think it tastes wonderful. I think almonds taste great, too. And they're really good for you and everything else. And, and I grew up eating you know, California almonds, honestly. But they're so water-intensive. Like like, uh, uh, like Charlie says, I, I feel like they evolved in Persia or somewhere. I actually don't remember where all almonds are from, to be honest. But wherever they were from, you know, they probably didn't need as much water, or, or at least they, they were. I don't know. Just, they were adapted to their local environment without dragging them to like. I think they're. I think they're just. Shit. I think they're a water hungry plant, no matter what. I'm yeah, not positive about that, but I'm um, I'm pretty sure an avocado has been like a rainy. That always has like a lot of rain. Avocados are the sure. same. Avocados are fairly water intensive too, but I mean, at least they they uh, grew up in the desert southwest. Uh, evidently, we're the only species that still eats them, really, uh, because the pit is too like... big, so no other animal can really pass them or anything. So, you know, most animals just swallow the thing whole because they have huh. forks and knives and stuff. So, pretty much, uh, the giant ground sloth evidently ate all uh, uh, avocados. And after they went extinct, we probably hunted them extinct, to be honest. Uh, we're the only ones that. Uh, Dude, have you ever seen a sloth? Like with like moss growing on them because they're so like slow. Dude, most uh, sloths are crazy. Uh, they don't just have moss growing on them. They have like all kinds of bacteria and fungus and all kinds that of green on them. Yes, like, you can actually get infected just by basically like uh, injuring yourself and then touching a sloth. Like seriously, they're so freaking dirty. They apparently can get uh, they can give each other and themselves infections too, evidently because they're so freaking dirty. But anyway, so uh, we're looking at almonds. Uh, it's a species of tree native to Iran. So I was right; it's surrounding countries, but widely cultivated elsewhere. The almond is also the name of the edible and wild, widely cultivated seed of this tree. Within the genus uh, genus Prunus, it's the classified. It is classified with the peach in the subgenus Amygdalus, uh, distinguished by the other subgenera by uh, corrugations in the shell, endocarp surrounding. I love reading these fucking words. Yeah, yeah, the fruit of the almond is a droop consisting of an outer shell or an outer hull, sorry, and a hard shell with seed, which is not a true nut inside. Your mom is a true it nut. Is not Shelling true almonds nut. is, uh, well, again, your mom is so fat, but she's also a true nut. Shelling <laughs> almonds uh, refers to uh, removing the shell to re- reveal the seed. Almonds are sold shelled or shelled. Blanched almonds are shelled uh, almonds that have been treated with hot water to soften the seed coat, which is then removed to remove or reveal the white embryo. I wonder if there's a passage in here that says that almonds totally do 
taste mm-hmm. and video. Good. And noob is full of shit. I like it. This is right here. So this I don't is, know what this is the ancient version right here. In fact, these gentlemen are talking. See, I speak ancient Persian. These gentlemen are talking about how, in fact, noob is full of shit. And then all of a sudden, delicious. And this guy right down here is saying, I get fucked new, but we're going to go make some marzipan with this entire camel full of almonds. This guy right here is, we just got back from doing all, all kinds of like crazy almond shit and we're famous Have now. Have you ever so had an almond joy? Right there. These guys are so excited they could not help themselves because they're about to go have like a whole almond evening. It's because a whole like almond themed evening. This guy right here, his name is Faisal. His entire life's mission is basically getting the finest al- or, uh, almonds. I think I've been saying almonds for a while now. Uh, almonds to your plate. Uh, but in the meantime, right there, see right there, that word right there says noob. And uh, that's the lowercase <laughs> right there. That says noob too. And uh, the gist of it basically is that noob is, that he doesn't know anything about almonds. Pretty much. That's so, funny. Right there. I mean, if anybody knows yeah. any better, please let me know, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I was correct in that translation. Um, yeah, I like almonds. So... I don't know. Cashews I like pistachios too. Man. I think their poison are really. And they have to like bake them and shit, so you can actually eat a cashew. That's true. They're kind of poisonous a little bit. Acorns. Yeah, she trips. Acorns. Who else to eat an acorn? Honestly. Oh, they're horrible. They're like who the fuck says the worst thing you'll ever eat? It's like a it's survival so food, isn't it? Oh, so better. I've done it. It's so, I mean, it literally, it's just cold on you. Your mouth is coating. Yo, and I'll eat like, your almond oh. joys. Bring them to me. Oh. Almond joys are the shit. Just don't give me the I love them. dark chocolate ones. Say it again. Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Oh, dude, dark chocolate is wonderful. I just ruined someone's day the other day by telling them that white chocolate has no real chocolate in it. And I was surprised right. they didn't know that. A lot of people apparently huh. don't I didn't know, that. know that. White chocolate is basically yeah. a bed of lies. It's essentially like calcified sugar cream or something. What the fuck? They've been lying to me. They've been lying to you, man. There's no chocolate. It's all lies. It's the fact that they take out the only chocolate, out. like real chocolates, like milk chocolate and dark, like it comes from a cocoa, like bean or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's like chocolate. Cocoa bean. Yeah. Unless they can refine it and make it white, which I don't. Now you're telling me that's what I always thought they did. It's like pretty much bleach it or something like that, chemically or t- you know. Yeah. I figured they did something weird. It's a butterfat, basically. It's a butterfat, the cow shell, cow. Just to take the extract, the just the pure fats. Yo, you're crazy, guys. Caramel condensed milk in a can. And Milky Ways are the worst candy bars. I think you. You're... I don't know if I can trust that uh, Ian anymore. I wouldn't say almond joy is the best. But it's a good candy bar. Let me think. It's a good candy joy, bar. Uh, I'm Milky Ways are good. Almond Joy was something else because I'm placing Almond Joy with a little bit of coconut, but that's not right. It's like nuts and marzipan with a little bit of coconut or no? Yeah, there's coconut in it. It's okay, like the mountains. So. See, I wish it didn't have the coconut. Then it would be perfect. But like I love Milky coconut, Way see. has no fucking coconut in it. It's just got a, a nougat and some nuts in there. Uh, what, peanuts or almonds? I want to say almonds. And uh, uh, nougat. Caramel, do the Milky Way is a freaking fantastic candy bar. Milky Way is good. You can take that shit to the bank. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> what else? Uh, dude, I have to Twix. be honest. Like, this is Twix well, is solid. Snickers, Snickers okay. is incredible. I'm a butterfinger person. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been a butterfinger person. Or Reese's. Butterfinger is solid. I have to be honest. Yeah. 
And Butterfinger is a super solid ice cream flavor too. When they crush oh, it, yeah. Butterfinger and make it an oh man, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you ever want like a what are they the Dairy Queen Blizzard, Blizzard or wherever yeah, you get your local thing, Butterfingers, and then Butterfingers and Reese Pieces are good together. Another person like who said it wrong. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Reese's Pieces. It's Reese's Pieces. It's supposed to run. Reese's Whatever. Pieces. Get your candy right. Reese's Pieces. Right, <laughs> but you're not the only one. Like the homie. No, it's, it's just tough to say it. Reese's Pieces. Because like half of them are basically sitting there and one of them says it accidentally. Oh, which one of them don't go around? Like, like, what did you just say? <laughs> like you going around there like Reese's Pieces. And like, I want to say, uh, I can't even remember who right now. I think Red Setter Farm, Skill Bowl, coming out of the uh, Spartan. I want to say they all said it fucked up. And the rest are like, <laughs> I think Painted Lady and a couple other ones are like, wait a second, what? It's supposed to fucking rhyme. And yeah. So smash. Reese's you should the fucking. Wait, Reese's Pieces rhyme. Reese's Pieces, they even have to say it now. Because it, they, they broke the rhymes, they have to fuck it up even further. Reese's, Reese's Pieces. I don't know how I, like, I don't know. That's just, I, shit, I've never really even noticed I said it like that. It just kind of comes out. I don't know any of the names, but I love Asian kids. Japanese. You want some Pocky? Couldn't even tell you the name. but is it Pocky's the one with the idea. stick. It's a stick with chocolate on it. No, I don't know if I've had that one. I know That's I've had good. some of the, uh, the oh, hard candy. Puck, I almost bought some of today, actually. Uh, they have all kinds of, dude, they have the craziest flavors out here smashed. Uh, if you go to like the Vietnamese place, like uh, uh, Ku was talking about, uh, uh, Hung Phat is this Vietnamese market over on 82nd. It doesn't matter for anybody else, but whatever, it's a big <laughs> Vietnamese market. And they just have the coolest freaking Pak Pak flavors. Uh, do I have the freaking name right? No, I, I might have put the name wrong because Pak Pak was like this local restaurant. So I might have fucked up the name. You might be right. Let's see here. Is it Paki or Pak Pak? It's the freaking Japanese candy. My baby mom, she was Mexican. So. They're candy would be red from spices. Oh, uh, what about spices? You are right. Holy shit. What? Pocky. 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 Pocky was this local chain of like amazing Asian restaurants. Yeah, that shit. Pocky. Pokey. So normally we can find like at Costco. I was at Costco today and I almost bought like the, uh, not this one. They have the matcha, whatever. They have, uh, I want to say, I don't think they had the cookies and cream. <laughs> Excuse me. That's fire. Chocolate, it is actually good. Chocolate, strawberry, and fuck, what was the third one? It wasn't the cookies and cream. Oh, the hummus cakes. But uh, at the Vietnamese places, they don't just have matcha. They have like, uh, first of all, they have all these weird chocolate ones. And they'll be like legit pockies too. They're, they're not like off-brand pockies. But let me think, they have like a, a, a butterscotch. They had durian one time. They had literally durian. I was like, this, that can't be any good. Uh, what else? Like five different kinds of strawberries. Chico's. Does anyone different. remember? I need to take a picture next time. Honestly, because I'm, like, I'm forgetting. You should. Flavors. Do you remember it's Chico like, sticks? Yeah, I love Chico sticks. Actually, well, I not love, but I eat them. I used to eat them as a kid. What else? Oh, do you get to ever get gum? Oh, me? I remember this, but I don't think I liked them. They're weird. They're really yeah, they so like they, It's like a butter, a poor man's butterfinger or something. Yeah, 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 maybe I don't sure know them because I was thinking these are like a date candy bar, but yeah, I'm not sure. I think that song might be happy. It might be local. Charleston Chews are fire, though. I gotta say that. Yeah. Oh, those are good too. Charleston Charleston Chews. Yeah. 
They named up Charleston. And they still, they were made the original factories right there on Mr. Gav or Route 99, right by the Schraff's, the old Schraff's chocolate uh, factories right there too at Sullivan Station. But they were uh, Charleston Juice. Um, they still have a sign up, even though they turned the factory into condos now. <clears throat> you can see, so they, they kept the Charleston Juice sign. They're huge, you know, it's like 100 feet long. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. That was my favorite thing as a kid. Freezing the crack, baby. I like those. Especially the red one that you had strawberry. Yeah, strawberries are good, man. They didn't have those when I was a kid. What's the black one? Um, Dark chocolate. It's dark chocolate? chocolate. I've never had that. I don't know. I haven't had it yet. That's good. I don't eat a lot of sugar. I really don't. I have my cravings times a year. I knew a bazoo. I used to love those banana ones. Yeah. These fuckers from Germany, if you guys ever see these, sometimes they sell them at, at different stores. Uh, if you see them, they're so freaking good, especially if you like uh, make them like cold, freeze them basically. They're kind of chewy when they're super fresh. They're one of the only candies that I've ever seen that actually gets better with age, right? Because they basically get like chewy. They're a little bit too fluffy when they're like super fresh. That one's like caramel filled. Uh, the ones I'm looking for, I want to say, are just... Because they have different ones. No, way. the ones I'm thinking of are like these right here. They're basically, just the like banana nougat, like that one right there. And when you freeze them, they get so gooey and gummy, like these. Oh, they're so freaking good. Yeah, they sell. I like a good caramel apple. Uh, if it, a real good caramel apple, that's like a with some like jimmies or something, whatever you want to call them, sprinkles, jimmies. I don't give a fuck. Um, I call them jimmies. It's a New England thing, I think. Yeah. Jimmy. It is, right? Sprinkle. Yeah, it's pretty much around the New England area. <laughs> There's another one. Get him. We say, I told him, I was telling him the other night, Charlie, we have the weirdest stuff over here. Like, like liquor, the way we stay liquor store and stuff. They're like, that's kind of offensive. I'm like, dude, people say it over here all the time. Yeah. Say so what? Back. Like the I didn't even say it yet. <laughs> what do you say? Do you say you go to the packies or what is it? It's a liquor store. Yeah, it's it. a liquor store. Yeah, yeah. Only the kids, it was a packie. Who's making a packie run this weekend? Yeah, it's funny. It depends yeah. on the context, right? It's kind of cool. I remember, uh, uh, you guys yeah. remember, I used to talk a lot about yeah, uh, Caffrey Lime. Okay. Uh, so the mom to my uh, Lime River Rose is Kaffir Lime. I have this, uh, this uh, keeper of Kaffir Lime. Well, Kaffir is uh, it's a, an actual lime in Asia. So like there is a, a lime called the Kaffir Lime. And actually the strain was named well because it actually smells a lot of it, especially a lot of phenotypes smell a little bit like this Kaffir Lime, especially when you kind of take on balance. It was a really good name, I think. Um, how do I say this? Uh, uh, but Kaffir is also like a racist name for, I want to say, white people, I think. I actually don't remember. In uh, Africa, I think. Maybe in uh, uh, Botswana or somewhere. Anyway, I used to get like all kinds of people. It's kind of a weird insult for people to be butthurt about. But I don't know. People get butthurt about all kinds of stuff. I used to get all this shit in, in like my Instagram DMs and stuff. They're like, bro, do you know that Kaffir is a bad word? And I was like, well, okay. But I don't think it was named after like a racist you know, I don't think this lime-smelling yeah. strain was named after the racist version of the word. I think it was named after the lime version of the word, to be perfectly frank with you. And most of the time, I would shut people up because they're like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, that probably makes sense. But, uh, you know, like the, the, the context is important, you know what I mean? So, for example, in the UK, you probably wouldn't get away with that. 
But in Boston, it's like, they yeah, say, it's the packing store. What do you want, man? It's, it's they dropped the C word in like England and stuff and like like Australia and New Zealand. They dropped the C word like every other, like a lot. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, in Australia, it's very, very common. It's not considered that bad. Yeah, 100%. Whereas Over here, that bad. word's like no-go, kind of. Yeah, places are different, man. Straight up. Well, then again, Australia has a, a fairly different relationship with swear words and stuff. I feel like their their kind of colloquial language is quite a bit more salty than ours is. I don't know, just in general, right? I mean, a lot of actually, a lot of languages are quite a bit more salty than uh, Americans. Americans are quite a bit prudish, honestly. I think. Oh, we assume yeah. New Zealand and Australia like Jordan. cousins or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I get offended if you so weird. Right. Still here. Don't call an Australian a Kiwi. Oh, okay. oh yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, or, uh, when I say this, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't think they get pissed off. I just think they get annoyed because I, I don't think there's like an actual rivalry between the two of them. I, just, I think they just kind of fuck with each other because I think it's kind of like Canadians and Americans. Like if someone called you a Canadian, you'd be like, well, I mean, thanks, but you know, it's like you, you're not that. Same thing with a Canadian. You call them American or something like, well, okay but you know you're, you're wrong so they don't get all offended about it i don't think i mean most people don't really don't know. do they i don't know i don't think most people give, give a shit like oh really you freaking canadian yeah you know and, like okay like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> confirms yeah. they are cousins <laughs> right. pretty much calling anything i don't give a shit these days man i don't care anymore right what matters is is my friend. You guys are my mm-hmm. friends. I care what you think, and I care about the people that I love. Think that's it. You're not paying my bills. I say it all the time. You ain't paying my bills, man. I don't give a shit. You ain't renting space in my head. Not unless you give me money. Sometimes it's hard <laughs> to like. I don't know to like let everything roll off of you. It gets kind of you know tedious. Sometimes it just gets hard. I've been fortunate though. I've been always, that, that's always, my older brother said it all the time, especially after my mother passed away. You know, my father used to beat, beat us, you know, he'd take the belt to us and he goes, I woke up one morning, Bill, we were, you were going to kindergarten. I was going to first grade and you I, I, we were getting dressed in the morning and you're, uh, you turned around and you were stark naked and from your neck all the way down to the heel, your Achilles heel, you were literally black and blue and red. You had to be bleeding in some spots. He goes, my ass was red, but that's about it. He goes, you got the front of it, man. You know? And, um, that's where you sneak but away then i'd be the there my brother, yeah my brother but my brother would say he'd be like you know my brother would be sitting there like festering over what we had done the night before probably just talking and we didn't go to sleep on time or something like that you know and we're young you know and we shared a room and he goes you'd be there like la-di-da like nothing ever happened you know and i've i've always been like that even to this day my brother still festers and gets anxiety attacks i mean not that i don't worry about things but um you know it's not worth holding a grudge. I had rage. I had everything else as a kid. And uh, it was all self-destructive. Nothing, nothing constructive came of it. And, uh, and I always took what I was taught to heart, you know, like, to, you know, you don't have to forget, but you certainly need to forgive people. And I was always like that. I always, you know, those little lessons of life that I was taught, I kind of took them to heart. And I, even to this day, I believe in treating others the way you want to be treated. You know, you don't have to respect anybody, but you need to be respect, respectful. You know, two different things, you know. Um, People get so overloaded like and like yeah. yeah, you don't know like what someone's That's mental state is. Um, you know, like 
they could have had the worst day ever and they're just being a dick because it's not it's not your fault at all it's just you were there you know what i mean wrong place wrong time yeah you just were in their path and you just have a really horrible day and you never know what anybody's story is you know if you got a bad you know there was a there was a Somebody said once, uh, you know, everybody write their story down, and throw it in the hat, everybody go around and pick out the story. Guarantee you're going to want your story back. You know, you're going to get somebody else's story and be like, holy shit, how are you dealing with this? But my story isn't so bad. Can I have my story back, please? You know, I, mean, I always think of that too. You no. know what kind of shit people are going through, man. Uh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Here's Captain Shit, actually, and uh, Captain Portwenty. What do you think about this? Uh, Ian, I think, has solved the, the issue. He says, and I'm curious on your take about this issue. Uh, he says, Australia is really just a bunch of white dudes in Louisiana that are trolling the world. Uh, he continues to say, they make fake maps and film content nonstop. And I, I thought, you know what? That's actually pretty plausible. What do you think? I don't, really, I don't, don't know anything about Australia. That seems so funny. Well, I don't know, because I've actually, like, watched concerts in Sydney, so I don't know. What if it was just uh, guys trolling you? It's a whole green screen, maybe? Mm -hmm. Like, with a fake accent and everything? I mean, they have, what, alligators or crocodiles or whatever, one of the two in Louisiana, so I guess they can... I actually... uh, Strong Style Organic said, like, no one knew about Australia, so Crocodile Dundee proved me wrong. You see? Checkmate. I used to love that, dude. Yeah. Cheers, a kid. I wonder what Philly I mean, you you certainly this. don't see a lot of aboriginals on, on the, the mainstream media or TV, you know, over in Australia. Mm. They're the natives. I always think about that. Mm. Uh, I read stories over the years. How, and this is nothing against anybody. It's just, you know, the way I guess it is over there. But they really don't want them to have any power. Every time they make a couple of strides forward, you can say the same thing here in the state about uh, you know minorities, but yeah, the same kind of yeah. Yeah, you know they make a couple slides forward. Native Americans were the. I say yeah. it, man. I'm Koch brothers. They ain't gonna give up power, man. Mm-hmm. White guys, corporations, to give up power. You're out of your mind. They're waving, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for building our country. You know, and, and you know, like my. My family, when they came over, we came over in, I think it was 1852, right after the famine, 1849. And we couldn't get in anymore because they had such a uh, such a uh, prejudice against Irish and the English. You know, especially the I'm Irish, Irish, too. Yeah, they didn't want the Irish over here. My grandfather, yeah. to this day, still has a uh, still has a plaque from 1912, I think it was. A wooden plaque that was burned that was in, in, a, in a bar or a restaurant window that said, uh, help wanted. Irish need not apply in the original time that era. Even though after the turn of the century, when we started to gain a little bit of power and running the police, all that in New York, you know, it was, uh, it, especially here in Boston, too, for that matter. You know, What's that one the side? Irish and the Italians. The, the Irish got very, very much whiskey prosecuted. No, but not the, not the, we, we didn't wear shoes or anything like that. And you should see the way that they, they really picked us as subhumans, almost, you know, like the Nazis did with the Jews, they they literally used to, you know, uh, back then. Look at some of the editorials and stuff like that. Globe. I mean, 
you remember Beacon Hill was three hills. It was uh, uh, two of the hills were the uh, shanty towns where the Irish were, the immigrants. And they didn't care. They threw them out. They took those two hills down to fill in the back bay, which is, you know, where the Prudential Center and the Hancock are now. It used to be swamped. It was the dump, basically. And it smelled so bad that they had to fill it in. So they, out of the three Beacon Hills, they, they demolished two of them, filled in the back bay, which literally threw the Irish out overnight. And they, that's when they went to the other side by government center. The government center Hell's is, kitchen. is where uh, is where the Irish shanty town ended up popping up after they kicked everybody out of the football. But uh, yeah, yeah. Hell's Kitchen, yeah, New York. Yeah. <laughs> that's racist, Spanish, but now, didn't racist, Yeah, it used to be all Italian, didn't it? Wasn't that all Italian at one point? Now it's uh, people who uh, a lot of poor region. I'm not even for sure. I'm just... I just know that's where a lot of maybe my family originated through from there. Yeah. <laughs> we had to come down from Nova Scotia. That's how I got the Native American in me. As, uh, one of my relatives married a uh, married an Indian. And, uh, that's how I got the Native American. But we had to go to Nova Scotia first and they migrated down here over the border from Maine, New Hampshire, and they came down here to Boston. So we ended up in Boston. But, that's why you have a big population down, and uh, they stopped taking them in the Northeast Irish, not allowed in the Northeast at all. That's why you have a big Irish population, a Catholic population. My last and name is Callahan, French, and I'm Louisiana. proud of it. Yeah, there you go, brother. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I went to school with a bunch of Catholics. A bunch of O'Briens, O'Reilly's, O'Leary's. Right, right. Callahan, Callahan. Yeah. Pats. Hey, Pat. Five guys. Oh, that shit's cool. Hell yeah. Women. Doesn't blow your mind, Charlie, to think about all the different, um, how do I put this, um, oh, the shifting racism, right? Like you were just talking about the Irish, the Italians, they weren't considered white for the longest time. Now they're considered white, of course. Course, why, why do you this? Why, why do I even say, of course? I don't know, like by today's standards, it's of course, but by even 30, 40 years ago, they weren't really white. By 100 years ago, they definitely weren't. You know, it just makes you wonder, like, how do I say this? On what basis would you have uh, been racist against the Irish? Would that same basis be like today? I, I don't know, it's so baffling to think about it. Go ahead, dudes. Sorry, um, I just threw a comment. I'm sorry, I don't know. I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. It just seems so fucking stupid. And it's like if you if you don't hate the Irish today, but you would have like fifty years ago, what has changed For in the sure. meantime? Like did they change? Did you change? Yeah. Something else changed? Yeah. It's it's, it's just so dumb. Kennedy. Kennedy to be freaking even elected, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, an Irish Catholic. I mean, that was a huge, huge thing. In fact, we just passed the birth house in Brooklyn the other day. I used to live right behind it. But uh I was showing my daughter and kind of giving her the rundown of how Joe Biden is the only is the second in, in history of our country. Being an Irish Catholic, you know, and back then it wasn't a big deal this time, obviously. But back then, you know, religion ran this country, religions ran this country, just like a lot of them do now. Well, at least the uh, white evangelicals do. But um, yeah, back then, I'm sorry. Um, but I was telling him, I was telling, trying to give her the history lesson of how, you know, he, Kennedy was a huge to do, huge to do. And even his father, I mean, you know, how are most of these rich people that are insanely wealthy? They didn't play by the rules. No, they didn't. Look at Kennedy, for Christ's sake. 
Fitzpatrick's. They were just freaking, you know, um, moonshiners, basically smugglers. You know, and uh, Joe Kennedy inherited that. Little Rose, for that matter, Rose Fitzpatrick is his wife, lived to be about 100, you know. Um, you know, they didn't play by the rules. Carnegie didn't play by the rules. Rockefeller didn't play by the rules. J.P. Morgan didn't play by the rules. None of them played by the rules at all. But they sure as hell are going to make sure that we do. Even the littlest thing. I always think that's what they do too. Everybody breaks the law. Modern society, everybody breaks the law. Modern people speeding, blowing a red light, or, you know, committing a felony, doesn't matter. Everybody. Even cops, they all put it behind. You know what? Sure, it's all put you under the thumb when you do it. So I'm getting stoned, so I'm going to babble with it. You know? Yeah, oh, I mean, right. it's always been a fear factor. The, the, the whole point of what you were saying to me, in my eyes anyway, it's always been politicized. You know, back then when the Irish were coming over, they were going to take the jobs. They were going to, you know, replacement theory, all that BS, you know? And, uh, you know, and, and every time another culture came over, um, they did the same thing. They, they played on the fear. Now they're playing on, you know, more modern day fear. We need immigration in this country. I mean, that's one of the main reasons why we, it, it, many, many reasons why we can't fill the jobs we have. Yes, we've had a mass uh, resignation and all that stuff, but, you know, we need a certain population of immigrants, illegal immigrants, in order to do jobs that nobody else wants to do. Simple as that. And it's the history of our country. New immigrants have always done, and then they worked their way up. They worked hard. I'm sure, your ancestors did, and our ancestors did, and the people that are trying to do it now. But those rich white guys, man, I'm telling you, they are not going to give up the country. They will go to war before they do that. The richest country in the world? No, they built it. Now, I say this too, and I'm only saying this as a rational thought. If the shoe was on the other foot, probably would be the same way. Absolutely. You know, thanks for building our country. We appreciate it. Reparations, are you out of your mind? I do believe, in, you know, we have an original sin. The fact that we don't teach it the way, you know, there was an interview with one of the gentlemen that writes the textbooks for the United States public school system from, from uh, elementary school up to, and he writes history books for them. And they, you know, they were asking about J6 and all that stuff, but, you know, um, but he was saying it. The way that they teach history in California is not the same they teach it in Texas or Georgia or up here in Boston. They don't teach it the same. In fact, like, you know, slavery sometimes in history books in Texas literally has a paragraph. And the, and the gentleman that writes these books is a black man. And he says it. He goes, you know, we got to balance things. we got to figure out how to do it. We know states are going to teach it different ways. So, Hello, kids. You know, sorry, I'm bad. Oh, no, you're good, man. I was but it's, no, no, yeah. No, I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks for coming on, too. We need more more blood. I feel like I'm just... Uh, Hold on, I might have, I might have accidentally banned uh, Ginger Ninja. I got to unban Ginger Ninja. <clears throat> but even that, um, the, the plague for the Irish, that was drifted over and fucked up everybody's crop and stuff. And then they barely yeah, I don't had mean potatoes that. and stuff about, to eat yeah. on yeah, oh, I was just talking about the potato blight, but it actually came from America first. It was, it yeah, yeah, drifted over. Yeah, yep, fucked absolutely us up. Did. Yep, they were literally the night before they would go to harvest their potato crop, which was all that they were what they were killing was a potato crop, buttermilk. You can survive on nothing but potatoes and buttermilk. There's enough um, 
nutrition in both those sources to sustain human life. And that's what they were given. Now, at the same time, you had Parliament in England that literally had such an overabundance of corn. They had silos and silos and silos. Go back and watch it, some of the debates they were having about feeding the Irish because of the blight that came over. The night before they were, they go out and inspect their crops, absolutely perfect. Within 24 to 48 hours, they'd be rotten and dead. Blight. That's how fast it would hit. Yeah. Yep. And they could tell by the black on the leaves. And uh, they knew they had it right away. And that's what started the whole famine, the Irish famine. Yeah, and, yeah, I said it wrong, but yeah, the famine. Two million people came over in one year. Two million Irish came over. And we built a bunch of canals for them and shit. And they fucking yeah, yeah. All I mean, we did was drink and fight. Yeah, I mean we were the English slaves for seven hundred years, seven hundred. And uh, you know, I got family that are in Northern Ireland and in down in Dublin, got Mayo and Sligo, where my mother's from. They're coastal towns, fishing villages at the time, and uh, and she tells me, and I, and same with my wife. My wife's family's from Dublin. I mean, her maiden name is Flynn. She's a she's a she's a ginger, ginger. I'm from from how you pronounce it. But, and uh, same with my daughter. She's going to be a ginger. My mother had a little bit of red hair. In her. She had like auburn hair. But they tell me to this. You know, I've beard. heard stories. <laughs> yeah, I've heard stories about Bloody Sunday from you know, family members or, or in-laws. But, well, you know, everything from the 1960 up 16 uprising to. Uh, all the way up to modern times, you know, thank God for, you know, I guess there are a couple of more uh, ship in and, uh, you know, the Army, the IRA. And, yeah, they were, you know, and they, and they, you know, I don't know what my thoughts are about it, but I just know that, uh, you know, and it's still, it affects, you know, all this stuff affects who we are today. It's not just exactly. what happened yesterday, it's not just what happened, yeah, it's not what happened 20 years ago, it's not what happened. It's literally how we've evolved, and, you know. Generations. You want to talk? Yeah, you know. I mean, some of the divide started right after World War II with the um, what was it? The um, the um, um, you know Joe McCarthy and the James 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 uh, James something Society. James 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 Cook. No, I can't remember the guy that wrote the book, but but I mean, you know, stuff like that. You know, you got McCarthy as he was the far extreme right wing of the party. And it never went away. It, 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 they were the fringe back then. And then You're not thinking of the Freepers, are you? What was the name of the no, Freepers? No, the, uh, no. I know John Birch Society. The John Birch John Society. Birch. That's it. Birch. Yep. yep. John Birch. And um, and then it gained momentum again. And, you know, obviously in the 60s and the 70s, it made a resurgence again in a big way. And uh, that's kind of what we're, we're dealing with now to, to an extent. Now, most people that have a problem with everything that goes on societally, they don't even vote. Don't even vote. I have friends that post up on Facebook and it's like, dude, what do you even care? You don't go to the polls. You don't go to the polls. You haven't for 30, 40 years. They'll post some meme or something. You know, I don't say anything. We just don't. But, you know, yeah, some of the arguments are silly. They don't care. They don't, they don't care about the history of what we are today. It's a lot more complex than I don't like you. I mean, you gotta. In order to have a democracy, you gotta have one side that says, "Yeah, I lost. I'll try better with, you know, next time with better ideas. Hopefully, and hopefully, I win." But you don't have a side that'll even concede for Christ's sake. It's not a democracy. Stuff Yeah, we're not a full democracy anyway. We are a democratic republic, not a full democracy. That's why the electoral college and everything else is kind of antiquated because 
they were, you know, we're supposed to, even the way we're represented in um, Congress and the Senate is completely antiquated at this point because um, it's been such a societal shift from agrarian society, which is what they were trying to protect back then with the people out in the rural areas. <clears throat> because we were an agrarian society, most people were out in the rural areas, but now you have, um, you know, now industrial revolution back in the 1840s, you know, the whole kind of huge shift societally. So that's why a quarter of the country still holds uh, more than half the power. You know, and that's just no way to run any country. But we're going to get over our divide. What, Charlie's farm, you don't like the fact that Wyoming, with um, 600,000 people or less, has two yeah. senators? In right. California, with 36 million people, has two senators? You don't right. like the fact that Iowa, with uh, two million people, has two senators, and Washington, with like fifteen million people, has two senators. Oh, there's, there's no problem with it at all. Yeah, no yeah, it needs to be fixed. If you State think laws the, uh, and stuff. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm an independent. I say it all the time. I voted for both sides, and, but I've watched the evolution from Gingrich in the '70s and all his bullshit that really. Because we never used to call each other traitors. It was only during the, the Civil War did we ever, and, and during the Revolutionary War did we ever call our neighbors traitors or treasonous or unpatriotic. We never did that before, especially in public and political sphere. We never used those words because words mean something. And then you got Gingrich who started that. I mean, uh, Tip O'Neill, he pulled him aside, you know, because when he finally made it to the national stage, when he made it to D.C., uh, Georgia, um, he was having the, you know, his, his colleagues go up with an empty gallery, empty gallery, and make it as though because C-SPAN just started, so they just have the camera focused on the podium, not the gallery. And they would be talking as though they were talking to a full gallery. And it looked, you know, on TV as though they're calling the Democrats or independent to whoever was the other side, traitors, treasonous, unpatriotic, um, death sentence, all that crap, you know, firing squads that all came in because Cambridge started it in 1975, 76. And it was, he actually opened schools to teach it. And then, uh, so Tip pulled him aside and said, what the hell are you doing? Because you know, even Reagan and, and Tip O'Neill, no matter what you thought of either of them, you know, they would get it, go, get it, go at each other's throats but in a civil manner, not calling each other's traitors or treasons or anything like that. They were, they were in public or on TV, they would go after each other politically, but they were never using those words. And then they would literally like once a week or a few times a week, get together at the White House and have a drink together because they were good friends. Good friends off screen, you know, out of the public, public sphere. So, you know, it wasn't until all that stuff started with Gingrich. You know, that's when things started getting really out of hand. You know, teach everybody for stupid stuff. You know, Chris like Matthews, of all people, Maybe. like a couple of years ago, I don't know, well, long yeah, time, but murky. five, ten years ago, like Chris Matthews, the dude that has a show on, uh, I don't know, yeah, on CNBC or something. A few on years ago, CNBC, he was probably yeah. on there, he's yeah. 100 years old now, but he doesn't have a yeah. show anymore. But uh, he wrote a book, I want to say, about. Reagan, Tip O'Neill, and there was like a third dude that I'm forgetting right now, how they all met together and had cocktails and whatever else. It wasn't yeah. just Reagan. It was Tip O'Neill and this other couple of congressional, basically yeah. people from other sides that you wouldn't expect by today's standards. Right. You would never expect right. them to, to break bread. But that was specifically something that they did every single week. They would meet for cocktails, whatever else. And they hammered out tons of legislation. 
It's really interesting. I don't really like Chris Matthews. He can kind of go fucking you know jump off a bridge. But I mean, it was an interesting concept. Yeah, I, mean, I still like him once in a while. He's a good guest. Nice to watch. You know, he only retired a few years ago, right? Didn't he get thrown off or something? Didn't he say something crazy? Or no, no, I think he won. I remember he had the white hair. Yeah, real pale face. He was not he resigned or retired or whatever the case. Thank you, everybody, for the show or something. But I thought he was having problems with women or something over the years. But I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did. I mean, and now it seems like we go to zero to 100 over literally everything. It's almost like Man. like insanely bipolar. It's either, you know, you're all in or it's forget about it and it's obstructionism. This actually happened at the founding of our country when we initiated, I forget which Congress it was, but it was one of the first three Congresses or something before Congress. And there were only two parties, you know, the Whigs and the Tories, was it? I forget, but I know one part one was a Whig. And, um, and there was a two-party system, and they actually um, had made up all these extra rules, just like they have now in the Senate. You know, the Senate has so many rules that they've made up over the years that aren't anywhere in our Constitution or in our governing um, literature at all, even in the federal papers. But they had this problem where nothing was getting done because one side was just obstruction no matter what. And we're repeating history. We're doing oh, it again. For sure. Yeah, we don't, two-party systems sure. don't work, you know? And it's kind of it's kind of uh, filtered or sifted down to two-party system over the years. And uh, History loves to repeat itself. Yeah, England's kind of the same way. I mean, they have the Green Party and the Independent Party and stuff, but, you know, because um, you know, we were based off them, them and their parliament, so we just took it up. A little step further because we didn't want to king. I mean, thank God for George Washington, those guys. That, you know, George Washington had such integrity. Never talked. He was afraid to open his mouth. He wasn't a man of many words. And they were going to call him king at first. And he said, no, we just fought a war over this. Are you kidding me? I don't want to be called a king. And he <clears throat> he's the one who came up, wasn't it? He didn't want to bow either. He didn't want anybody bowing because it showed submissiveness and he, wanted, he didn't want anybody to think that the president was above anybody else. He was a common man, president, and that's where uh, handshake came in, or something like that. Something like that. Perfect. I guess it could showed humble and respect, but yeah, I don't... yeah, it was to show equality. I mean, they didn't they didn't want him to to leave. They were actually going to appoint him as president for life, and he said, "No, no, no, we can't do that either." You know, these were all the things they were figuring out as the country was establishing a government. They had to figure it out. Nobody had ever done this before. The first time, literally, in the history of mankind. And they didn't know what nobody to ever do. Abdic- no, nobody ever abdicated power willingly. Right. Right. Like, right. Since, since, right. since never, ever has anyone said, you know what? I had like eight years in office. It was great. I'm going to fucking go right. retire. Nobody yeah. ever said that before. Not Roman emperors. Nobody. They died in office or they were killed. Yeah. Yeah, you, they were deposed. You but you saw, you see to the core of who they are as people. And if you ever read some of their biographies or, or and really dig in deep, like the Federalist Papers or even the letters that they used to, you know, uh, Jefferson and Adams hated each other. They had actually one of the worst campaign years when they were going at each other's, we, you know, close to, you know, a lot of violence too back then. <clears throat> and uh, they, they ended up dying best friends. You know what I mean? Because Jefferson always said, don't ever lose a, 
family member of friends. Within like two days of each other, right? Yeah. So they died yes. within two days of each yes. other. Yeah. I mean, but it shows the, the integrity. It shows what their, their vision was. You know, they actually made the, you know, even though Scalia believed, you know, in a lot of the, uh, you know, ultra conservatives, um, Hillside, you know, all them, because I, I, I actually have taken classes at Hillside before, extremely conservative, <clears throat> higher education institution. And, um, but Barr um, used to go and do talks last, for the last four years, five years, he used to go and, and do speeches there all the time, we're getting to all the time there at Hillside. But anyway, um, you know, it shows what they, you know, it's a living document. Scalia and all, you know, it was supposed to be word to word. No, they knew as they were actually um, developing the government, you know, after they had, you know, put the frame up with the, you know, the branches of government and each one being able to oversee the other. But the little nuances um, of term limits and all that stuff, it showed you that they, just the way they had to figure out things as they're going along, that it was made to be amended to constitute. It was it was made it was a living document, not a you've got to stick to exactly what this says from 1770, uh, 1778. You know what I mean? No, no, no. It wasn't made in 1781 when it was finally ratified. Imagine how hard that was to have 13 colonies. They all had to agree on the wording and the language and all that. I mean, that itself was a huge accomplishment. And 13 completely different cultures pretty much agreeing on a framework to form a democratic republic. That in itself is just an amazing thing. And we can, can they pay, piggyback we some of that from the Native Americans? What's that? Didn't they piggyback some of that from the Native Americans? Like the uh, Iroquois and stuff? Uh, possibly, yes. Yes. I mean, I the, know... The uh, Constitution uh, and stuff and the, the well, format no, of that was coming actually together. Formed, yeah. Um, I know that it was, um, I know the framework of the government was formed through uh, Roman, what the Romans used to do was a combination of uh, uh, Roman Roman law and uh, English law and the framework hmm. that they had put up underneath the monarchy of England. And that's why, you know, um, we have Congress, they have Parliament, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, and judicious, you know, but uh, now that I'm really strong, uh, I'm no, no, no. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, <clears throat> but yeah, stuff. You know, I know his they, historian. They did. Not. But on the other side, on the other hand, too, is their mentality towards uh, anybody that wasn't white and their mentality with, you know, this all comes into play, too, is the religious beliefs and their staunch, you know, uh, no science back then. So God is the uh, you know, creator and punisher of all. <clears throat> so you got that into, into, into their head. Um, anybody that wasn't white was going to be beneath them, or anybody that wasn't a Christian white Christian was beneath them and less than a human or even considered a human. Um, you know, what we did to the Indians, the Native Americans, um, from the moment that we landed in Plymouth, you know, quote unquote, you know, um, even though Columbus was here beforehand, uh, Columbus, a ruthless, ruthless man, you know, uh, you know, um, they didn't care if they spread the disease. They didn't care about any of that stuff. And, uh, you know, and they did have forethought. They did have forethought. By the way, that they that they may do that. It wasn't like that wasn't known to explorers back then and to monarchs and, and nations back then that you know you could literally wipe out a native species by the diseases that you have. I mean, they knew something about you know diseases because they had to live with them every day, you know. Um, but they knew that they could potentially wipe out 
you know, whole swaths of Native Americans, but they didn't care because they wanted the land. They wanted that. could have been after the... Was, yeah, genocide was literally almost a government policy. <laughs> Wiped them out. Look what they did in India. What they did in China. East India Company getting 90 or 95% of China addicted to opium, for Christ's sake, because then they could run the country and, you know, nothing favored, covered more favor with the monarchs of England, especially Victoria, than, uh, you know, having that power, having that empire. Make them you know? weak and they die and you can get, yeah, control them in the way they, they want to. They were addicted yeah. to, more, to opium. <laughs> That's why, you know, after they got sick of it, the Chinese got sick of it, and they actually were asked us for help at the turn of the century in the opium wars over there to get rid of the East India Company. And uh, FDR, I mean, not FDR, Teddy Roosevelt. Now, by that time, we had our own problem with morphine and opium and heroin in America because of all the vets from the Civil War that were injured that were hooked on morphine. Literally, I forget how many millions it was. I can't remember, like six million or more, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, he couldn't, and everybody was bitching about that, that we had such a problem here in the States. So Teddy couldn't do anything over in China or send our troops over in China to fight an opium war when he, we had a problem here. That's when the first drug laws started coming on the books. Because if he could do, and he didn't even think they were going to pass because it's unconstitutional to tell any American that what he can or, or she can put in her body to make them happy. Your pursuit of happiness. And that's, this is literal. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating this. This is what I'll tell the argument that myself. We'll tell you this. My body. You can put whatever you want in your body. So he didn't even think it would pass muster when he wrote, when they had the law written up for the first, you know, you had to have a prescription from a doctor to get cocaine or heroin or, or morphine. And then, of course, that, that translated eventually into the, uh, what was it, the, um, the uh, uh, 17th, uh, whatever the amendment that was prohibition, 18th, 18th, well, 19th was voting. So whatever the other one was. So anyway, um, so we couldn't send troops over. So he finally put the laws on the books, but he didn't, like I said, he did not think they were going to pass. They thought him, he himself thought they were unconstitutional, but they ended up passing. That's when he could start throwing troops. He, he sent troops over because he knew the problems they were having over there in friggin' in China with, all the, with the West Indies country because we were having problems with them as well. They were such a big company. They practically had their own Navy and they were an English company. You know, they're the ones that ran India, the whole spice trade and, and the opium trade. You know, that's basically that it became their number one export was uh, an import was opium. <clears throat> Supplied the world was the Dutch, you know, East India Company or something. But it was actually an English company, you know, mistake. Like so, but so, yeah, so that's the evolution of, I mean, just talk about drug laws. You want to talk about Rudolf Hearst. Rudolf Hearst was very good friends with Teddy Roosevelt. <clears throat> and he was extremely wealthy man at the time, even though he, he basically died pretty, pretty broke. But he's the one who bought up all the tracks the tracks of old growth forest up in Northern California, Oregon, and Washington State. Found a cheaper way to make pulp, a paper out of pulp. Now, hemp was the number one crop, one of the number one agricultural crops. Our clothes were made of it, uh, you know, oils that were extracted from it, fibers for the sales to this day, sales in, in all maritime ropes are made of hemp. It's one of the strongest fibers on this planet, and it can withstand the sea. Sure, sure. So, um, but that's when he, he, he wanted to make that because he had, invested so much money and he was so rich and had so much influence politically that and plus forget about the fact that he owned every every major newspaper from you know uh, the la times chicago tribune chicago times new york all those boston papers even he owned boston american herald uh, herald american he owned it was called at the time and uh he under a pen name would write editorials 
about cannabis. Now he, in order to, and he was trying to not only villainize the plant itself, but he wanted to villainize the way he villainized it was obviously um, racist tropes. He used to blame, you know, the, the, the Mexicans are coming over, which he called wetbacks, they're coming over and bringing this, the wacky weed over the water. And it's great. Yes, marijuana is the Spanish name for cannabis. And that's why I can't stand it because it's purely a propaganda name, period. For sure. And he would write these, he would, you should read some of his friggin' editorials under his pen name. It, they were ruthless. I mean, just straight racism, period. I mean, uh, it, it, you couldn't have published these things for the last 70 years now because that's how bad they are. And, um, and yeah, and that's, you know, he's the one who finally got the, uh, he's the one who finally pushed so that the law started to really start to change. And then, of course, you know, you know, he, he gained some power. You know, he's Was it in the 30s? Yeah, in the 30s, he actually, uh, you know, um, him and Howard Hughes, even though he would be back a little bit of Howard Hughes, when he, Howard Hughes owned RKO, you know, studios, basically, was making films back then. And that's how you get me from Madness was I would use produced it in at its studio RKO studio. Nineteen thirty-three they came from Madness. And then, you know, people thought everything they saw on years. screen back then was true. You know, even silent movies. Some of the Westerns, people actually thought that those were like true things they were watching. It wasn't actors, it wasn't, you know, a performance. A lot of people did not know the difference. They took it literally what they were seeing on the screen and uh we to replicate it as well yeah and then in 37 they started giving out for you know with the answer thing you got Anslinger coming in he's just getting a job from friggin uh from uh herbert hoover only because uh uh i mean um j edgar because the fbi opened up the narcotics bureau and the only reason why Anslinger got the job was because like his wife his wife his wife's father, who his father-in-law, was like really close or to, to Hoover or something like that. And uh, and uh, that's the only reason why he got the appointment. And then the day that he was given the mission to, to, to get rid of the plant, the cannabis plant, he drove over the Potomac River and literally stopped on the other side of it, parked his car in a rest area right there on the river. And from as far as the eye could see, that's all you could see was cannabis and hemp plants growing on the side of the river. And he said to himself, they want me to eradicate. He just didn't understand why they wanted him to eradicate this plant. It's growing wild everywhere. And it did. But he said, that's my job and I'm going to do it. And that's what he did. It's just bring him up to pot. But when they gave out, though, the only reason why they gave out registration numbers or license numbers back then in 1937 for cannabis and hemp growers was the government wanted to know who wanted them, where they were going to grow it, because they just basically arrested them all. All they do is go and arrest them all in 1938. They, they, they gave them all up in 37 and then went around and arrested everybody in 1938. Which is just, you know, absurd. But this actually goes back before then until 1911 with the breakup of Standard Oil. I think it was a gentleman, Maine Moody, who actually pushed. Uh, Hearst and uh, oh god, I can't remember the other guy's name. I'm really fucking stoned right now. <laughs> but oh, yeah, uh, this was uh, still this around. was all in, like this was in like nineteen 
uh, 11 with the breakup of Standard Oil, and then in 1914 with the Drug Act, which actually put cannabis in a Schedule One, and also made you have to go to a doctor to get a pharma to get a prescription, go to the pharmacy to get morphine, cocaine, or anything like that. Before then, you could just go to the pharmacist and say, I want an ounce of cocaine, and they'd give it to you. Right. Yeah, a lot of the cough <laughs> medicines <laughs> and shit we from back in the day. You go to the pharmacy and say, I want an ounce of cocaine. And they say, okay, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, robot, his robot catalogs in, in, the, in the 1870s, 1880s would literally sell syringes in there and fully loaded with any any substance that you wanted. You know, look at look at uh, Arthur Conan Doyle. He was a huge Sherlock Holmes, a huge cocaine freak. He loved speedballs. That was his thing. Have you seen that? They, there's a movie out. I think it was Robert the Ball that played in there. I can't remember exactly who it was back in the nineties. And it actually shows what you know Arthur Conan Doyle. He was himself a huge. You know, I mean, you know, look at all those authors back authors back. You know, Wizard of Oz and all that stuff. You know, some of the other, I mean, Alice in Wonderland stuff, the hallucinogen, all the drugs. Yeah, they should know, shoot that shit up. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm babbling again, guys. I don't mean to take this whole when, when, when I go through some of my stuff at my parents' house, I think that that's where it's at. I actually have a book that was given out to the pharmacies and it lists every type of thing you can think of in there and a couple ounces of cocaine was less than a dollar you can buy morphine <laughs> out of the book so basically yeah. this book was for pharmacies because somewhere around there i still have tax stamps from cannabis and morphine purchases and things like that from this pharmacy it was a local pharmacy in Cleveland, Ohio. That's cool. I think the book is from like the 1800s, though. Can you buy uh, books with acid on the end of them? Pardon me? Can you buy books with acid on the end of them? Or what the fuck am I thinking? What, as far as like for sale? I'm sure there's Sanidad uh catalogs out there that yeah, it'd be like a it. catalog you flip through it it'd be like a little sample or something on the back end of it I, i'm sure sanadot had them you know i mean it was legal up until 1966 yeah. there's a movie wellness uh world of wellness anybody ever seen it with uh that's a driver Anthony Hopkins, uh, uh, Dr. Kellogg, who started the whole Kellogg Corporation. Oh, man, that's a uh, story, too, yeah. Yeah, it's a great, it's great, a, great movie. It's just, uh, it has, uh, uh, what's her name, Ponder and Bridget Ponder, who I have a huge crush on. Anyway, at the very end of it, you know, uh, he's going, uh, Matthew Broderick's going in because he became a morphine addict and, uh, and a drunk. And uh, Bridget Ponder wants him to go into, uh, you know, and they're wealthy. Kellogg's, you know, retreat, Romania. and uh, but at the very end of the movie, they do a little synopsis of what happened after they got out of the wellness center, you know, and uh, 
they said, uh, Bridget, you know, goes, oh, and, and my husband, this is supposed to be taking place in the 1880s. But anyway, she goes in. And my husband became extremely wealthy by um, infusing the, 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 I forget how she worded it, but uh, basically cocaine, or, you know, the coca plant into uh, a soft drink and made millions. <laughs> you know, I always thought that was funny. How they, they referenced it in that movie. Oh, you know, because they used to, you know, they used to give cocaine to the housewives. That was like one of the big things that husbands used to do back then. They would literally sit there at the end of the day waiting for the husbands to get back to work. They got silent movies. Greenies. Yeah, the wife is geeking hot because of cocaine. And they used to really do that. They would keep them submissive. And, and you know, basically obeying everything they ever they, they told them. It was nuts, you know? Nuts. Um, I don't want to be rude, but we technically didn't even say hi to Captain or Dirty. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, what's up, Dirty? I'm sorry. I got into hope. I just didn't want to cut off the conversation. Charlie, When I love when he starts talking history and stuff. Yeah, I can go off the tangent. Sorry. No worries, Charlie. My my dates aren't, you know, some of my dates aren't perfect, but you get the gist of, you know, what made us who we are today and how the evolution of all those huge social interesting yeah. took place you know i mean it was uh, it was teddy roosevelt the republican I mean, you know the roosevelt had two sides of the family one was democratic which was the uh, fbi side uh, franklin Delano, and uh then you had the uh the, they were they lived on the hudson if i'm not mistaken and then teddy roosevelt they lived down in Hampton, you know um but they were the same family just two different sides two different directions. but it was teddy roosevelt the republican that started the antitrust and broke up Rockefeller and James yeah. Morgan. They couldn't believe it because, you know, talking an extremely wealthy man, very influential president, you know, and uh, yeah. What was his biggest mistake? Anybody know what Teddy Roosevelt's biggest mistake was? Being too badass? No, he actually, in his first term, after, you know, after he took office, then he got elected. He said he would not run for a second term because he mm. could accomplish everything he wanted to in the first term. And of course, he didn't do that. And That's he was such a man of his word, he did not run a second term because mm. he was a man of his word back then, integrity to an extent. You know, you're talking about mm-hmm. huge class, class shit on that back then. I don't class, but But, you know. Interesting dude. So, Captain, yeah, I heard you bought a car today. Did you actually got one? Did you? Congrats. What'd you get? Ferrari, Lamborghini, Aston Martin. What'd you get? A Fiat? A 56-year-old Yugo? No, actually, uh, 58 bug. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I came up short on the uh, 680 BMW convertible and the uh, 8A8 Audi. But uh, I picked up a... Uh, Eddie Bauer Ford Excursion. Oh well, fancy. four by four. Fancy, so. fancy. Yeah, I thought you would. I thought your local gas station thanks you. <laughs> I'm sure it will, especially with the miles I put on. <laughs> your local but, gas uh, station membership club right sends price. you kindness regards. How many miles on it, Captain? How many miles are on it? Uh, right around. I think it was ninety three thousand. That's good. Yeah, we'll go. 
I got a friend that's got an Audi and he's freaking locked it. He's got no rust. In 2020 or something, but yeah, he does their yeah. just expensive to fix. But he's a mechanic. Yeah. All new cars are hard to fix with the fucking computers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not a mechanic anymore. You're a technician. Yeah. Alternately, doesn't that make it easier to fix? I mean, uh, uh, from sim, from a different yes perspective. Yes, no. I mean, if the car code basically tells you, like, oh, it's the freaking doohickey, blah blah blah, you know, you look up in the yeah. manual, you buy that part, you freaking throw it in. Yeah, but well, the problem is becoming when the systems are so intermeshed that when something fails, it's becoming a way bigger problem than it should be. Mm-hmm. Well, like what, yeah, for example? Computer, like let's say a computer chip in the back of the engine that you need to change that reads something that's like what we were coming to is like all the all everything's getting controlled by sensors chips wires well famously the uh, tire pressure chips are still like four or five hundred bucks a piece those go out and literally it's a, a repair item because the sensor chip went out so you have to buy this you new break them just sensor your tire Right, that's pretty annoying. I, I, I'm with you on that. And granted, that's been that way for honestly 20 years, maybe just about. Because I want to say my mom had a car in the fucking 2000s, frankly, that uh, uh, all four sensors went out, and she was like, "Well, what? It's going to cost 1,600 bucks, blah blah blah, to fix it." I was like, "Well, you're, you're kind of right." Uh, just for the pressure uh, pressure sensor, all it did was basically tell her that the uh, tire pressure was up to snuff, literally that, and and Ford managed to. Bring that up to a $1,600 repair. Can you fucking believe that shit? Uh, so, I mean, Smash, are you talking about that kind of stuff? Or are you talking about yeah. other stuff? Because uh, uh, yeah. uh, it can be handy, let's say, if your engine comes back with a specific code to fix yeah, yeah, it or something. Could, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's like, it's cool that you can read everything now. But I'm saying I think the fixing and like the cost of the prices and stuff are going up and mm-hmm. becoming harder. Yeah, but there's other stuff you got to think about. I mean, I read on the internet that, that when you get your vaccine for the virus, they put a chip in you. So now you got to. I heard that too. It's a, 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 the yeah. chip is made out of Jewish space lasers, I think. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then it's magnetic. I heard it was yeah. Kyle's so, Google from South Park. The, That's exactly it. You, yeah. you got the Jewish <laughs> ball. You got the colors. I mean, you know, and then you got chips in your butt. You never know what they're doing to you. So don't get a vaccine. That's like. Anyway, it's, it's a little bit just taking uh, the zoom updated again it might have changed your mic settings it sounds like you're kind of muffled a little bit i know what it is this goddamn hold on yeah would you like a set of uh no would you like a set of airpods just a second how about that is that better yeah yeah I mean, I can hear you. Yeah. All right. How about that? Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Okay, I turned off all the noise cancellation, the spatial audio, fucking thing. What do you mean? <laughs> it is stellar. Right yeah. What I need is a real set of, uh, what do you call it? Oh, yeah, a real set of headphones, you know, like the... Studio uh, ones? Well, Sennheiser, you know, at least yeah. those. Five thousand, yeah. And then I had like, yeah. I, when I had the poll, like, 
mixing board and stuff and i had the headphones you plug in and, and the oh, mic yeah. that you plugged into the mixing board and the whole mixing board went to the computer it worked pretty well um yeah i think if i ever go back to like buying a mic again and stuff i'd probably do it that way again get a whole mixer and and feed from the mixer into the computer yeah i was just joking i think uh maybe well, I know this is like, this is worse than saying you don't like compost teas, but I think Bose fucking sucks. I think their speakers suck. I don't like their headphones. I've never liked Bose. Going back Alpine, to Alpine. They've been making 901s for what, 55 years? You should have quit 54 years ago. But Bunch of MIT kids. Huh? Bunch of MIT kids said Bose. They were doing yeah. that. Yeah, they were the first to come up with the, um, the uh, what do they call it, a, a pinpoint directional for sound that'll give you the headaches, you know, the body, body right. explode. Yeah, they were the first one to come up with that. If you want to watch yeah. something funny, because I know you live back there where they started. All right. But if you want to re- watch something really funny, check out some of the YouTube videos by True Audio Files. I mean, people that's, you know, it's been... $10,000 on a digital analog converter, you know, for Christ's sake. And when they rip Bose apart, I mean, they take the whole the whole unit apart and show you, man, it's like a, you know, a $5 speaker in that yeah, 901. So, you know, the, yeah, the yeah. direction of that whole, what a joke, man. I know I in mean, the 90s, a friend of mine got, he's, uh, he got one of the first, uh, the two-inch speakers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, he had it in a small apartment in, in the South End in Boston, beautiful apartment, but it was small. But he had, a, you know, they were on the tripods and you can, couldn't even see him. But I remember when he he he's like, I just want these new bows and he turned it up. And I was like, oh, it really sounded like you were in the symphony, man. It was just a beautiful, full sound like I had never heard before. And uh, but I've heard since then. Now, this is in the early 90s, but uh, they go, they, you know, they, they, they're not the quality that they used to be. I mean, I've never owned a pair myself. No. You know, I, I'm just not going to pay the money for it. I'll, I'll break them yeah. right out of the case yeah. anyway. So, why the hell am I going to spend that kind of money? Even the, even the, what, what's the other one now that uh, Dre has, though? What are they called? Beats. The Beats. That's it. Oh, you know, you know what Apple bought Beats? Yeah. Apple bought Beats for three point something billion with a B. Mm-hmm. Imagine that shit. Cash. He's rich. He's rich now. Oh, yeah. Forever. Yeah. yeah. Dirty. Let's say hi to Dirty real quick and see if his mic's Wait. working. Hello. Yeah, Hello. it's working, man. What they really got was Beats uh, music system like Spotify or, you know, Pandora's box. That was what the money, where the money was at. The speaker line. Yeah, who did Spotify? I mean, that's, that's 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 honest. I mean the Beats yeah. are, the speakers, the headphones are really, really bad. I mean... You'd be better off just to uh, open up Amazon and stick your finger somewhere and go, here, I'm going to buy these. They're really yeah, not good. Yeah, about they, it, uh, they, they put weights in the headphones to make them feel like they're decent, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, I um, look for the longevity of the battery, convenience of the Bluetooth, and then uh, uh, waterproof. I, got, I need to have them. At least right. it's, uh, see, I, I don't even seven rating. I've like letters are before that, but it's something seven. 
<laughs> I'm not even a fan of Bluetooth, really. I rather I like wired stuff still, kind of. Yes. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it's in the world of keyboards, I speak from personal experience. I bought a, 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 a excuse me, a mechanical keyboard that is wired or wireless, right? And uh, I quit even trying. I just I I just use it wired. Forget it. Um, you know, you you skip letters um, or extra spaces. Like we say, you type a letter A uh, for a word, you know, or an, a capital I. It'll give you like three spaces afterwards. That kind of shit. Um, you can't. Yeah, it's just not, it's not, you know, it's an old technology, even though we're up to six now, Bluetooth six, and not even every uh, computer has that on there. And nor do the, like the keyboards, even the higher end ones like Topu and some of those, you know, that cost 350 before you even get any switches or whatever. Um, they're not much better. I mean, you spend that much money on a keyboard and you can't use it in Bluetooth. And for maybe for gaming, it's fine. I don't. I don't know. I've never used it for that. But I know for general keyboarding, text creation, it's more trouble than it's worth. So yeah, we had a we had a wireless one that was hooked up to our TV. Uh, we still have it. But we got one of the first Samsung One TV back in uh, I think it was 2014 or whatever from like Rent a Center back then. And um, I remember the wireless keyboard. I was finally psyched to, to have it instead of using the stupid remote, which took forever. But yeah, it would sometimes it wouldn't even print a letter in China. You right. Try to push, and it's like, come on, man, talk about frustrating. Christ. Yeah, I threw so it the away reason, like one time. <laughs> it was the reason why Bose gets a big name now is because like luxury car brands and stuff have always promoted it to be a, a, a premium option and shit so they everyone thinks like oh you can get it as a premium option in cars and da-da-da. so it must be a premium product i've honestly had better experiences with like well not like i, I like alpine honestly like i've always liked alpine stuff like speakers and, and amps and stuff like that they've always had good sound to me i don't know why I bought, that's just the company I've always stuck with. Headphones, uh, shit, man. I like I said, I like something that's wired though. It has to be wired. Like, uh, what's the three point five millimeter jacks are probably like my favorite if you can get something. But a lot of computers don't have that, or you have to buy an adapter to. Like we're talking like studio quality stuff. You know what I mean? Probably saves you on energy power too. I said it'd be wireless. I'm not for sure on that though. I don't like them because, like, if you only have one pair of headphones, you know what I mean, and they die, then you're fucked. I like Toshiba like, you... and Yamaha. Those are my two favorite speakers right there. Toshiba and Yamaha. They've always been good over the years. And you used to be able to get them in a place called Twitter, Twitter, etc. They were a chain, but they were very expensive. They still are. Toshiba stereo was the stereo to get our Yamaha components. It was a stereo. Oh, stereo yeah. At one time, Yamaha in the early 70s, they had some equipment that was really hard to uh, compete against on the, on the professional uh, audio level. Yeah. 
I mean, like the CA-1000 amp that was, it had no business being in stereo storage for, can I get that with speakers too? You know, that crowd. So, uh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> is, is that a, a Stradivarius knockoff or is that the real deal? Like that kind of shit? Yeah, right. yeah, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Just- yeah, I had I had some friends, and they that's the only place they would go. It was half because they were just being real snotty about it, but they were musicians too. So, oh yeah, and uh, and they ended up being very prominent musicians as as, as time went on. Now at our age, but they made themselves a pretty good name. But I used to listen to what they what what they told, me and they would be like, you know, listen, if you're gonna spend the money. You should just well, you want okay? This one you'll laugh because. Anybody who knows anything about this company out of Denmark knows that overpriced is just a beginning. All right. Did you want a cable for those speakers? Okay. But B&O, banging a loose Fuck. I mean, bring cash and wheelbarrows of it. Right. Uh, you know, but it has the yeah. look. I mean, you put that in a, a house with the Danish modern furniture and it just like, Fades into the background. You don't even see it. It's uh, yeah, it's out of sight. But you mean know, the the sound that it creates. But I mean, they have a TV monitor. It's a hundred grand. Wow. So people, that seems kind of expensive. Really? Wow. Well, yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. Start buying a, you know, high end equipment, and then get into like the digital analog converters. What do I need that for? Oh, you're gonna find out. Yeah. Because yeah, those, speakers, those speakers you want, you know, that cost sixty thousand a pair. Well, yeah. you know, you, you don't what want a digital. Yeah, you I always think what are, what are those celebrities that have those real elaborate and like the best of the best home theaters that they have now in their homes? That you know, whether well, to screen their own movies, but I always, you know, I, I watched some of those home improvement. And this was ten years ago when I was watching these home improvement, maybe even longer. And they would show these, you know, the, the home theater system, all the components it needed. And it would be a little, you know, six foot tower. Each, you know, shelf yeah. would be five, five inches or so. And uh, they were like $50,000 just for the tower components they need. And all I can think oh, yeah. of, how much is some of that cast metal, a bunch of copper wire that's probably, you know, 0.2 gauge. <laughs> how much does it really cost him to hook it up? And then, you know. And they're charging 50 G's for it. It just used to blow my mind. It's like, you know, just because you have the money, I guess, you know, like they say, marketing and something's worth what someone's willing to pay for it. And just insane. I, even if I have that kind of money, it's, I don't know, I always think about Let's get honest. people that need it. You know? Let's get honest. How many humans have they're they're trained even here in the nuances between a fifty thousand dollar set of speakers and a five hundred dollar set of speakers. You know, well, as long as I can hear the drums and it got it a beta, it'd be cool, man. You know, I mean that's like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So it looks like you can hear Bono's freaking drum solo and stay away to heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, it's too bad. Listening, I to couldn't that. tell you. Listen, I couldn't Jesus tell you. Christ, you guys want to buy an eighty thousand dollar pair of headphones? 
Lars or somebody who yeah, the, the elite told us about this in the chat. Like I know about Sennheiser. Sennheiser makes some fucking killer shit. And I knew about yeah. their like sixteen hundred dollar pair of headphones. It's already like oh no, they got a fifty. They're so good. They're so good. But I mean, like fifteen hundred dollars. Well, evidently this one is like eighty thousand dollars. Just look at this shit. Comes. I mean, yeah. first of all, they just show you some random stuff to make you like old drool, yeah. like a marble case and whatever, and some little freaking design elements. And they go, "Oh, it's so solid gold, bro." Blah 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 yeah. blah 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 blah. You scroll down, scroll down. It's got tube amps and shit, bro. Oh my god, fancy, fancy, fancy. Wow. And then you scroll down further. Yeah, I'm very impressed. I want to buy one. And they say before you can even talk to anybody, you have to make a down payment of ten thousand dollars. That was true. A Sennheiser employee actually contact contacts you to go through the order and see if you're serious or do you need some psychiatric help first? Right. <laughs> my God. Christoph, what's up? Bienvenue. Yes, mon ami. Welcome. Do you have uh, $80,000 for Sennheiser HE1? The Bambi. As-tu de beaucoup d'argent pour les, how do you say headphones? Comment, comment dit-on headphones? headphones? Yeah. Uh, tête, apparat, oreille de tête. I fucking don't know. Uh, <laughs> good effort, though. You always give it the good, good old college try, brother. I used really well. I took it for two years, French, right? And I swear to God, I know two things. Well, you know. <laughs> Obviously, we are messy, but I remember one thing that we had a friggin' like a mantra. Est-ce que le garçon est grand? Oui, le garçon est grand. <laughs> oh, the oh my God. Big. Yes, 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 dude. All like, besides the the waiters are like, no, man, I'm just big bone. Yeah. yeah. You know, we are messy. Excellent. It's the only, only sentences I ever the only, only sentences I ever the only thing I know is these hey. nuts because it sounds like these nuts and it's supposed to be 19. These <laughs> nuts. These nuts. These nuts, motherfucker. I'm sorry. Even in college, we had to take a foreign language. Can you believe that? Like, like we, uh, first, under, underclass had to take two years of foreign language in school to be a Catholic Jew. Apparently, uh, headphones are cask in French. Thank you, Guerrero. Cheers, buddy. Yeah. Uh, I have that kind of money, man. I, I, I don't just want to help. I mean, it comes with age. I think that. Dude, I'm not so, sure that I would buy an eighty thousand dollar pair of headphones. Away. I have to I be honest. I don't know. I don't know that Kanye has eighty thousand dollar headphones. And Kanye is like a world. Well, he's also a crazy person, but he's a world famous producer. <laughs> if Kanye doesn't have eighty thousand dollar headphones, I don't think I can justify them. Fuck off. Like I don't care how many tigers you own in the Middle East. Like I don't think you can justify an eighty thousand dollar pair of headphones. And I guess that's. That's thinking foolishly. There's a lot of people who are not Michael Schumacher or whatever, or Lewis Hamilton, and they still buy Ferraris and Lamborghinis and shit, right? I don't understand what the circumstance you would need that equipment for. Oh, you right. wouldn't need it. No, yeah, exactly. Said, just be yeah, sitting there with fucking fancy pants shit. Yeah. No money. And what would you even listen to? I bet they listen to like yeah. KMG and shit. Like seriously, I bet their music only classical garbage. music. 
Oh no, yeah. man! Not even that. Like I, I bet it's just fucking production. Shania Twain, uh, right? Yeah, Shania oh, Twain, Lady Gaga. Let's see what else. Uh, MP threes on their phone of like the Beatles. That's yeah. it. Mata Hoople when you're high. You yeah. D D. I met right. hey cool. I I, I met and I had a really long like hour long conversation once with uh, Ian Hunt. Ian Hunt. Ian Hunter from Mafia Hoople when he was playing oh, really? with yeah. Ringo Starr and his all-star band. I sat with the band for a few hours. But, that was, that uh, was when nice Rock guy. was really... At the end of disco, Rock was really suffering, and so there was a lot of madness in that 79 to 82 period. Uh, because disco destroyed pop... Well, it just... It made even pop music bad. Which is hard yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, a lot of genres came out of that era. Wasn't it? Was I said a lot of genres came out of the era, like you know, different forms of music probably oh, came from yeah, the seventies through eighties. So probably kind of yeah, from rock music to pop or whatever. Did you have? Did you have like bell bottoms and high top shoes? I <laughs> uh, no. See, in Southern California, the latter. <laughs> no, no, no. There, there were really two or three different, well, more uh, than that, cultures. But there was a surfer crowd, which is where I lived, and it was Levi's t-shirts. Oh yeah, okay. And sandals, okay. And then that whole disco thing, you know, with the, the beans, crazy yeah. Oh, yeah. Plus, you know, the coke horse. I mean, who could afford it? You had to have a lot of money. Because the only way you're going to get, uh, you know, the action was have a lot of cocaine. So that was, you know, yeah, it was a weird time. So let's put around your neck. That's like yeah. all that they did, that was, really. Was, yeah. I had my bell bottom, my favorite bell bottom. You know, I won't. And GHB. I never did anything like that. Never, never, never. Yeah, was, I never did any of that stuff. I've done cocaine, obviously, but I've never done I did, a, I did have a t-shirt, though, about the time that Saturday Night Beaver came out, the movie. Uh, it just said that disco sucks on it. Yeah. 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 You gotta get the one that says disco is dead. Yeah. And leave, and and leave it there. Yeah. If I would have had some Skittles, though, I would have been cool. <laughs> or Skittles or uh, Mike and Ike's. I don't know. Mike and Ike's, Skittles. Uh, let's see. Good and plenty. You know, one of the plenty, uh, baby. Yeah. Charlie says, eat you good and plenty. Charlie says, eat them. Yeah. Good and plenty's were not eat good. good. And plenty. <laughs> Mike and Ike's were good. I used to love Mike and Ike's, man. They're they yeah. killer. So they started ripping out my, my friggin'. My feelings. Swear to God. That was like Jolly Ranchers. And that's stuff, what I say, Jolly was... Ranchers. Those fuck your teeth up hard. Yeah. yeah. I sent Fuma a link today uh, from Dr. Weil, Andrew Weil, about uh, drinking sodas, you know, uh, carbonated drinks. Man, it's a lot worse than Oh, yeah, fuck. it's just gonna make oh. me a diabetic. I can't help it. It's my what coffee. They, what do they call it? Oh yeah, uh, liquid candy. And literally, that's what it is. It's got a sugar in it. So, 
Ugh, hot tamales weren't good either, Red. If you were gonna do cinnamon, oh, you no. had to do the hot tamales. You had to do are the, the fire. Yeah, to do the fireballs. What are you talking yeah. about? The jawbreakers. Aren't those all made by the same company, Good and Plenty? Probably. Mike and probably. Yeah, because they all have the same shape. That's all he's asking. I think yeah, they were cinnamon. Cinnamon yeah. candy's good. I didn't like the tamales because they got stuck in your teeth and stuff. And like, they didn't have a good cinnamon taste, but I did like fireballs. Dots. Ooh, I used to love dots. Dots were cool. You ate mad paper, though. Yeah, yeah the dots were a little silly. <laughs> no, no, I don't, mean, I don't mean the dots on the paper. I mean, like, the uh, the gummy dots. Oh, the, you remember the, the ones I'm stuff. talking about? Oh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. about. Yeah, the one on the paper. Yeah. Different colors. Remember the little wax bottles full of like juice? Yeah, yeah, I remember that seeing was, them anyway. I, didn't, I don't think I, I used to get them, they were weird. My like, daughter liked bite them. the top off. Yeah, she gets them. I think the original Jolly Ranchers were square. Yeah, she goes to a Japanese candy store that's around here somewhere and uh gets the uh, they're like a 10 pack, all different flavors in there. They're connected little wax bottles, they look like little soda bottles, but with syrup in them. She loves those things. Constantly posting on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I'm just messing with you, Red, too. All I've read, the, the stuff where it's like gummy, and then you start chewing on it, it turns into gum. It's kind of like a... Uh, fuck, I can't... I don't know. It's a weird-ass gum thing. I like the big league chew that were like strings of gum. I like gum. Like, I like chewing on gum. I always have. I used to. I used to be the one to get in trouble at school for it. I went to a ghetto school, so they would get on like girls. Be like, "Were you hoochie mama?" They would yell at us. I actually like made them change rules in the rule book because I would read it and be like, "You can't tell me that it's not in your rule book." I think they had to like they actually had to put something in for hats because they like would tell us we couldn't wear hats in the building, but like technically I would like fight it because they never had it in their rule book where you couldn't wear hats in the building or hoods or and stuff. I was like, uh no, but and they changed it <laughs> real quick. <laughs> they never thought any kid was actually gonna sit down and read that fucking thing and like do a loophole, but I did. And I feel proud of myself for once I had something changed. I feel bad for the younger generation, though, because they probably could have wore hats. You can only have your hair for so far. You can only have your hair so long. Nah, they wouldn't do that shit at my school. They used to do that to us. Like, like if you use black and you had a fro, your fro can only be so tall. Yeah, but you're from, like, and because that's where you're from, I think. You can only wear certain colors too, so we couldn't wear any red or blue because the hoods stuff. <laughs> yeah, really. They, yeah, they didn't do any of that shit. Either. They didn't. They couldn't tell you what color to wear. They wouldn't tell you anything like that. They literally just told you to take your hoods off, like don't smoke in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I, I got locked in the bathroom uh, in the gym because uh, I was smoking a cigarette, and I got away with it. It's kind of cool because like everybody's just laid back there. But it was kind of, yeah, I got locked in the bathroom. I was like, fuck, I'm trying to smoke a cigarette, you know. They used to make uh, Marbos like 72s or 
Yeah, I think they were selling twos. They were like micro cigarettes. Oh, the shorter like ones, yeah. This big. And we used to, obviously, I was in high school. Like, I was like, I started smoking when I was 16. And we used to buy those so we could, like, because they wouldn't let me leave. I'd be like, let me go outside so I could smoke. They'd be like, no. I'd be like, okay. Did you smoke in Sherman's? No. Okay. No. Finally, by my senior year, they would let people people outside to smoke during the day. I'm like, dude, you guys have – the funny thing is, they had a courtyard at my school that, like, back in, like, Hoots Day and, like, back in Charlie's Day, you could go outside and smoke and, like, eat lunch. But they took that shit away, obviously. Yeah, up at Glasgow, yeah, up at Glasgow High School, smoking my high school. So I had so many family problems that even the dean, Brother Conley, um, I'd go in after lunch and he'd give me a couple of his cigarettes. I could go out and smoke. He was a really super dude because he knew all the bullshit that was going on at school. But anyway, yeah, if you were an upperclassman, you could smoke. Yeah, I used to go to football practice, hockey practice, come home. First thing I'd do, I'd walk and fight a fight. But first time I ever tried chewing tobacco was playing sports in high school and I end up throwing up. <laughs> oh, practice. Yeah. Right. Take a mask and speed out during practice. Yeah. Speed so bad by the end of the day. Circles. Wow. Nico's talking about carrot terps. I actually have a strain that's literally called carrot cake. And he said, look out for like some weird orangey carrots and like smells. I'm like, okay. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's a fucking slow night this evening. I don't know if you guys want to hop on and bullshit with us. You're welcome to. Uh, We'll see how it goes. Otherwise, we might just cut it short. Uh, I'm a little bit uh, annoyed by life. Uh, If you guys want to uh, BS about uh, gardening, whatever else, hop on. Are you good? Are you good, Kiwi? Yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, But uh, what was I going to say? You know, hop on, uh, have a drink with us. Uh, we're probably not going to do. I, I did the poll earlier about freaking, you know, should game night came, come back? And it was going like slightly pro game night yeah, for a little bit. With you. Literally in 50 50. It was like nobody was interested. They're fucking with you. I don't I think, think they're fucking lighter. with me, man. I don't think they're into it. Uh, so, for example, uh, uh, put a, a new poll here. Uh, game night, a uh, uh, couple different options. Uh, whiskey's better. Uh, Chris is joining us. 27. Uh, 27%. So they're saying that uh, let's just stick with whiskey. Well, okay, right Ready? on. That's uh, Captain 420 is definitely with them. Uh, but tied with that, <laughs> game night and whiskey. Again, so, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, 17% game night is fine, but change it. And uh, 29% melted cheese sandwiches. How to? Wait, that's actually, actually one. Yeah. <laughs> so, that requires it. Right. Cool. You're going to have to do a bread bread tutorial. That'd be fun. Grilled cheese. Yeah. You should, like, why don't you record, like, making bread one time? Put it up. That could be your fucking internet now don't even talk about cannabis it's just baked bread <laughs> well it was really funny when uh jeremy and i did that program we spent an inordinate amount of time talking about baking bread 
So uh, that was kind of. I still gotta was, watch it, so don't spoil it. Okay. Oh, I've been yeah, watching it a little bit. I'm sorry. We both gotta watch it. He said. Oh, oh. yeah, it was no big deal. But we, uh, yeah, we just got talking about because he ended up getting the. I wouldn't call it a professional, but a, a prosumer. How's that? Uh, a prosumer uh, grain mill. So then he got pretty serious, and uh, I sent him a favorite book of mine. Um, but anyway, about uh, more not not a how-to book, but more of a. Mm. I'm looking at bread baking as kind of a, an experiment in uh, Zen, uh, which it is. But I think I think any real cooking, if you like cooking, can be meditation. Absolutely, yeah. Because there's a whole Dude. thing of taking these ingredients and working them with your hands, and then creating something that's going to bring you nutrition. It's if you give it away, or you know, like you say, you're going to go to a dinner party, and you tell your the host, "Well, I'll bring the bread. You bring in homemade bread. You're a hero." You know, and for pennies, making bread is really inexpensive. Uh, I mean, the amount of money that goes into a baguette in terms of materials is like less than 60 cents. I like croissants a lot. Who doesn't, man? That requires a lot of uh, patience because you have to keep folding it over and over to create that uh, straightation. And, uh, you know, what I'm talking about the, the yeah. layers. Yeah, the flakiness is what it's. Uh, Same thing with the apple turnovers and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Yeah, those kinds of doughs. There's a word for it. And I uh, believe it has the word Vienna in the front of it, the city of uh, Vienna. But I don't, uh, Vinish, well, I'm not, I'm sorry. But anyway, that's that style of where you're, you lay the, uh, you, you mix butter in with the flour to start with, right? And then you roll it out. And then you put a layer of butter, then you fold it over. And then you stretch it out and you keep doing that until you build up and you get those flaky layers. And uh, so to answer indirectly Fume's question the other night, not all doughs are needed, you know, where you're trying to manipulate the gluten because there you go. That's the word. Actually, we're breaking to be how like do you one say of the first. Fume, how do you say that? Crumps to really work on. <laughs> Uh, I said it in uh, the native uh, Portuguese. I said, no, uh, viennoiserie, I think. Uh, Christophe, comment, comment dites-vous uh, ce uh, mot? Viennoiserie? Quoi? Oui, c'est ça. Yes. Les viennoiseries, oui. C'est ça. That's my favorite type of bread, honestly. You can buy that. Uh, if you go to a, I don't know what they would call it in your part of the world, but one of the names of the stores here used to be Cash and Carry, Smart and Final is another one. But anyway, a restaurant supply that is self-serve. Not, <laughs> anyway, which buy is uh, called Puff Pastry. And you buy Puff Pastry and it's already made. Now you have to cut it. And, you know, if you're going to do a croissant, Cut it into triangle, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, you can buy the dough, and it'll be sold under the name uh, Puff Pastry. So there you go. Cool. Yeah, I get you. That'll get you going. 
That's what a lot of restaurants do because I mean to pay somebody to sit there and create puff pastry, that's you know, that's not a fifteen dollar an hour gig. It's more like thirty. You know, hour. I also want to learn how to like make cannolis. I know you guys are gonna make fun of it. Say it. I know you guys one of you is gonna say it, but I want to learn how to make cannoli shells. Make what? Cannoli, like shells, the shells for big it. shells. The noodles, right? Oh god, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like cannolis are one of my favorite like desserts if I when I can get a good one. But oh, I'm like that. that's more of a batter or a really loose dough. You need the rods or the, the aluminum tubes. And then you uh roll the dough around that tube and then okay. you fry it. And then you remove the tube after you fry it. And then you have to let it let it cool, and then you fill it with mascarpone. Well, you're Italian, you know, yeah, Italian. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah. I never actually knew. Like we, I always had to buy the shells. I never knew how to make them. Oh, like we always yeah, had to make the fryer. Yes, yeah, really not an expensive one. Just one that can hold the temperature correctly long enough for you to get the, a good. Uh, Caramelize the dough. You know, you know what it's supposed to. You're Italian. You know what it's supposed to look like. But to get to that stage, the actual uh, shell itself, the cannoli shell. Okay. I might try it. Yeah, it's fun. That Philly was a muscular There's a place like around here that does cannolis of every like. Like pistachio, chocolate chip, regular. So good. What's the most like uh, adventurous cannoli you've ever had? Because honestly, out here, we don't have a lot of cannolis. We don't have that much like no. uh, Italian like baking the- or anything like that. We don't uh, have a community here. That's why. Um, I don't know. What would be the craziest? I like the pistachio one. I really do. A lot of people that aren't a big fan of pistachio, but I, I'm, mm. I've always been. A fan of pistachio, like ice cream puddings and stuff as a kid. Oh, ice cream is wonderful, yeah. Love pistachio and love the black cherry with the pistachio. That's the ice cream I would always get. Those two together, the black cherry and the pistachio ice cream together, wonderful. Yeah, but I don't think anything can beat Moose Tracks nowadays. <laughs> Moose yeah. Track is uh, the one with like chocolate bits and little Reese's and stuff. Yeah, B&J's. Yeah, pistachio, I love their pistachio. Well, besides the cherry Garcia, but they, I like cherry them better than Because Hagen does pistachio, they grind the pistachios up. And Ben and, ben and Jerry's, they keep them whole. And mm. So I'll even, I'll even eat, you know, I'll be de-shelling some pistachios while I'm eating Ben and Jerry's pistachio ice cream. And I love pistachios. They're my thing. They're so good for you, too. Yeah, pistachios are great. Love them. How you doing, Gail? Chris. Good, good, good. Chris. good. Yeah, yeah. I just got like I said. I just got done swimming. Came home, made myself some nachos. Now I'm munching on nachos, getting my bowl ready to smoke and hanging out with you guys. You know, chef, you are, are, are uh, Chris. You're apparently a trained chef, right? Uh, do you? Uh, what do you? I went do to culinary nachos? school, and I went to and I worked at places, but I would not call myself a chef. And I also surf safe my and shit. Still? Yeah, surf safe. Yeah, no, no, I'm not surf safe anymore because I, I would have to go get my, yeah, if I wanted to go work again. at a restaurant, 
I'd have to go get it again. But yes, I've taken the class and I know all the service edge stuff. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess so with anybody. I wouldn't mess with anybody that didn't know how to, that was yeah. didn't do surf safe because that's pretty dangerous. If you don't know that wash your hands, yeah. Yeah. don't put chemicals near food. And color, 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 color coded. People don't yeah. know how to do simple stuff like not wash your hands and stuff yeah. uh, or to wash your hands. I, 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 I want to say that in, in high school and college and stuff, we should all, or not even college, uh, Middle school, high school, whatever. School, yeah. We should do shit like home ec. We man, we should like people should have oh, to learn some stuff like yeah. straight up. They should have to learn instead of shutting down the wood shop. People should have to learn how to do some basic wood stuff around their house. Like it blows my mind the amount of stuff that people cannot physically do. They can't put up a painting, or a picture, or anything else. Uh, if they want to paint their house, they're fucking lost. If they want to balance mm-hmm. their checkbook, they're fucking lost. If they want to cook an egg, they're fucking lost. You know what I mean? Like we should have simple stuff like that. Actually, as a mandatory that should, class yeah. in high school, that should have been stuff we learned. You can for sure sure. HVAC. You can do. Um, yeah. Carpentry or carpentry, um, mason. Not every city has that. I learned how to build my deck watching a YouTube video. Mm. I actually, actually I I watched multiple YouTube videos on multiple decks, uh, all the way across, like uh, very different decks because um, I wanted to do a little bit different. So, because and where I, in California, there's no frost line or where I'm at, there's no frost line. So I don't have to bury pylons into the ground. I could just set the little cinder block uh, pylons on the top of the ground and do it from right there. But, you know, I set them in. I set I, I dig a little spot for them and then I put some uh, gravel uh, beneath it. And then I then after that, then I. Uh, I level it out and I make sure everything's leveled and each pylon you have to make sure that's level. But yeah, I, it took me about a month before I attempted to, to make, to do my deck and I didn't want to jack it up. And that's why I didn't just go full on full force into making my deck because I didn't want to, I'm going to have to live with it. It's not like I'm, I, I, on the <laughs> most, you know, most of the job sites that there's a saying, I can't Maybe. see it from my house. Right. I can't see it from my house. That's a that's a big time thing that every construction like worker says. It's very hard to keep your dig dry. Can you, you, so you want to build a dig? <laughs> we used to say that I all the time. I left my dig unprotected, and it was walking I left my dick. in no time. I could barely recognize my own dick. I could barely recognize my own dick. Then I discovered Shaker's New Zealand style dick seal. The best way to take care of it. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. Wash your dick with soap and water. Then, wait yeah. for your dick to dry. Where's Ozzy? Oh, yeah. Once your dick is clean and dry, paint your dick with Schaefer's dick sealant. <laughs> I used oh, to yeah. be too embarrassed to invite people over to see my dick. I'm sorry. Now? Yeah. I don't think you guys can hear that. The fucking audio. No, we can hear it. It's good. You hear it. Yeah. hear perfectly. <laughs> so, Jerry, how you been? What's up, man? What are you smoking on over there? You've been quiet. I'm puffing on some of that Sunday Surfer uh, live resin. And then I got some orange gas and I got lots of orange gas. How is that? It's pretty good, except for uh, it would have been better if I had dried it better, but I screwed mm. up the drying. What happened? I yes. chose to, I, normally I dry in my four by four tent mm. where I can control the humidity. This time I got mm-hmm. the bright idea that I would dry in an open room. 
Mm. And I went and checked it three days later, and they were dry. Oh, man. I was like, three oh. days? Three days, yeah. I was oh, like, wow. yeah, I would have been so tired. I'd be like, I know. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it's, uh, I got a puppy because I, I dried it that way. <laughs> it happens. I've dried stuff. I've actually had, like, my last batch. I just had it so long, it just started to get drier and drier and drier as the winter started to come on the heat started to kick on you know what i mean it's like colorado crumble weed i guess they would call it okay so wonderful thing about northern california i think is one of the reasons why our weed is so awesome here is because during the time that you harvest the humidity usually around here is right around 60 percent Right around there, 60, 65, 60, 58, right in that that percentage. So I really just put it in my bathroom, hung it in my bathroom, and I kind of I have the humidity sensor and the temperature sensor up in there. And it pretty much it took about seven to eight, but seven to nine days to dry. So it, it was perfect around the around the perfect amount of time for drying. So I lucked out in that aspect that, that I didn't have to have a grow tin. I didn't have to have anything. I just had to live with the damn stench in my master bedroom and, and my, in our bathroom, I had to live with that smell, which it's, it could be, and I don't want to say nauseating, but irritating to your to your uh to your your senses because it's so strong but then after a while it starts calming down and then then it's then it's fine after you jar it up but yeah having to live with it for about a month yeah um, because staggering picking up uh, uh pulling my plants i wanted because i have such a small area to grow to dry i had to like okay, I'm gonna start drying this one right now, and that's why I have to ch- I have to pick and choose what varieties I'm gonna do because I have to make sure that I'm not gonna have to harvest them all at one time. That's a nightmare. If I would have had to harvest them all at the same time, I don't think I could have done it. But um, picking the varieties that you that you know that you're gonna be able to okay, this one uh, they say at the beginning of September, this one towards the middle of September. This one in the September, this one first first couple of weeks of, of of October. And that and that's pretty much the, the I don't want to be growing past uh October 14th, 15th, 16th, around there. I don't I don't want to be growing past that because I don't want to be like I said before. Who wants to be popping jars around Christmas? Nobody wants to be burping jars at Christmas time. But that's when you, everybody wants to go on vacation, especially if you're an outdoor grower. Your outdoor guard uh, winter time, this time, right around right now is your prime vacation time. And when you can actually anymore. leave your house. Yeah. Um, I dry pretty much until it, you don't have to burp. I try to at least. I let it, I'll let it hang for three, four weeks if I have to. I can just put it in the jar and it's good to go away. Normally, I dry my four by eight tent. I keep my humidity about 60, 65. And I, but my temperature is a little higher. It's about uh, the mid 70s to the low 80s inside the tent. 
And then uh, I thought <laughs> this time, well, if I dry them out in the open, I can use the the air conditioner to get the temperature down. And I think it just sucked all the humidity out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and, it sucks because, uh, like, an AC, you forget, like, if you want to cool things down, the AC is going to suck out humidity. Oh, yeah. But so normally AC- I go about four, or, uh, nine to 14 days when I'm drying in the tent. I'm sorry, Chris. Go ahead. Oh, see these, right? These are my my peppers that I grew last year. These are ghost peppers. Or Carolina Reapers. Sorry. These are Carolina Reapers. It's a little devil tail on them and everything. Yeah, these things are you were a spicy hot food aficionado, uh, Chris? Or do you grow them uh, aspirationally? Well, I'm, I'm half Mexican, so of course I like spicy food. Oh, man. I've, I've many times, have I, I don't want to insult the Mexican people because they are fine people, but I, many times I have outspiced a Mexican uh, person. I think Ty. They're not. Just like, because you're Mexican no, no. doesn't mean you can take spicy food. In no, fact, there are well, some parts of Mexico that can't take any spicy food. Okay, like right so. Across from Texas, shit like that. See, there's, there's, there's a. There's actual enjoy. There's enjoyable heat, and then there's ridiculous heat. Okay, when I go to the Thai well, restaurant, what do you argue, I go, are, What do you? Well, I, I suppose this is different for different people because everyone has different uh, uh, levels. What would you say is uh, okay? I, you know what? I, I would say that the. Uh, you know what? Even this, even what I was just thinking, is maybe not a good a definition. What would you say is the line between enjoyable and uh, ridiculous heat? Do you have a Trader Joe's where you're at? I do. Great store. Okay. Do you ever get the ghost pepper salsa that they have? The ghost. Oh they yeah. Have a ghost pepper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's in. That's have you ever gotten their dry? Have you ever gotten the oiled uh, uh, habanero? Uh, like the crispy habanero? Fuck, what's it called? I got it upstairs. Crispy habanero slices in oil. Yeah. So good. Oh my fucking. Yeah. God. So that's enjoyable heat. I could do that heat. That's enjoyable heat. If you if if they get did that for the. For the Thai food, I'm fine with that. That's enjoyable. When you are trying, like, when you go in there, oh, this white boy wants some some heat. He thinks he can handle it. No, I don't. No, don't do me like that. No. Then they just ruin the dish. Then they just ruin it because they just, it's like half hot sauce and just tastes gross. No, I don't want that. I want it normal hot. I don't want it. Because that's the thing. It. That's all they do is they just add more. They're like, oh, we give more sriracha. I'm just not going to do stupid accents, but they, they just put more sriracha. I love <laughs> sriracha, but I mean, like, I like more sriracha. of it doesn't necessarily make it better. Then no, like, the dude who made the Carolina Ripper, he made something that's even stronger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah, Reapers yeah. are awesome, by the way. They're fucking amazing. Yeah. The guy that bred them yeah. or whatever that made them was like, I have stuff in the in the wings that were, is going to ready to Ready to re-break the record yeah. if it ever gets broken. So I've t- I've said before. I don't know. I'm just going to freaking spit this out. I basically have like a, a microplane uh, uh, grinders, pretty much, and I put like a dried uh, dried peppers uh, in the grinders. And so I, I love uh, scorpion peppers. I like mushrooms too. Uh, ghost peppers, one of the best. Uh, you know, I haven't thought about doing that with mushroom. Huh. That's a good idea. I usually just buy mushroom powder. I have to be honest. I buy my mushroom powder from. Uh, uh, myriad mycology and it's already powdered but it probably would be good to 
like powder my own shiitake and stuff. I bet you that wouldn't be a good idea. I just, I love, I love the taste of it. So for example, one of my favorites is just ghost pepper uh, or rather smoked ghost pepper because it has a little bit more flavor to it. It has a little bit of that smoky flavor to it because uh, ghost pepper is the only spicy flavor that basically has no flavor. That's one of the reasons why I like ghost pepper. It basically doesn't taste like shit. It, it has an extremely mild flavor. Uh, just it, when you actually eat a ghost pepper, it's just mildly peppery. Like it, it almost goes away. Basically the spice is there, but it almost goes away. Whereas for example, habanero, I would say is like 10 out of 10 for flavor, right? I like a, you, you agree? Jalapeno, not very spicy, 10 out of 10 for flavor. Habanero, spicy, but 10 out of 10 for flavor. All the yes. other peppers are kind of like six out of 10 uh, for flavor, seven out of 10 for flavor. The habanero is the one that has all the fucking flavor, but the, the reaper, for example, has that 10 out of 10 or even 11 out of 10 for flavor. It's only really got maybe like seven out of 10 for flavor. It's still actually better than let's say ghost pepper because ghost pepper yeah. again, has no flavor. But, uh, how do I say, the reason why I love that ghost pepper is that you can put it on literally, you can put it on ice cream. And, be, and I've done this before. Uh, uh, fucking weird. Sure. I've nasty. made spicy yeah. ice cream. So, for example, you make, uh, but mango. again, with the habanero, well, habanero actually would be good because it's fruity, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, like, a, like a reaper or something, or I don't mm-hmm. even know what, uh, an anchovy or something. It would be weird on ice cream. Actually, now I want anchovy yeah, no, ice cream. But, I actually uh, did do that. I actually did do that this, this, this year with reaper on ice cream? No, no, no. We had a whole ton ton of of uh, habanero so we bought this little six Fuck, pack are they good last peppers. year oh my fucking yeah. god they're wonderful yeah so we bought a six pack of habanero pepper uh pack uh, mm-hmm. with the with the thing so we actually grew six habanero pepper plants mm-hmm. nice. so we had a huge crop of them i don't know if i think it's on my ig um and uh, what i did was i made a bunch of hot sauce mango mm-hmm. mango habanero hot sauce so hot like habanero hot so hot everybody loved it everybody thought it was great i threw it on the vanilla uh, french vanilla ice cream and it was awesome awesome you gotta add a little bit of like I crazy said, you gotta add the mango to it to make it uh, a little bit uh, better and, and more manageable flavorfulness that's awesome yeah yeah there's a local place in cambridge called tuscanini's and it's um you know uh, one of those really high-end um, ice cream shops. It's open 365 though. And uh, like they have the, the rose petal uh, ice cream, stuff like that, you know, really eccentric flavors. 99% of them, I love every one of them, but they did a spicy one a few years ago and it was like their biggest hit was, uh, I don't know exactly what was in it. I didn't have it myself, but I had friends that were like, you gotta try this. This is just, it's not what you think, he said. You know, mm-hmm. the creaminess kind of cuts the burn a little bit. You know, with the cream and the ice cream and all that. Oh, stuff. a lot. Yeah. yeah, but he said flavors. Right, right. Yeah. Well, eat more bread. Don't you know, drink anything. Don't yeah. drink anything carbonated. Right. <laughs> piece of advice, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I used to love a good beer, man. It's really hot. I used to, I used to go to this one place called uh, Solas Tech and I used to tell them their, their table salsa was, was nothing. It was like ketchup. You know what I mean? So I was, I said one night, I said, uh, do me a favor, just bring this back and bring me some real stuff that'll melt my teeth. <laughs> and and uh, I don't know what the hell they put it in. And I couldn't tell you the Scovilles, man, but I'll tell you, it melted, practically melted my teeth. <laughs> it was like horrible. Mm. I was like, I'll never do that again. <laughs> never. I couldn't even enjoy my dinner. Habaneros make a a really good pesticide. I tried Uh, the spicy chocolate before. It sucks. 
Missouri's spicy chocolate fucking smash with the shit. Everybody tell me. That shit's good. Okay, it depends on how high a spicy. Was it like ghost pepper spicy or was it just like the traditional Mexican chocolate? Because the traditional Mexican chocolate is just like, um, I want to say they use like ancho chilies and stuff. I don't I actually don't remember right now, to be honest. But it was cinnamon, ancho chilies, like yeah. jalapeno maybe. So it was like jalapeno spicy, that kind of thing. So yeah, check this out. This is spices. Yeah. This this hot sauce right here. I don't know if you guys can so, see it. This is the. Oh, come on. I've somewhat seen it. This is a habanero. Put your hand behind it; it might focus. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh, you could that. That's a good one. Yeah. So this is this is the staple of the hot hot sauce for Mexicans right here. So I got both of them. I got the red one. I got the red one, and I got the green one. Not too shabby. Yeah, I got them. We see those in a restaurant. I'm like, I'm not touching that. Yeah, these ones are hot. Don't mess with them if you don't like spicy. Uh, if you don't like spicy, but they're you know what's good about spicy. both of those is that I'm pretty sure both of those have ground pepper in them. Because, for example, like Dave's Insanity has ground pepper, and then also they make it spicy by cheating. They use uh, pepper extract, extract. which extract. Uh, if you have a taste for it, you can taste it. You can taste it right away, and once you taste it, you you can't forget it. It's like I don't even know what it is. What's it like? It's like uh, what's an exaggerate or what's a good example? Something fake that people are used to. Uh, fake vanilla, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, something yeah, that you're that used to taking that, tasting that is like a fake flavor, and then I, I can't think of one right now. But uh, once you taste that fake pepper ep- extract, you can't uh, go back. So, for example, Dave's Insanity, I can't buy any of their products anymore. Okay, so this one doesn't have that, so that's good. These ones don't have that's what it. I'm saying. Oh, those, are, those are legit. Those are good. They're yeah, a little less spicy as a result, right? But uh, yeah. they're not cheating as a result. I think it's a fuller flavor, better flavor. Well, everybody's, I'm pretty sure everybody here has watched uh, Hot Ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I started watching it. Okay. So that yeah. Atomic Bomb one, the the one that everybody hates, it's, I guess it's like a really super crappy uh, uh, Chipotle one. Mm. Which kind of pisses me off because I really love chipotle peppers and I really love the taste of chipotle peppers. So I, I hate that the fact that they they hor they hardly yeah they destroyed it with uh, all that pepper extract right. and that's what they said that it's all pepper extract and that's what he said that it was mm-hmm. and that's why it's so damn spicy and everybody can't handle it because of how much pepper extract which is such a pity because they could have just made a, a salsa of reapers or something you know like because that reaper i was i was uh, getting to it a little bit ago like the the ghost pepper is such a neutral flavor scorpions add this beautiful like um almost a savory fruitiness it's been a little bit since i've had some good uh, scorpions uh but habaneros when i get a good uh, dried habanero fuck it's such a beautiful fruitiness it's like it's like a sprinkling of fruity salsa on your on your food, basically, you know, in a spicy form, basically. But if you can imagine, like, one of those fruity, like, uh, fruit salsas that you find, uh, uh, habanero peppers are that fruity, basically. But they're also very spicy. Well, the reapers are... I don't know. They're, they're, they're more agnostic in flavor. I want to say they're still... Okay, it's been a little bit right now since I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting right what the flavor is like, but it's definitely not as flavorful as the 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 habaneros. It's more like man, I remember it being more like a like a smoky jalapeno. To be honest, 
I'm gonna have to go and try one. I have a little bit of uh, Reaper still, but it's really spicy. Like at first you don't quite notice it, but then you notice it in the aggregate. So like I said, I actually grate it, you know, on my food. Fuck, it's really spicy. Like that Reaper really, really kicks. It's it's uh when you like peppers, man, that's some good shit. Honestly, it's some really good shit. Like it kicks like a fucking mule. Like if you uh, how do I say this? If you have a pretty high tolerance for for peppers, like ghost peppers, for example, you know they don't really, you know, they, I mean I can. I've gotten ghost Dominic pepper in my eye on the show before, right? Like it wasn't it wasn't that bad. It wasn't a pleasant experience, but it wasn't that bad. So how do I say this? But the Reapers, they kick like a fucking mule. So it's interesting to hear that there's uh, something else out there in the wind. But by the way, I've been really pissed off at uh, growing peppers lately. I've been trying to germinate some peppers. I've gotten some from Fatali. I've gotten some from uh, the place that I actually get my ghost peppers from, or at least have been getting my ghost peppers from, I think, ghostpeppers.com. And then I had some other seeds from... Uh, Oh, shit, I'm forgetting. But a pretty reputable uh, hot pepper place and literally one seed out of, I think, 30 germinated. One. It was a chocolate habanero. You're muted. You're muted. He was talking, Chris. Oh, well, let me ask you this. Are you, do you have it under a heat mat? You have to. No, I just basically had it in my bedroom. Uh, I mean, that's possible. It might have been too cold. You think it was too cold? Oh yeah, because you have um, to have it. In, I have mine right now. Five degrees. Cold weather. Oh, okay, I probably just forgot. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, so I'll, everything's under a heat mat. You got to have it under a heat mat. It's got to be that hot. It's got to be warm. Yeah, they're they're very picky in what time they're gonna pop. So that that's sense. that's why that's why you got to pop them right now. You got to get them ready to go out in in April or mm. uh, late March. I'll check with our weather nowadays. has pushed back even not, further. Not where he lives. Not in not in uh, Northwest Oregon. Mm. Yeah. You, well, you not for him, you guys. Yeah, you put them out in April and trouble. Cross your fingers, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, ooh, I hope I don't get one year. You'll be fine. The next year, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Trouble, right. Yeah. Exactly. It. Yeah, I had peppers by I think May. Wow. Yeah. May May or May or beginning of June. Yeah, it was because you, when you buy it, I, last year we didn't have, we, we didn't grow from seeds. We, we went to the local nursery and picked all the mm-hmm. ones we did. So this year we were growing everything by seeds. So we went to rareseeds.com and got everything from rare seeds, you know, the Baker Creek. Um, so that, every, we're doing, yeah, go ahead. What what would be a good place to buy peppers? Like, what would you think? To, to, is there a place like this? Oh, that's okay, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm green. Told, on, I'm green uh, on the, I'm sorry. When I was told to buy hot peppers, they told me Fatali.net, which is a dude out of Finland. And he doesn't just sell peppers, but he sells uh, some tomatoes and a few other like flowers and stuff, but mostly, mostly peppers and mostly uh, hot peppers. I actually he asked him on a show and uh, like I knew and a few other folks told me Vitali. So that's why I was actually surprised that, that so few of them uh, germinated. In fact, I want to say the brown, I had one brown uh, chocolate uh, ghost pepper that is actually still growing. It's a tiny seedling, but it, it, it actually germed. And I want to say that was either from Fatali or, yeah, that might've been from Fatali. So that was the one that germed. Okay. So the problem with that, it worries me from when you get seeds from overseas is the irradiation um, oh. that they put, they put it through. So that could be the cause of your, your germination problem. Um, 
It's just like cannabis seeds. They irradiate everything that comes through. They put it through. Uh, they put it through the through the things through the through the machines to make sure that there's nothing in there. So yeah, uh, that would be Sandy my problem Olson with that. Is, uh, I mean, that's an interesting thought. That's certainly what uh, our friend Ozzy has told us about uh, as far as. Uh, shipping and receiving seats to Australia. Uh, Samuel exactly. Olson is telling us about the, uh, I've heard about these guys before, the Pucker Butt Pepper Company. In fact, I want to say I nearly ordered something from them. I don't remember why I didn't. Okay, so they have Bujolokis, mm-hmm. the Ghost Peppers, Smoking Ants, Carolina Reapers. What yeah, else? Yeah. Man, they got like a bunch of good stuff. My wife didn't want to order through them. He, she said something about them, about something going on with them. Um, that's the reason why she didn't want to order through them. Mm-hmm. Um, I was yeah, telling the same kind of some random stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's my, my, I wanted to order through him because that's the guy from hot ones. Huh. He's the one who did the, he's the one who makes all the hot sauces. He's the one who does all the breeding for the, for their peppers. So that's why I wanted to buy through him because I thought that was pretty cool. Right. Um, Okay, jalapenos uh, or jalapeno? Jalapeno. Jalapeno. But do you want to get punched in the face by a Mexican or do you want to get like (laughs) say all the J's are silent? Yeah, they're like uh, H. J's or H's. Right. It just I guess jalapeno sounds cooler. Oh, like, what? Uh, what are you saying? saying? Go for it, Dirty, by the way. Uh, welcome, buddy. He's, he's mes- messaging in the chat. Uh, I guess I should have said that privately, but uh, uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome to show it. Uh, what were we just talking about? Jalapeno. I mean, again, you can say it however you want. I mean, uh, yeah, gonna, just, yeah, talking about it. Talking about it. Beat you by the head and neck or some shit. I'll turn my camera on. I'll be back in here. Right on, man. No worries. Uh, just like I habanero. I mean, you could say like a habanero. Or something, you know. You don't. Okay. How about yeah, I guess there's a. I guess there's a third one. <laughs> right. I used to have a shelf of death back in the '90s, little toy <laughs> shelf, and I had the poster with all the different hot sauces from you know from mainstream Tabasco to uh, uh, Melinda's and all those you know um, commercial ones. But I had a. Whenever I had friends that were traveling, you know, I'd be like, "Don't bring me a T-shirt. Bring me a sauce." And hopefully, you know, if they have anything in, in the spice in their culture, bring me something back. It, I at a at a yard sale, I found this little wooden two inch wide shelf with a little looked like a little fence, and you know, it was unfinished shelf. And uh, I called it the shelf of death. I put it up on my my kitchen my kitchen wall right by the poster. It held about ten or twelve bottles, I think, all together. But it was it was kind of cool. I used to really be into it, you know, back then. But I haven't been in, in years, but I still love all the new ones that have come out. Mm-hmm. Even having years was kind of new back then. When I was in the 90s, I remember when they first, I first started hearing about them. Like, they're not hot. They're not that hot. Don't Asians like the chili peppers? Yeah, man, they do. Yeah, Dude, they the funny little, thing is that the, uh, red, Asians red, didn't red have ones. chili peppers until the freaking... Uh, what do they call that? The transcontinental exchange. I can't even remember what it's called anymore. Oh no shit! But basically, where uh, Europe oh, gave shit. them like no, know, Mexico. diseases, and then the, they gave oh, us Mexico? potatoes and tomatoes and peppers and fucking you know all kinds of different shit, camels and whatever else. I guess Easter we gave them the horses back. But. They all, they all, 
all peppers originated out of Yucatan. Mm. And it was the, uh, I'm sorry, the Portuguese traders mm. that brought uh, the peppers to Southeast Asia. They brought the pineapple. They brought the avocado. <laughs> and uh, tomatoes came much later. Those primarily went to Europe, per se. But can you imagine the, the change in all the societies, their cuisine, when oh, yeah. the uh, pepper arrived in the late fifteenth uh, uh, century? I mean, I mean it's Indian the tomato. Well, the no, tomato I'm... going to going to Italy changed it completely. Yeah. Changed Italy. People scared they to thought, eat it. Yeah, they were scared to eat the tomato because they yeah. thought it was part of the nightshade family, so they did not want to eat it. They oh, thought yeah, it was the poisonous. Yeah, or the uh, the um, the horse nettle because it kind of looks like a tomato, but it comes out more yellowish, orange. Those spices back then made a lot of people rich. That's why they're mm. known for the hierarchy. Uh, yeah, tulips like or whatever chocolate. The uh, over the ages. Yeah, tulips were a form of currency, yeah. and uh, yeah, that, that's what yeah, I love to go with that. Yeah, I I literally planted. It close to, if not more than a million bulbs. Wow. <laughs> I'm not joking. You trade a bulb have, yeah, and be like, yeah. We yeah, have a tulip farm right here, not too far from uh, Portland. It's one of the biggest uh, in North America, a wooden shoe tulip farm. And every year for like two months, they have the farm open. You can drive out there and you pay, I don't know, a couple of bucks for parking. They walk through just acres and acres and acres of tulips and all different colors, and then you can go buy the uh, not starch, but uh, the root pieces. The yeah, the yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, wow. yeah, you plant them in. Uh, uh, I love to see that. Well, you look it up, wouldn't you? Uh, tulip farm. The people. The pictures mm-hmm. online are really amazing. So, yeah, it's a lot of you know. I work for you know around here. I get around, but we don't have the acreage. Um, Right, right. Either, but um, I worked for a few big, uh, few places when I did that. Late seventies, early eighties, I started. But um, yeah, one of them was uh, Western Nurseries. We built four hundred fifty acres at the time. I think we double that. If you like few, if you like few, you like camera equipment. This is where you go uh, check out your new camera and lenses and shit. Uh, There's all the colors. Beautiful. I've seen the ones. You know the pictures and all. Look at that event rental. There you go. Yeah. The, yeah, on the colors and stuff. Yeah, depending on the price range. Yeah, should get crazy. Now, can you Let's pick those? Is it like you know? Can you? Can you? No, but they do have uh, some that have been picked and are ready for purchase. Yeah, but, I see. I see. Uh, right, right, right. Yep, yep. But they, yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun for families because they have this uh, like antique, like hundred year old fire trucks. Some of them are oh, yeah. uh, drawn by horses. You know the pre. I love that stuff. Oh, absolutely. I bring my daughter to Edaville Railroad. You know, it's, uh, you know, it was where they started, you know, cranberry, uh, the cranberry industry around here really got right down with Carver. And um, they have some of the old, the old uh, skimmers that they used to use and all that. I bring my daughter every year. I love, love going. And thankfully, my daughter's having an appreciation for history as well. And she's starting to get into it. But yeah, I love all that. I could literally, when I was a kid, Edaville Railroad was more for, not so much about the, the museum. In fact, they didn't even have the museum really about the cranberries, cranberry bogs in the industry. But they, it was just old steam engines that they would have. And as a kid, 
back then, you could play on them, literally go up and play on these real steam engines that have just been, you know, decommissioned, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Just an amazing oh. place. They used to have at least a half a dozen to a dozen of them. It's I worked with my dad on trains. But there's three or four places in Oregon and Washington that grow cranberries. And, of course, it's under the – they're just a holding company, you know, Ocean Spray. They, sure. They're like Sunkiss. Sunkiss doesn't own a goddamn tree anywhere. Right, right. You know, exactly. Kind of My but brother anyway, lived across from a box. That literally is front yard down in Marshfield is a cranberry box. Right, right. You know, so – yeah, they, they, it's a collective, just like the dairy, you know, like yeah, Cabot, Cabot, yeah. Cabot Farms or whatever the cheese company is that puts on right. mass production. They're just cooperatives. You know, thankfully, that's what saved them, is they were able to combine forces. And, you know, well, you so want to you know, family family. Yeah, sorry. Raw cranberries are sour, like, beyond belief. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how many <laughs> shed a load of sugar. It, that I mean, don't make you pucker. <laughs> it seems like your plant takes a lot of water too. That looks really nice. Whose garden is that? Is that smashed or is it? Uh, yeah, that's smashed. Who's that? Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, it's Dirty's garden. I think you. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. Yeah, looking good. Yeah, we're both showing our gardens. I gotta okay. Oh, maybe it smashes then. No, dirty. Yours looks good, bro. Raymond, man. Uh, oh hell yeah! Look at all those plants. Yeah, don't hold back, man. You see something? Let me know. Things are starting to fade in my garden and turn purple and do cool things. Like this whole pl like this plant's really starting to give me a good fade on her. Are they about to go to sleep, dirty? No, nah, they're they just woke up. They. Oh, they got, they, got, they got that little slump to them, you know what I'm saying, where the leaves are leaning down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, I did a pretty good dry down this time before I watered. No, but overall, you know, you know it's just, man, got plenty what of weed. What are they under? What are they, what are they under? Cow you know, mag. I'm telling you. Cow <laughs> mag. Got it. Wait, I got it, Coot. Hold on. I got a free bottle. Check it out. No, don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. That's why they call it, why that's why they call it Cali, Cali Magic. Mag? We got the yeah. Cali Magic shit now. Somebody just came out a couple of years ago with a Cali Magic. It's magic, all right. Yeah. Magic bullshit. It's like, it's like Einstein oil. The only thing <laughs> I about that is getting someone to pay that much money for a goddamn four ounces of meme oil. Christ almighty. Yeah. I use it for a phone stand. <laughs> when I, when I turn you guys around and I put you up like on my table, you're leaning up against the Cal Meg bottle, like right now. That's all it's good for, I heard. Um, what is that dirty? Dirty? Sorry, mom. So it's uh, this is uh, Granddaddy Purple, and uh, oh, they're at day sixty-three of flower. Uh, in a uh, a loop. Living soil that I uh, got, uh, which is basically the uh, Coots version, uh, and um, the amendments. Yeah. What do you yeah, think I, the uh, finishing was? Another. Well, 
most of my strains Couple have weeks, gone three. a lot longer than the recommended. Say like if it was 60 to 70 days recommended by the breeder, they would go maybe three weeks longer or so before they actually finish. This strain here, they say 70 days, and it looks like it's going to finish pretty close to that time by looking yeah, at you still got white hairs that's well it's still what it's still pushing stuff it looks like it's kind of hard to tell from my screen but it looks like white hairs still pushing yeah they're white yeah they're still white uh these ones here that you see with all the white that are folded over here into uh this side of the tent uh they grew so tall that i i overlooked Scrog them down, and I think it uh, stunted their uh, their growth for a bit. What are they under? If you don't let me ask. They're under uh, uh, up here. Is, this is an HLG five fifty, and then there's a closet case one forty up there, and an HLG one hundred in the back. And it's the same setup over here. There's a the closet case 140 and the HLG 100. Damn! Look at that motherfucker over there. Hold up. Yeah, it's and good. ten or a five by ten. Is it a ten by ten? It's a four by eight. Four by eight. Yeah. It's a nice little setup. You got a nice spread there, man. That's beautiful. Thank you. The one plant was man. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a big ass room. You got some shit working there. I actually got Working another on. HLG head back there over this plant that's real tall because it wasn't get, it was above the light, not getting any light. I was trying to bend it over a little bit to get some light to it. I saw another one's uh, under the under the uh, closet case. That's a uh, that's a whatchamacallit, right? If I'm not mistaken, a, a Spectrum King. Yeah, Spectrum King uh, closet case 140. Are they solid? Uh, oh, oh you must have a real close, huh? Yeah, it's uh it's yeah, they're real close. Uh, this one right here is maybe six inches from the light. Uh so they're they're really close. Uh like I said, I, I did over bed. Are you you're not catching any bleaching, are you? I'm sorry. You're not catching any bleaching, are you? No, not that I know of. On the tips uh, or anything? That's a buds. No, if you look, there's a little bit of... of I was just wondering. A little bit of the white tip or the... No, yellow. I meant like the, the bud itself, not the... Uh, no, I don't see them. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, bleaching out from the light, the blood sites. Well, I just... Because you had something that was close to... I don't know. I mean, you're cool. I, mean, I was just... Yeah, ask a question, I guess. I don't know. I don't notice it. I mean, I don't really see, uh, but I could be, maybe I just don't recognize it. No, at 140 watts, you should be good with that, like an older plant. Yeah, should be possibly not. Six inches. Penetration might, but penetration might not be good, but it's possibly beautiful. It'll boss, it'll tight as anything else. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm doing right now. I got no, the 100 I'm not, watts. I'm not on nothing. In my opinion, the Spectrum King's lights are a little bit better for veg, and the HLGs are not as good for veg. Um, I switched, because normally I'll take out one of my closet cases and put up an HLG uh, 100 in its place 
if I'm going to veg, because I, I like the way they veg it a lot better. Seems like I get a, a smaller plant uh, with uh, uh, better node spacings under the um, Spectrum Kings than I do with the HLG. What size tent is that? It's a four by eight. It's like two bought, rooms, huh? I should have yeah. did that. I was looking at one of those and I was like, I'll just do a five by five. And then you get it and you're like, fuck, I should have bought a fucking five by eight. Then <laughs> one uh, when it first came out, they go ahead a couple of them. Right. Five by five's a pretty a little a little closet normally, you know what I mean? Sure. A five by five, I would think, is like a good size walk-in closet. And a six by four when I got out of the hospital Bowie White did and uh does the same thing as a five by five, just different dimensions. <laughs> yeah, man. Not the size, it's what you do with it. Not the size, man. I think I'm gonna do a mono, a mono run of uh, fucking apple fritter next. I didn't really like apple fritter. It wasn't that great. Like it? Yeah, it's not. It, it's I bone sure tea it buys taste better. production. What, what did what didn't you like with bone tea? Taste oh, I just production? I it, it, it wasn't like I, to me. It didn't taste like it didn't taste like any kind of apple. Nothing. Right. This it was just oh it was all it was all right it was good it was okay, but it was like I like cherry pie better. So I mean, if I was gonna choose a, a that type of fruity type of thing, it wouldn't be cherry. It wouldn't be that. It'd be more like cherry pie type of or something like it's that. Crazy that you said it. I was just about to say like I've been hearing more about cherry pie than anything yeah. lately. Cherry pie, cherry pie, cherry pie. I've been hearing that hard lately. Well, that was that's a strain that was here in Northern California like three or four years ago. So it's it's not. I heard the drugs are really good on that, but I heard it wasn't yeah. all that potent. Is that right? Well, who cares? Yeah, Smoke more. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, no, I had no, the no, pen version, yeah. and it tastes yeah. like yeah. I, I, like, I like the whole yeah. array. I've got some that are great today, a nice clean, clear high. I wouldn't call it a friggin' headbanger, but it's not what I'm looking for. Mm. You know, I mean, there were, every strain has its purpose. There isn't one I don't exactly. like. Oh, sure. Unless yeah, it's yeah. like literally garbage. There isn't a strain I don't like. I mean, whatever. I like them all. Especially when you grew up smoking brickweed. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's like. Well, Some used to say the brick brickweed was just mostly just grown badly. A lot of the genetics were good. You know, when they'd grow the seeds out of their fucking brickweed, they'd get good weed out of it. I've but always said I could take garbage yeah. weed and make it look pretty. Mm. Or at least, you know. Smoke something, something. I, you know, you could take some garbage ass weed and you could turn something out of it. Yeah. Okay, so when I lived in Arizona, there's a big difference between California brickweed and Arizona brickweed. Arizona uh-huh. brickweed did not seem as compact. Mexican brickweed. Yeah, it didn't seem as compact as the stuff that we were getting up in Northern California. The stuff that we were getting in Northern California, you had to cut with the saw. So. It was, it, it, you would sometimes get circular saw marks on your, on your brickweed. Uh, but the stuff that I would get from Arizona, it looked like green bud, but 
tasted like brickweed, but looked like it. It was nice and fluffy. I don't know if they fluffed it up or what they did with <laughs> it, but it didn't have the same. My dad look used to weigh ours. his shit on this. Oh, the triple beam. <laughs> yes, sir. He used to weigh his pounds off this shit. He was worth yeah. a lot of money when I was a kid. Yeah, he was scale. moving. He was the scale, not the ice. Yeah, at least a couple of pounds. Yeah, it was yep. to be 50 a pop when I was a kid. We had those at first, and then we uh, graduated to the quad beams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the quads. Oh, the slider, like, <laughs> the doctor, yeah, the weights. The, oh, yeah, so if you, well, not, if you were weighing out like... Uh, it would go to the 100, right? Uh, you know, like LSD, you know, some powder that really... My dad, you know, that kind of thing. So, my dad had like it looked like a little case, and it would flip out. It had it was no bigger than this, like a scoop, pretty deep. It would weigh up to like a gram and a half, and that's it. Mm, It's pretty much for coke. It's like coke and crank. Yeah, it's a level. It's a level scale. Yeah, it came in a little case, a little plastic case that you Mm -hmm. just pulled a thing off. And it had a little bowl on it, and it, it was like a little weight thing, like just a little chill yeah, thing. Had a little, had a little thing like that. Yeah, my my mom used to sell meth. So yeah, I I, I don't know if I told you guys that story, but we were living in the projects, and every month, like every single month, at the end of the month, we would be eating pork and beans, and I mean the generic pork and beans, the stuff that you'd get at the food closet. Um, it would say pork. And beans and in mm-hmm. black writing. Yeah. Okay. And that, that's what we'd be eating at the end of the month. We'd be eating the very whatever the crap of the Game crap food. Soup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever the crap, Should whatever we get from the from the food closets and everything. All of a sudden, one month I go into I go into the refrigerator, the freezer, refrigerator, freezer, and I look in the refrigerator and freezer, and it had to have been like I want to say a 24th, 25th. And by that time of the month. We were on slim pickings, and I go into the refrigerator, and I see, I go, man, we got a full refrigerator. What is going on? And that totally ticked me. That totally tipped me. I was like, something's up here. Why do we got food at the end of the month? You know, all these other months we never had food, but now we do have food. And then all of a sudden, my mom was telling me, "Hey, I'll give you." Uh, 15, 20 bucks, you could go to the, to the, our local, uh, 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 arcade and go spend some money at the arcade. And we never had money before for her to be giving me 20 bucks. So I was like, okay. And then I started smoking weed and, um, she began this super duper fire. She would never give it to me. She would give it to my older sister that was three years older than me. And she would tell her to give it to me. And I would just take this, I'd take this super fire weed and I'll just leave and be gone and smoke with my friends and go to the arcade and just play games all day and skateboard. <coughs> but yeah, I come to find out, I go, what the hell is going on? Why do we have food? Why do we have food? And why are you giving me money? What's going on? There's something going on here. And then she came out with and told me that what she was doing. Uh, because she couldn't hide it anymore. It was just too obvious that we had we we're starting to have money and we didn't have money before. So yeah, it was plainly obvious something was going on. She ended up getting busted some short time later. Um, because that's one thing about meth. 
you can't trust a meth person as far as you could throw them, even though they're pretty light, you could throw them pretty far. You still can't trust them as far as you could throw them. Um, yeah, to be on meth, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You they they will turn on you in the heartbeat. That's like one line I really you. remembered from. Uh, uh, I, I realize it sounds stu- stupid because it's a movie, but from uh, Goodfellas, uh, Elaine. Fuck, with, uh, the dude's wife is talking about Lorraine. Lorraine Bracco was the character, was the the actress. But anyway, she was talking about her husband Henry, uh, how he was, you know, in the mob, blah blah blah. And he's like, "Well, what do you want? Like these guys were blue collar guys, you know. Like what do you? I can't remember exactly. It was like halfway through the movie, three quarters of the way through the movie, when shit's kind of starting to go bad. And she was like, "Well, we just wanted the finer things in life, you know what I mean? Like, cause so what if they break into some stuff and you know, rob some people, whatever? We just wanted that they weren't educated. They were these guys weren't college educated guys. And it really stuck out to me because I was like, fuck, this was probably Probably one of the only ways for a lot of folks, literally, to actually have a decent life that they saw on television. You know, to see yeah. the fancy fucking Mercedes that shoves down their throats. I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day about like Nova and Frontline and all this different shit on PBS, and I grew up with that stuff on PBS. But I remember to this day, like, brought to you by Nikon. Brought to you by Canon. And when I was a kid, I was like, oh, what fancy fucking cameras, wow. right? And now, to this day, I finally have some of those fucking cameras. But it took my entire life to be able to afford that stuff. Can you imagine looking at that stuff your whole life and not even that? Like Mercedes, Audi, da 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 da. And like, you didn't have a, you didn't have a college education. You're not a, 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 a doctor. You're not a lawyer. You're not this. You're not that. What are you going to fucking do? I, know, it I stuck didn't out want to me that. All these years that I saw it. Go ahead. I didn't want a Mercedes. I didn't get to see Mercedes. I wanted a Camry. I wanted. I, that's what I saw. Everybody yeah. rolling in. I saw everybody Corollas, Camrys, and and cheap cars. I always like. And back in back back you know uh, back in the early nineties and and the late eighties, it was the time of the mini truck. Mm. Everybody had a mini truck. Everybody had it slammed to the ground. Everybody was putting like. The, the making the back end do tricks and stuff and uh, they were having hydraulics in their mini trucks and and I, I wanted a mini truck too you know i wanted i wanted what everybody else had back then i wanted one of those little corollas that that everybody slammed to the ground and and uh i wanted my i wanted the inkies you know um back in the day they had the the gold inkies you know the, those those are the things that i wanted back in the day not but i wouldn't I wouldn't buy it now. I would, I would, I know better now. Like those eighties cars, those eighties cars suck because they're all run on vacuum. Vacuum cars suck. Any car that's run off vacuum lines suck. Yeah. The literally headlights that you people like yeah. back in the day. If like yeah, vacuum. you would always get the line that would break and the one headlight mm-hmm. would come up and it'd be like, what are you doing? Look like it was that's a vacuum energy. line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those vacuums sucked. Like from the 80s is the worst, worst part in history for automotive technology when it comes to that. It was the vacuum line era. Vacuum. Dude, what I hated about the 80s is I was a kid and I had to sit on the fucking vinyl in the Southern California heat. We'd come back from even like an hour at the grocery store or something, walk back to the car and like everything is lava. You know, you're like, yeah. you know, get back in the car. We're in a hurry. It's traffic. And you have to sit your fucking ass on the. And of course, everyone's wearing short shorts because it's the freaking 80s. So we're like, you put your butt on this goddamn vinyl. It's like 3,000 degrees. That's why you always had a beach towel. 
right? Always had a beach town even, bar. Hey, even oh. even uh, Porsche in that era broke tradition and came out with some of the shittiest cars. <laughs> the nine four four German, yeah. German automotive uh, engineering. The uh, was it the nine fourteen? The Matchbox. Mm. Ah, fuck! What a joke. I mean. <laughs> This is not this is not a you know a targa by any stretch of the imagination. Just because it's like the Corvair said Chevy on the back here, just like a bet. Didn't mean fucking Corvairs. Yeah. Didn't mean that they Actually, came out. You know what? I don't remember the last time I've seen a nine fourteen. I used to see a bunch of them on the road. I don't think I've seen one for years now. Those, Those are dope. Maybe they didn't last. Right? Yeah, they they they're Looks oh, like well, a Fiero. They might have fallen apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of it a was of a Fiero. <laughs> so I, I was well, watching yeah, something yeah. today. Yeah. A lot of the cars weren't made very well. So like, right. the years of abuse of like going over bumps and this and that, yeah. just beat now the fuck out of them. Now there's a little Ferrari right there. Mm. They have kit cars that are based on this, but I would just buy that and put there's a. A really you common up on a swap, frame, right? Reminds me of the two forty. Yeah, those were sick. I love those. A Nissan two forty SX. Oh, those yeah. are girl cars. Those are marketed to the, towards the women. The yeah, the um, the what did those the, things nasty looking? Hell yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, those were girl cars, similar ish. Those were modeled for girls' cars, and then um, guys turning them into drift cars. Yep. Yeah. Drift. Man, yeah, how you like? You guys are going to laugh at me. I like the Eagle Talons a lot. Yeah, those are <laughs> interesting looking cars. I like those windows. Those windows are weird. Remember the Plymouth Lasers? Yeah. Oh, what's that? Uh, Ford well, Park. Um, Fiesta? Pinot? No. My stepmother had a Pinto. My stepmother had a Pinto. Chevy had the Nova. Hmm. Oh, that's the best one. I was going to say Nova. That's a good car. Back in the day. Me too, bro. And then the Nissan. You know what other car was really cool? That my friend had it. He had a Geostorm. Geostorm oh, was cool as hell. Yeah. Those, those things fun. were fun and cool. Dude, those you got can... like 87 miles a gallon or some ridiculous garbage. I don't remember. Yeah, but they were so fast and so, like, they would hug the ground so much. It was awesome. Yeah, he had was a this, black No, it was oh, the Geometra, yeah. I want to say. The Geometra yeah. had the, like, it was a three-door or whatever. Yeah. And it literally got, like, 68 miles to the gallon because the entire car weighed, like, 500 okay. pounds or some stupid shit. I'm That's like my car right now. It's a little, one? it's a little '97 Nissan Sentra, and it's like just a That's little it. pile of junk. This car, Lightish. I mean, it don't get into a car wreck. Don't ever get into a car wreck in no. all these, because I've seen the end yeah. result of them, and they were three not cylinders. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I mean, it is the, the, basically calling this a car is an act of optimism. Look at those guys lifting it up. That was a that was after them having basically eaten an entire buffet dinner. Like that's how easy it was for them to lift that car up. Is that snorkel on there? 
Probably. What is that? Yeah, you know that. That's them snorkeling it, the, the it, I don't know, huffing paint. It looks like a it looks like uh, a motorcycle. Oh, there you go. <laughs> a Gran Turismo Geometro. Okay. Yeah, it looks like a <laughs> motorcycle engine. Hey, uh, oh my god. Oh, look, look at that. One second. Hey, two cycle uh, in the gas tank with the gas. Oh my god, what the hell is that? Like I'm a Pontiac Trans Am. That's one of my favorite. The Trans Ams and the Firebirds were some of my favorite cars. Yeah, Firebird. Yeah, the Firebird. I'm sorry, Firebird. Mm, gorgeous. Yeah, those awesome. One of those with a T. Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, there you go. Eight miles a gallon, baby. Oh wow! Hell yeah! Fuck the earth. Right. That was honestly like the last. Listen, listen, that was like the last good year. Yeah, it was red, just like that one in the middle right there. Uh, they shifted, well, actually, yeah, right around 1990, they shifted to the weird pointy nose, new, yeah. newer body style. 1971 Trams Am, best year ever yeah. made, 1971. And split bumper, it was yeah, the sickest looking one. After mm. the 80s, the the emissions law started to change too, so restrictions yeah. started to get harder. Not that thing. Not too shabby. Yeah. That was cool. Broke yeah, the was... <laughs> So yeah, it, was, I... it was the trickier Camaro. It had more style than the Camaro did. Yeah. But yeah, look at that. You know, before the bumper laws, right? Like if you get in a yeah. wreck with that, your entire front end is fucked. So basically, yeah. like half your car is totally. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Look at that one. Right? That is I'm telling you, man. Eight miles a gallon. Right. It's <laughs> worth it. Okay, so this is what I'm saying about Elon Musk needs to come out with a conversion kit to convert yeah. those into electric vehicles. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be something, wouldn't it? That'd be funny. It's not going to be Elon because he can't control every single part of it. Dude, the self-driving software itself costs like 15 grand on those cars. People don't realize that. that, Oh, you call cars free. No, it's like a whole option, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, he's a businessman. That's why he's the richest man in the world. They're going to be self-driving taxis someday. I'm telling you. Someday. And a Tesla as a passenger. And seeing that iPad. On the dash. It's not an iPad, Coop. Yeah, well, I know, but it, okay, it's a tablet. How's that? <laughs> it's not an iPad. That's the thing. It looks it's, exactly like it, but it's not. It's just bizarre. Mm. Like, I don't get it. I Can mean, wait till the Apple car comes out. <laughs> oh, I won't be around. Be, that's going to be cool. That'd be, I mean, uh-huh. you consider how much money Apple can throw at anything. Look at them through tons of money. Yeah, I mean, what was that? I read the other day when they were they yeah. released their numbers that they were a three trillion dollar company market uh, cap. Um, just services that's like your music, Apple Music, uh, Apple TV, you know, the services stuff. You're not actually receiving any tangible, you're getting a service oh, 20 billion a year. Jesus. Twenty billion. No, dude, I remember reading this, and this was blew my fucking mind. 
that Apple's basically, I mean, they're not accidental because they've been spending a lot of money and they have like people working there and everything else, but they're from the outside looking in, accidental gaming platform makes more money than all of the gaming devices and platforms yes. and everything else combined. Yes. Makes more than PlayStation, Xbox, uh, Steam, you name it. All of them, every single one, Nintendo, yes. all of them combined. They make more of that. And Your they make it from fucking Candy here. Crush. Literally. Like fucking Candy Crush and I don't even know, like the Doodle Jump or whatever dumb garbage. <laughs> you know, like it's insulting. Their services gross more a year than NVIDIA and uh, what's the other one? ADM combined. Yeah. That's insane. It's ridiculous. That's what I was saying. This, like, this makes it even more insulting. Here I am with my Mac and all my friends get to play video games because they have Windows computers. And I'm like, fuck, I would love to join them. You know, Smash is all talking about Grand Theft this and Grand Theft that and fucking Grand Theft your mama. And I'm like, I can't do any of that shit with my fucking Mac. We can have a squad right man. Really? Oh, they what generation? Like generation one? Like the fifth, you know, five No, they years have ago. the three-game pack. The three game pack, the the one, two, and the three, you get you can buy it on the on the, the store. It's so bad the if you store. buy it, they give you an extra free game because they fucked it up real bad. And who wants one two and three when they're coming out with five, six, and seven? <laughs> well, that's exactly it. Yeah, what am I going to play one and two when Smash is on six and seven? Fuck, that's the thing. Exactly, Chris. I mean, I know you mean well, but fuck, Mac is like way behind. And there's it is not a gaming thing. It's, it's not a gaming platform. It's great for all the graphics and this and that. Yes. I'm always talking about like, I actually really enjoy it because I get, you know, Final Cut this and fucking, yes. I don't even know what's happening. Exactly. Uh, but, like it drives me nuts because half the gaming experience for a lot of people is frankly gaming. I would love to honestly, I used to game all the time. I would love to game on this machine. It's powerful enough to game. But yes. fucking Mac is garbage for gaming. And it's even that more galling because they literally make that much money that they could voluntarily like just donate gaming systems to every Apple customer and still right. they wouldn't be losing money. You know what I mean? Because they make so much money. They're making more money than all of the other gaming platforms combined. The they problem can just with open it up and let you play games, but they won't. Fucking for real, though. Well, <laughs> the problem with gaming computers is it's never ending. It's not like a console. At least with the console, you, you're you done. You buy the console, and that's it. You, there's not, there's, unless they they come out console, with I'm with you on yeah, that. Wait, wait, I'm with wait. you with the freaking crazy performance and whatever. But I mean, they could literally create like a Mac console and just give it away, and we would still like. Yeah. Well, dude, you're, you're, talking, you're talking two different demographics. I mean, Apple has no, would be no advantage to try to compete in the gaming market as. You guys, you're finding it. Yeah, there's money, but look. They literally make more money than all of the other gaming companies combined, Coop. That's the absurdity of the situation. That's literally the absurdity. Like, they accidentally, they make more than all the people that are trying. It's a ridiculous situation. I've never heard of it. Yeah. It's the number one entertainment business. Let's talk about cell phones for a minute. It's really nice. People like to look uh, all these Android phones like they're one monolithic thing. They're not. They're brand. Android's an operating system. It's not a brand. 
If you look at but you take all the manufacturers, take the top 20, and who takes home 62% of all the profits across the entire industry? It's Apple. Mm-hmm. So when they I hear shit, well, you know, if Apple would just add a stylus, well, if Apple would just do 120 hertz, you know, mm-hmm. uh, all that, yeah, okay. They're not doing it. They're still making more money than mm-hmm. you. So what's the point? Well, the next iteration is supposed to have the 120 hertz. So we'll see about that. That's what's supposed to what's supposed to be going on is the next iteration. Everything is supposed to have it. And um, it's not me that knows this. It's for me from watching uh, Lou yeah. off of Unbox yeah. Therapy. Him talking that guy about has it. how many million? Like 18 million subscribers? That blows my yeah. Phone mind. yeah. I guess it depends on your market and what you're trying to achieve out of it. Correct. Exactly. The thing is, the person that's going to go drop, uh, say you max out the Mac Pro with the monitor and everything, you know, you're talking 66 grand. Did yeah. you want, did you want wheels on the console? Oh, that's another. <laughs> did, did you want to stand for the monitor? Oh, well, that's another 950 bucks. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, did you want a cloth to, to wipe the monitor? That's 1995 for a, a micro Special Apple solution costs uh, 4795 <laughs> Stickers I mean, and whatever. <laughs> yeah, yes. just, hey, if I can talk long about about tablets, let's go look at a tablet one day. Go look at a Samsung and, and then nice screen. I'm not saying that. Now, tell me what kind of software you can you run on it? Mm. Oh well, uh, you know we don't have this. I mean, that's been the issue with. Android tablets for the last 10 years. They're basically Android phone tablets, excuse me, uh, software that you enlarge, (laughs) you know. Android, you could always jailbreak way easier than like Apple stuff. Apple stuff's a pain in the ass to jailbreak and like do like. Don't you like that though? And the aspect I mean, of it's a pain in the ass for you to do it. Just imagine, like, you with the reason why you want Apple is like, because you want security. That's one you that's want it to be been, secure. You know what? That's become one of the selling points. It hasn't always been, honestly. That was one of the incidental selling points of Apple is that because it was sort oh, of the mar- market outlier. Well, it was the market outlier, so that basically it couldn't get viruses. Yeah, okay, it was on Unix and oh, whatever else. Cool. But I mean, it was it was basically because like nobody really fucked with Apple. This is pretty much why it didn't get Apple uh, viruses. Because honestly, it's it's easy to write viruses for Unix and stuff. It's uh, like the first viruses I think were written for fucking Unix and whatever. But long story short, like nobody really bothered. Totally. Because 99% of the freaking market was uh, a PC. Uh, to this day, honestly, uh, Apple kind of just flies under the freaking radar. But lately, in the last few freaking years, uh, uh, pretty much as far as I can track, after Apple's own iAds or whatever they called it, literally, like the, their their attempted ad platform basically crashed and burned. They realized, you know what? We're just going to basically not do the whole ad thing, and we're not going to allow our competitor Facebook to have free ads on our platform without paying us. And Facebook didn't want to pay because they're you know fucking heathens, uh, and so basically. 
basically Apple took a very pro privacy stance. I don't think it was because, you know, you can never really trust a corporation as far as you can throw them. Right. I don't think it was because Apple was on our side. I think it's because their own personal aspirations to make money failed. And so then they basically went in on uh, uh, privacy for the consumer, which is a good thing for us. You know, their loss is our fucking gain. Honestly, you know, like sucks to be them, frankly, it's awesome to be us. But long story short, I'm surprised where more weed people are not more into Apple products because they are basically end to end encrypted. Uh, you can in, uh, enable basically like a, a pseudo, uh, what do they call it? Firewall uh, by default now, by, uh, according to the most modern uh, I, iOS and uh, uh, Apple uh, or uh, Mac cool. OS uh, editions on and on. There's a few other things. They're, they're and they're like easy that, to use. And they're pretty easy. They're to easy use. as yeah. hell. I can if Super I'm on easy. a public if I'm on a public network, my computer now will make sure I can't be found. That's cool. So listen, I'm not the thing you with Mac, like any any anything, like yeah, like these all these computers can get viruses and stuff. But people have really become aware. The firewalls have become very pretty good. What really is like happening is. For like your data, your credit card information, or whatever getting stolen from you, it's it's coming from a website you're using. So it's not even you really getting attacked. Mm. It's like Visa or whatever stupid company. You know what I mean? Or or Apple's actual fucking office gets attacked and your information gets leaked. That's like how well, all this more commonly is just phishing emails. You know, you get these emails that are like, oh, log into your Facebook because there's a very urgent such and such. And it's not a very urgent such and such. It's not from Facebook, but it's a dope mm -hmm. basically website that will get you to log in your, your, or, or type in your login information for your Facebook, at which point they'll steal your Facebook and basically then, you know, proceed to spam all your friends and whatever else. Or they'll do the same thing with your uh, uh, bank account or whatever. So-and-so, you have a horrible problem with your bank account. It's terrible in every way. Oh, my fucking God. You got to log in right now to solve it. <laughs> and some dipshit, you know, logs in. I mean, you know, they, they mean well, right? That's that's yeah. the tragedy of it. All right. So going back to the um, to the Apple, uh, to, well, one of the reasons why Apple doesn't get hacked a lot is because Apple users update their computers. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's how androids get it is they use old operating systems and they don't uh, and apple is regularly updating 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 up security security updates security updates security updates security updates so android's not like that at all and that's why they get hacked also a lot more you guys mind if i ask uh, Farmer Willie, a question real quick to interrupt your conversation. Go for it, buddy. Oh, shit, what did I do? I see you You got those really long roots there on your uh, cuts. I believe they're cuts. Uh, yes. Are you like, do you like wind them around the pot or how do you put the, the all those roots in that pot? Well, the ones that are the big ones, the, the ones that have a ball at the bottom. Yeah, with I'll the big one, you yeah, showed one right. with about a, about twelve inches of roots. Yeah, at the bottom anyway. Uh, it's like yeah. a bell, and I put that at the bottom, and I try to separate it as much as I can. I get I get some medium in there, in between as much as I can too. As it's hitting the bottom, it'll kind of puff out like a freaking balloon a little bit, and then I'll. Uh, so they'll be pretty almost sitting on the bottom. They'll have a very tiny bit of medium at the very bottom. That's it, and uh, but they'll be at the drainage holes, which is good because they'll be able to breathe. Right off the rip, they've been vegged too long, and I want them to get the best start they can get. So, 
I'll put them by the uh, the drainage holes too. And then yes, I will wind them. I will try. I will, I'll try more to zigzag because I don't want to have it spiraling. You know, um, roots that long in such a small pot. They should be going into something bigger. But I don't have any more medium, so I just want to get them out of the corner because they've been in there too long. But I'll try and not spiral them because the last thing you want is spiraling roots, especially in plastic pots. Okay. Thank you. That's basically what I do, though. <coughs> so this background that's behind me. That's Just one here. more thing. The one thing is key is you don't want a lot of those roots touching each other. You know, you want to put medium in between them. Just until oh. they get established, because you don't want them to die off. Because I very lightly water them, so if I sometimes I usually actually wick water them just to make sure in the beginning that they're fully watered and they're going to get established, no problem. But if I'm top feeding them, I go very light at first, so I don't want those bottom roots to dry up and, and just die off. So I just try and separate as much as possible. Thanks. Thank you. Interregnum of conversation, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to the show. If you guys like to hop on and bullshit with us, you're welcome to do so. Uh, we're just having an informal, inf I can't even talk, informal BS session. We're getting a little fair, fairly trunk, fairly, fairly well crunked, as you can see, ladies and gentlemen. I am currently at least, uh, I don't even want to say anymore, honestly. I am a substantial amount into a bottle that was new when we started the show. So let's, uh, it's not a competition, but I, I might be winning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, but in the meantime, um, that's not fair. It's, it's not a competition, but you're winning. And then someone's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. "Yeah, no, it's not a competition." <laughs> uh, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, you are welcome to hop on and uh, bullshit with us. Potent, by the way, we haven't even said hello. What's going on, Potent? What's uh, what's the good word? Welcome. Hey, what's up? Well, I was hanging out. Or, um, yeah, feeling a little uh, under the weather today, but I think I'm. I think I just didn't get enough sleep lately. So, other than that, no, just working. Oh man, welcome. Uh, Poe and I potentially will have some. Uh, we haven't announced it yet, but we will potentially have some interesting things towards the uh, the. I don't know, what would you call it? The end of the month, I suppose. I guess that's the most logical way to put it. We might have some interesting things. I mean, they may not be public until maybe a, a little after that, but. Uh, I know. Yeah. Would you say that, Poten? Uh, we have some. We have some. We're cooking up some things potentially. You never we're know. We're scheming. We're scheming. We're plotting. Exactly right. You never know how those plots come out, but we are we are attempting to plot deviously. Um, be some fun stuff. Uh, other than that, ladies and gentlemen, hop on. Pip Jam MDF MBF is in the house. What's going on, my friend? Welcome. Uh, 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 cheers, my friend. What's going on? I just literally said what's going on like three times. But I have been, in my defense, I have been drinking a bit. Uh, but again, ladies and gentlemen, hop on, bullshit with us. This is the, uh, well, this is definitely the, 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 well, especially at this point in the evening, this is the, come on, and literally like, I don't know, this is like the, the extended Festivus airing of grievances episode, perhaps, because at least, at least I am so well lubricated that uh, if you would like to air your grievances, you probably can. So, it's lubricated, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. 
So is uh, anybody checking out the new Star Wars uh, Bubba Fett stories? And Dude, I do not have a... Is that the new one? I, I refuse to buy like 15 different individual subscriptions for streaming services, and that's my problem. And uh, Potent is laughing over there. He's like, well, I don't even pay for one. But uh, I, 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 don't know, I try not to pirate that much stuff because I'm just like my freaking... I don't know. My yar only goes so deep. So I was like, I haven't pirated like the, the Disney movies. And since I don't pay for the Disney movies and don't pirate them, I haven't seen basically any of that shit essentially, which is kind of annoying. Cause I know there's like 15 different Disney movies now for star Wars. It's like, there used to be yes. like six star Wars. Well, okay. There used to be three movies and then they added some that they pretended were part of the whole story, but there was like a whole Jar Jar situation and whatever else. Uh, yeah, and we kind of ignored most of that. But now there's like 57 new movies, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, everything's done so well now. Hmm. It's ridiculous. Everything, it's like a long form movie now. Interesting. That's what it, it's, it's so good. Like, I, I, I've liked the, I like the Mandalorian, which is great. Yeah, obviously you haven't seen that either, because uh, that'd be one of the ones that you wouldn't have seen. Mandalorian. That's on uh, Netflix, isn't it? No, that's on. Oh, no. gotcha. That's also Disney. That's the that's the another bounty hunter. That's the other bounty hunter, and gotcha. then uh, the whole storyline's based on the original. So all you have to do is just. Yeah, the, well, they've probably been because cool, it picks up right where. Um, uh, Return of the Jedi le- and ended right with with mm-hmm. Boba Fett falling into the Sarlacc. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I this my beef with it is is that like the first two episodes should have just been one episode, right? The episodes mm-hmm. feel like they're like cut in half and for no reason. Mm-hmm. That's what's frustrating. Whereas I don't even really, you know I don't even really think of it as episodes though. I just think of it as like one long ass movie. That they can't do, they can't really call it a long ass movie. That you know, it's 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 not like Titanic. Nobody's just sit there and watch it all. Also, also, I think the Mandalorian writing is slightly better than Boba Fett. Not that Boba Fett's bad, but Mando, I think, is a little better. Yeah, it's. I think it's funny that 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 one chick. She's like, oh, can I can I kill him? Can I kill everybody? I just want to kill people. (laughs) <laughs> the bloodthirsty said, chick. Yeah, she's like, I want to kill everybody. Yeah, <laughs> let me kill them. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. But again, ironically, but, kill all of them, but do not show even one boob. No, it's well, I, you can kill lots and lots and lots, but you cannot show one one like not even one boob. Dude, I don't want to see sex scenes in in my in my uh, shows. It's so stupid. What does it's that like, say, though? What does that say, though, culturally, that you're okay with like murdering aliens and shit with like swords, but you don't want to see like I didn't even say a sex scene. I was just like, I don't even know. I guess like, like, a, don't like a Jedi chick or something, like walking on the beach or whatever. I don't even give a shit. I don't even know. Well, like, the, where, the where do they I'm walk saying, around with their boob exposed? I don't know. We don't know anymore because like the society is so fucking puritan. Like I don't know where do a, where do European Jedi chicks boob. walk around with their boobs open? I don't even know the park. Maybe I don't know. what's the like, point? Croissant sampling. I don't know. What's the point in the story that why why we need to see a tit in the scene? I don't care. I don't want. Perhaps I mean, it I, was the tit I, I, scene. I don't know. This is the perfect know, opportunity I, for Boba Fett to open up a strip club. Maybe that's how they yeah. assemble the force. I don't know. How do you know that that species does not like charge their force batteries through their nipple? 
Can you imagine the force to like rotate around the pole and shit? Like, yeah. Yeah. you see, how do you know for that matter? How do you know that Darth Vader did not get his force power through his nipple? You cannot prove to me that. You can have like That's one stripper, like using force powers to like float a dildo into the other. Stripper. You see, like, you see, or they plug in. We only ever see Darth Vader doing demonic shit. What if, what if he like does dildo shit and like people don't even know? It's like a whole thing. They give you prongs for, for the charging yeah. cables. Hey, so it's going to be a good opening act for the next uh, Canacon. Right, right. Please don't. Speaking of which, has anybody ever, anybody ever been to one of those conferences? One. A fetish conference? Oh, yeah, man. I went to one once in the 90s. Holy shit, man. Talk about just, oh, my God. It was cool. I had a friend years ago who told me that she made unironically $3,000 per day doing, like, fetish pornography modeling. Yeah. Yeah. Per day. You used to go to Fetish Week in Montreal. I thought you were talking about a Fetish Week. I'm no, no, no. Hey, what's the difference, show. honestly? Yeah, really. <laughs> it's just a bunch of whores. Uh, hey, you know who they did have, though? This is the one thing I don't get. They had that a woman there that's very famous. She actually had her body completely changed so that she had a body to mimic Barbie the doll, you know? Oh, jeez. And Yeah, and she's oh, kind of still... What yeah. a freak. Yeah, she oh, like this to, Ukrainian chick saw, or something, right? Yeah. She uh, saw her husband. I don't know. She was just in the crowd. She was actually in one of the, uh, the one I went to was you know at a, a local Marriott up in the North Shore, up in Andover, and uh, and uh, hey, it's one thing the conference rooms with all the you know people that made the, the what do they call those um, corsages? Uh, not corsages. Mm. The, what are those? Um, these corsets, you know, like mm. custom made corsets and stuff. And then they had right. hotel rooms on the first and second floor. That went around the atrium with a pool and the fountain and all that crap was like a, like into a garden. Um, each room was basically a table. Is basically, and I'm not kidding. And it was like with 50 rooms, 25 on each floor, and uh, yeah, it was packed. It was packed. It was my first time. It was, what 1997, 98, and um, yeah, my uh, new one. Yeah, you know, she had a, I I mean, I dated a dominatrix once in Florida, man. I wasn't into any of that stuff. I mean, they had everything. I'm not saying this was just like a, uh, you know, S&M type shit. This they have literally good money, yeah. Everything under so, the sun, yeah. And she had never done it before. Was, uh, <laughs> you're going to watch videos <laughs> together. Just to learn. So, so, no, you crack the whip, I'll call the trip or something. Or right. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, she, she actually had a couple of uh, sheriffs on her, on her frigging call list. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Down I, had a, I had an ex-girlfriend. She goes like this. She says to me, hey, um, I got a couple of toys. Is it cool if I bring them by? And I was like, sure, why not? And she came over. She came in carrying a giant ass in that box. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Or a couple. I was like, that's, yeah, I was like, that's more than a couple. Mm. And she had everything in there. She had choke balls. She had all <laughs> kinds of shit. And she wanted it done to her. And I was like, okay. And I was, I, 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 
Yeah, I was like, whoa, this is Did she crazy. grow up in an Ikea family? I don't know. Like, was her actually, like a, actually, actually her, they were vegetarians. Their family was a bunch of vegetarians and stuff. And, and, that, and their house did kind of look like an Ikea house. Um, but yeah. Toys dude, give others instructions, trip. five labels. The Horgan Borgen goes into the blood. around in the days of, of cocaine addiction. Oh. It was like, it, it tripped me the hell out. Octagon. Mirrored table, yeah, right, yeah, nothing like getting an eight ball and uh, some never mind. Yeah, let's go for she a marathon. Was, hey, was always like, you know, I was going for a marathon, I was going for a marathon if I when I had to blow, yeah, yeah, oh god, yeah, see you, you're not gonna see me come out of the bedroom or wherever we end up. White powder is always the opposite to me. Most people. That's what we were joking about. At the Potent keeps bringing up the uh, the sublingual powder that he has, the one that he brought to the DGC Nug Throwdown. Like honestly, it's been like seriously four years ago or something. Everyone was laughing because it kind of looked like little white baggies of powder. Because it basically was, it was literally <laughs> white baggies of powder. So everyone was like, oh, what the fuck is this, Bowden? Da, da, da. And you like put on your tongue and you get super high. And people were like, oh, but it was, it was pretty hilarious because it was literally just weed powder that was in, instantly dissolvable on your tongue. And I think he said, you know, he was like, I think Potent actually said this, like, please don't snort this because the guys upstairs have asked me for you not to snort this. I think that was the only reason why. But he was like, if you snorted it, you would actually get high because it would still transpire through your mucous membranes or whatever else. That was pretty fucking funny. We found, we were joking around with some people we were trying to market it to. And we found online there's a company that makes fake plastic razor blades for like kids shaving things. So we we thought it'd be fun to like pair that with that. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> really do it up? Yeah. Is that real? Yeah. No, Is that your actual stuff right there? No, no. The, we we never saw this. It was just a fucking gimmick that we did. We found these funny little plastic razor blades. Oh my God, that's awesome! To like fuck with people. So we did it as a little marketing thing. Yeah, that shouldn't draw any attention from law. No. <laughs> no, that's all. So you get busted so quick, they wouldn't think it's funny at all. No. If you like, what the fuck? And then you go test it, and they'll waiting for it to change purple or blue, where the fuck the color is that it's supposed to turn. The fuck it says it's weed. It says weed. Yeah, you fucking dick. That's what they would tell you. They're like, yeah, what a fuck? This is not funny. How about enough to dose an entire city? Oh shit! That'll do it. Oh my god! Eighty kilos. <laughs> And that's we. That's that's not. That's the confusing thing. That's weed powder. Yeah, yeah. eighty kilos, uh, fifty milligrams per gram. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's fucked weed. up. And then someone's gonna cut it with some fentanyl and say so it could, kills people. Like Fifteen hey. to twenty thousand people with that. We'd find out real quick if you get OD off of it. <laughs> No, you, you know people you, would grab a bag of that and fucking try to do the fattest rail of all. I've taken like <laughs> 600 milligrams of it and you just sleep for like a day and a half, two days, and then you wake up like fucking real tired. 
That's it. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, cocaine. You can, you can immediately sense it if you try it, because basically when you try it, it feels like weed and weed basically in that context feels somewhat soporific. You know, you feel like, Oh, like down as opposed to, you know, the, the cocaine crack or whatever. Oh my God, let's go fucking rip things out of walls or whatever. Uh, uh this is very much not that at all. You were basically, uh, Okay, that was probably the worst impression of taking crack of cocaine that anyone's ever heard in their life. But anyway, exactly. we're going to roll with it. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, Peter, you've never done cocaine, have you? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Not crack, anyway. <laughs> this was me on cocaine. This is exactly me on cocaine. I would do a real cocaine, and then I would sit at the TV like this. Uh uh, here's another cool one. Um, CBD crystals grown in grapeseed oil. Wow. That's fun. For separation. Yeah. Mm. So filtered rosin separation. It's a method I'm working on trying to perfect. That's I'm trying to find other more organic ways to isolate. Okay, I'm only going to be impressed when you can weave those things together into a nice rug. Or a van. Make. Right, exactly. You see, we're on the same page. Exactly. exactly. Right. I want to see a van, a whole van, and then if it it's catches on fire, people are getting high behind you. Sorry, it's I like worthy buzz is saying, what else can we make look like butt cheeks? That's a worthy goal. I think you should make that CBD those CBD crystals into butt cheeks, and then we know that it's a product. They sell dicks, uh, dummies, so. There you go. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently those are popular in, what, what Michigan? What this not like, to do try some dicks. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> was, uh, what one is One of the it? guys there was helping out. Was yeah, fucked I don't up know. He used to be a sheep. It was a yeah, sheep. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a pain in the ass to clean up. Anyways, right. I thought it was funny. What is it? It's a bunch of BHO. that. Uh, oh, my God, dude. It looked like spaghetti. <laughs> They ran too much of a vacuum on it, and uh, it plumped up. Here, Holy this crap. is good because you can. This is what it should have looked like. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> two different people, two different batches. Holy <laughs> crap! Comparison. It looks like a cocoon or something, like the cocoon from it's, a. Yeah, uh, it's just a new style. Premanus. Uh, just call it spiderweb. Spiderweb. Premanus egg. Worthy Buzz is saying cheek shaped trichomes. There you go. Like the 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 universal sign for like a big old fat uh, donk, like a cheek shaped trichome. That's it. Can we get a breeder on that? I, I bet. Think- I bet. Justin can. Bieber will be all over that man because he's got that brand Peaches that is apparently garbage. Uh, have you guys seen that? Actually, have you guys seen? Uh, there's this. Uh, I've been subscribed to this one couple. They're literally a couple. They call themselves that high couple and their channel is old. Like they've been around for a while now, like uh, uh, 10 years or something. And they just, they review like weed companies and stuff down in Southern California. And uh, I guess they smoke some just, and they're usually super effusively positive, positive about stuff. They went to like the cookies place. and They were like, Oh my God, it's amazing. And they went to like the weed cafe that's now people say it's kind of swaggy. And they're like, Oh my God, it's amazing. So to hear them say that the Bieber weed was not very good, I'm just like, 
It must have been really that bad because I guess they actually paid for it and they were like, it was just fucking horrible. So they paid like 68 bucks for seven joints. So, you know, just about 10 bucks a joint for freaking Bieber weed. And it was uh, uh, Peaches brand, you know, just like the song, right? Baku, you're going to love this too. It was, uh, it was uh, Runtz. I want to say it was White Runtz was the actual flower. Oh, it wasn't your favorite Skittles. It wasn't your Skittles and Piddles, but it was White Runtz, which is not too far off from what you, you, you dislike. But anyway, it was White Runtz. And as they were puffing on it, they were like, fuck this guy. I can't even like stuck on it. Like I can't even get like, like a, I can't even get a breath on it. They were not fond of it. Wait, you guys know what I'm like talking about? That high couple. No, it was uh, white runs. But it was, it was basically, I, I've probably told this story terribly from the very beginning. Uh, uh, Justin Bieber has a licensed brand of joints called Peaches, just like his song Peaches. And he's like, oh, I get okay. my peaches out in Georgia. I get my weed from California. And so everyone yeah. created oh, a brand song. based on that. And yeah, so the brand okay. is now called Peaches. A little bit counter type to the song because he did just say okay. he's getting his peaches in Georgia, not his fucking weed. So why are you calling the weed peaches? Again, if you were to dig into it, you would realize it's a stupid fucking name. But again, it's 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 mass marketing. What are you gonna do? Uh, so uh, uh, his poorly named peaches is apparently also poorly made peaches. Oh boy, I don't trust pre rolls. I'm shocked, right, Coot? Right? Uh, I would have oh, expected no. that Justin Bieber would have like oh the pinnacle of quality, of just the highest, yes. dankest huh. shit. Like, you know, better than the Snoop Dogs. Absolutely. It should be bankity bank. Right? 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 You should write a song. You should sing a song about it. He doesn't write yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, does, does, does the plant dance when it's freaking growing? Like he that's does. It. That's exactly it. <laughs> you walk in at night. Does it bear shit in the woods, Charlie's? We yes. know that it does. Yes. <laughs> so it does. Exactly. The question is, does it wipe? Good. Should, that's just, the real question. I no prefer my singer. My father. I prefer my boy Pope. band singer to be named Justin Timberlake. And I love his dick in a box song. Yeah. This is a fun awesome. song. Yeah. That's yes. awesome with uh, Andy Sam awesome. Brown. Awesome. <laughs> I yeah. I say this with a lot of pride. I've never heard either artist ever. You've really not missed out on too much, Coot. I don't I think I. Have. I was around for Tiny Tim. That so are you saying you, what you know? What Coot is saying? Coot is not a believer. I've just realized <laughs> that Coot is not a believer. Think about uh, Prince. Just. Uh, with the generation changes. Dude, Prince was an odd artist, man. Holy shit. I, I have yeah, to be honest, most of my life I didn't really like Prince. I appreciate Prince from afar because yeah. I'm not really super into his music, but I can appreciate the guy's a fucking, I mean, he was a stone cold genius. Like just drives upwards, backwards, sideways, doesn't matter how you look at it. Stone cold genius, but weird with a capital W. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. He was a complete person. In the tradition of uh, Frank Zappa, probably was yeah. one of the yeah. most genius producers in the whole Good LA person. scene at that time. But I could never listen to more than one cut. Uh, just enough's enough. Right. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't like Purple Rain when it first came out, but then a friend of mine wrote something. Oh, like that. The yeah, only Prince, reason why I got into them. Some of those. Songs I love pretty, like, all you know. Prince's stuff. Prince yeah. was a genius. And yeah. he loved basketball. He was one hell of a basketball player. He played mm-hmm. all up until high school. 
Um, uh, going to play after that because I was just going to uh, too short. You can appreciate a person's artistry. The hell does that mean? Not, not necessarily. Yeah, Rick James at first. Well, I'm listening to it. Yeah, Rick James. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He's a full Richard artist. Full artist because he writes and yeah, performs his own music. Okay, so all around. An incredible entertainer. He's got it all. He had it all. He started copying. Like the. Like, hold like, on. like the New York Dolls, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, you know, down, down streaming New York Dolls. Yeah, you know, yeah. Cool. You know what I had? Cool. You know what I used to have? I used to have a little ten-inch fuchsia that they put out in 1970, and it, they only printed a hundred of them. Oh my somebody god! Stole, somebody stole it from me. Yeah, no bullshit. Yeah, because you know my ex, you know she was a freelance Rolling Stone, like I, like I, like I said in a. She had like twenty five thousand records in her collection, or our collection, because I had a good amount too. On that, I had about you know maybe not like her. I had like fifteen hundred, maybe. But anyway, yeah, some junkie freaking stole it one night. We were having a little gathering with one of the record companies, local record companies around us. And uh, you imagine what that's worth? I always think I think about it every single day. Every single day, oh, what that, yeah. what, that yeah. what that's worth now? A few ten inch, only a hundred New York dolls. I don't have any left. Oh, I didn't like them all. I don't got nothing left, like CDs or anything from like moving and stuff. None of that stuff stayed around. Well, I, I was a big. I like I like Prince because he's a guitar player, and a lot of the music I like um, has a lot of guitars in it. Um, if I want I, guitars, I want Carlos Santana. He's pretty good, but I guarantee you, he would probably say Prince is better. Prince I guess the final of uh, Wish You Were Here, Pink Floyd, I picked it up off somebody's original. Uh, I, had find, I had to find it somewhere. Fuck. Man, oh, shit. Yeah, but I got some vinyls and shit, man. Prince uh, was an awesome recovery. He's been playing, what, 55 years? Yeah, I saw him a few times. You see him? You see him? Ooh. Oh God, yeah. And remember yeah. when he was uh, doing the uh, albums with uh, McLaughlin's uh, uh, Mahavishnu Orchestra? Yeah, like yeah, oh, fuck. He was, I mean, yeah, yeah, he's really like tried to bring other huge and popular um, music Artists to the main, them, yeah. mainstream. Yeah, yeah, always has. Even being a junkie for all those years, he was a really I heard it down to earth, you know, really was into his spirituality, you know, he doesn't like to say religion, you know. Yeah, he was amazing when I saw him. I saw him July 4th once. He was 77. He's been playing longer than I thought. He's been playing 57 years. Wow. Yeah, I believe it. His Woodstock performance is amazing, too. Moonflower was one of my favorite albums. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, right. I agree there. Does that blow your mind? I mean, Sheila, Hendri- Sheila, how old would the Hendrix have been by now? Sheila E. Honestly. Not Sheena E. Hendrix, how old would he At least. Uh, I think 75. Right, he would have been a bit older. Yeah. Okay. No, because he was older 40, than me. 42. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. Almost 80. Or yeah. would, would be 80 this July. Wow. Yeah. Cold was Prince. That's crazy, right? Yeah. 50, yeah, he was like 56 or something. 57. Uh, something. 
But you guys, speaking of Prince, you think they're going to kill him? Uh, you think the Queen is going to have, what's his name, uh, Charles, uh, beheaded or something? For <laughs> she, I doubt she's going to have her own son beheaded, though. Throw him into the Tower of London for being a paraph? Yeah, Jesus oh, Christ, though, but it does look like he might actually fucking face consequences. Can you imagine yeah, that yes. shit? Yeah. Fuck it, no. I don't know. I kind of think the good, old good old Andrew. The royal family is going to do something. They're not just going to sit there and change yeah. it. They've been letting him twist. They've been washed. making him t- uh, pay for his own legal bills and mm. apparently had to sell his favorite chateau or some shit. Yeah, right. uh, that's probably that's oh, probably what they count me. as like punishment in their fucking family. Like you'll have to sell your favorite chateau. Oh my fucking yeah. god! Hey, you you gotta know that our right? daddy. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Here's a fun question: What's the daddy? Name? No. <laughs> What's that? Who's his wife? Who's his wife? What's the Sorry. queen's Party. name? What's the Party. queen's what? The queen's real name. Oh, oh I don't fucking know. Probably uh, Natalie. <laughs> yeah, right. Like Tiffany or some shit. Yeah. Hold on. Diana. <laughs> yeah, right. You see I why mean, the Windsor's right? not Andrew. their real name, right? It was like uh oh, no, it was German. Oh fuck, what was <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was uh fun something or other. Fun fuck face. I don't remember. Yeah. They were like, oh that does that's not gonna work after World War Two shit. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about the wars and you know World War One and World War Two and all that stuff? And I forget who it was it was talking about the other night, but it was uh, you know it was basically families fighting families. Oh, I know right. what it was. It was this, it was this history uh, guy, uh, Felden or something. Does uh, really nice videos <laughs> on YouTube, but he was he did a uh, all the comments like some of these people you know they must be very young because they, they don't get history. It's like very weird because he thought it was a very simple answer. Why you know certain things in history took place, and it's just yeah, it's simple answer. Windsor would have been that would have been the name that I don't wouldn't know. I wouldn't remember. I didn't know. I just knew her name was Queen well, Elizabeth. They, uh, they call themselves the House of Windsor. That's made yeah. up. Yeah. Windsor yeah, being strong. Hmm. If you look at the uh, a master chart of the. Royalty in Europe, they're all related. Mm. German, the French, the Spanish. Oh, I mean, sure. yeah. Inbred. They make Arkansas look like bikers. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Austria or something like still one of the most inbred families around or something like that? Oh, so they weird. deposed them in Austria. Yeah, the Habsburgs. But yeah, there was yeah. they had yeah, the yeah, Habsburg yeah. lip. They were famous for the, the Habsburg lip. That's literally <laughs> from the lip itself was fine, but their gums were <laughs> fucked up. From inbreeding, literally from inbreeding, and so their gums were literally like bleeding and stuff. So we have to have look. And so in paintings, famous paintings from famous people, King Philip the such and such with the Habsburg fucking lip. Are you serious? Bleeding gums, dipshit. Yeah, no, 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 straight up, straight up. And people would literally like people would like marry each other because like, oh, he has a little bit of a Habsburg lip. I wonder if he's related. You know, might be a bastard son. You never know. Literally, shit like that. Even monarchies around the world were not going to give up power, and they married each other, and that's the way they kept hold upon the population of the world. They, they bred. They Remember Prince Charles? It was a huge sin outside the marriage. It was like a huge thing. Look what happened in what's his name when he abdicated. It was his father? 
Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because they didn't want it out of the fitted family. Can you imagine your cousin being fair game? No, only imagine it, but they're like, oh, cousin Philip. Depends where you live. If you didn't know it, if you didn't know it, maybe. Where are you? Are you? That sounds like it's from somebody from the South. Saying, yeah. Hey, I, I, I don't know. I've never done that. My Lord, you got a pretty like, mouth. Somebody already had the built-in excuse. <laughs> I didn't know she's my cousin. God damn it. I, I, yeah. or, or they say something like, if she ain't good enough for her kin, she ain't good enough for me. That's it. That's it, my Lord. Oh, I don't know. I guess it is. But, uh, I remember when Prince Charles was involved in that, that tampon gate where he had said, No, it doesn't sound great. I'm just saying. If the woman he's married to now, the female, right. he wrote it and it came out in the British uh, press or whatever you call it. He wanted to be a tampon inside of her oh. and uh just oh, oh. God, such a fucking weirdo yeah <laughs> how about prince what the fuck is going oh. so now his prince brother doing, doing a 17 year old doesn't seem that doesn't seem you know it's out of the same family uh jesus right. or prince philip asking uh those people in africa if they still chuck spears remember that one he oh, really yeah. did that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like well, that guy is like a hundred and fucking years old. He was Prince of Greece or some shit, right? He was a yeah. really oh, dead yeah. or some garbage. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Hey, he's me, all like, man. I remember you guys back in 1924. You guys were chucking spears. Y'all right, yeah. still do that? Right. Yeah. So, so if there ever was a guy that like literally was a living crypt keeper, it's that guy. Like, seriously, Straight look at a picture of him in the crypt keeper. Oh, the dude looks it. Yeah, hundred percent. Do you know I've heard that like Prince Charles, when shit falls off his table, he calls an assistant like or a servant or whatever to come across the castle from wherever they might be and to pick it up because he like he likes to paint stuff, so his colored pencil or whatever falls on the ground. Instead of picking it up, he just like calls the assistant. And the assistant comes and picks it up and picks it up for him. It's just I don't know. That's not much of a story, but it's just, I, what I haven't said. Yeah. It just shows that you're a part of me, Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Life will never it's know. Like, he's like the crypt keeper before the Holy crypt. Holy shit. Oh my God. That's him, though. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> Fucking hell. I don't know. I don't know why, like, half the British people that are watching probably right now are all insulted. They're like, you're fucking yeah. scared. What? Yeah. But I'm just like, Man, I don't even understand it. I don't understand why you just like, allow that stuff. I'm just like, just let's throw them overboard and see what happens. They don't, don't care about the, the royal family like we do. They say that we're infatuated with the royal family. Oh no, they they're fucking nuts about, about it, dude. Holy shit! A lot of the folks, a lot of the folks over there are nuts about it. There are a lot of people here that are weirdly obsessed about the royal family, though. I'll be honest with you, like Diana and all that kind of stuff. There were a lot of, or the Downton Abbey. Holy crap! Were there a lot of people that were obsessed with that whole shit with the crumpets and the tea and all that kind of stuff? But in the UK, there are a lot of folks that are nuts about. Did you ever make it through the whole episode? That's why they killed Diana. Because she was. What's that, Coot? 
It, were you ever able to get through an entire episode of Downton Abbey? Not really. I have to be honest. Okay. No, okay. no. And be. there were so many people that were nuts about it. I was just like, yeah. fuck this I, dumb garbage. Yeah, I agree so, with you, Coop. Uh, downtown, I got to ask you about Downtown Abbey. I, I want to make sure that we're thinking of the same show. Is it a show based in England in the poor yeah. area? Uh, no, it was in, uh, it was a BBC show and it was basically like high concept, uh, uh, literally like, uh, I could probably just show you actors and you fucking recognize it, but but it was literally about the story of this one actual rich home. I mean, it was a bunch of rich homes, but Downton Abbey was itself like occupied by the Duke of some fucking whatever the shits. And it was literally a big old fucking house that they ran and like all the staff, like literally every, like a couple hundred people that run that place. The, the dude that literally the aristocrats that that's their house, they eat there and live there and whatever are pampered. And then all of their staff to do the pampering. And it was all the different interplay between it was a world where one was coming and all the different, like, uh, how do I say Mm -hmm. this? uh, uh, A change in society whereby uh, both aristocrats as well, well, as common people were being called up to the draft to go fight the Germans and that's, all this different stuff. That's it was interesting it, in concept, but go ahead. Never in seen historical it. Terms, it's before uh, about twenty years before the entire empires of many European companies fell apart at the end of World War II. Mm-hmm. There went their uh, easy street because you, know, you look at all the money that like England pull in from their from the Commonwealth, what later became known as the Commonwealth. It was a huge tax right. deal. So that's why you had colonies. No, they made so much money. It's crazy to think how much money was sucked in. You know, like the the new movie Dune. Uh, they talked about. I don't know if anybody's here seen the the new movie Dune. I kept talking about it. So seen People haven't seen it, but you know the 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 Harkonnens. Uh, they were pulling like to just a crazy amount of money from this fucking planet Dune, where they had this mm-hmm. amazing you know spice and whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, the British were pulling money from the the, the Indians, the fucking Pakistanis, the oh. Jamaicans, the 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 freaking you know beforehand the Americans and the cotton cotton plantations. We were one of the first to uh, revolt, right? That was you know money oriented right but they still got money from the canadians and the australians and the new zealanders yeah. and holy shit did they get money you know they were the og which explains what happened in the 60s yeah. if you really look hard at uh, the culture in england poverty was rampant i mean mm-hmm. because this whole economic floor just dropped out with the uh the solution of the uh, empire and the Commonwealth is basically a treaty situation. It wasn't this uh, heavy administration services and fees and what have you charged by various agencies and the British government? So, you have the the cult of John from, which is John from America, but like they didn't understand that at the time. But there's these cargo cults in Vanuatu, and they all worship Prince Philip as like a deity. Uh, they like sent a big thing when he died, but basically like, um, these cargo cults had a bunch of stuff brought to them in world war two. Um, and they would trade, you know, goods for, uh, with the locals in order to get basically like extra labor when they were fighting the Japanese. And, um, there's whole religions based around, they built straw thatched airplanes and shit to try mm-hmm. and bring the airplanes back to bring goods back from the sky. And like, it's it's kind of like a really weird uh, uh, 
you know, kind of creation of World War II uh, is these cargo cults that worship Prince Philip. <laughs> That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Absolutely crazy that they would do that. It's just, it's just what art. Well, think about it from their perspective. These people come from the sky and from across the sea to, and bring them goods and stuff for a while and basically like enrich the island and then they disappear. Like, wow. it was an interesting precept. I guess it's been widely discredited at this point. I used to, which is a, a pity for me because I used to talk about it a fair amount. Uh, Jared Diamond was the dude from, uh, I don't even remember what school he teaches at right now. But anyway, he wrote this book, Guns, Germs, and Steel, a couple other books too. But anyway, yeah. this is kind of famous book. In the beginning of the book, he talked about he was in uh, Papua New Guinea. And one of the dudes, he talked about the cargo cult, one of the dudes at one of the, the, the towns in New Guinea, because he was like an ornithologist or something. He literally studied birds or whatever. And... Uh, uh, Papua New Guinea is like rich as fucking birds, right? So anyway, he's talking to this this one dude that he's befriended, and the guy's like talking about the airplanes landing, you know, flying away from one of the airstrips. And like, I guess maybe uh, Jim has just maybe dropped off some friends or whatever, the airstrip or something, and they're watching the airplane fly away. And this friend of his, again, even this story apparently was fucking bullshit. But anyway, uh, according to the book that the fucking guy wrote, uh, the, the friend that may not exist was saying, hey, fam, uh, why, uh, why, do you, why do your cultures have so many of these fucking planes? Why do you guys have so much cargo? I think was the question. Why do we have so little cargo? So uh, in sort of the vein of, of what Putin was talking about, the cargo cult, like uh, some of those folks are actually aware of the weirdness of the whole cargo cult and how uh, other cultures have cargo, but they don't. And they wonder why that might be and so, and so forth. You know, like the agnostic among them, you know, the ones that don't necessarily worship the cargo. They think like, okay, so why does that other culture have cargo as opposed to like just worshiping the cargo gods and stuff? It's, it's fucking fascinating to, to hear people talk about that kind of stuff. Again, even if Jared Diamond's books were nonsense, it was still interesting reading. Um, that's insane. That, right? That would be... <laughs> yeah. I mean, if that's... people drop shit over your... Think about it, you know, like World War II, right? Like, uh, dude, seriously, and this happened, man, fucking for real. Like, the, 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 the Japanese invaded a bunch of Pacific Islands that had not mm -hmm. been contacted even in many cases. And so these literally, like, in many cases... Uh, uh, I suppose you'd call, I don't know what the name for it is right now, so I'm hoping not, I'm not being offensive, but I guess you'd call them what, Aboriginal Pacific Islanders or Aboriginal, what, uh, uh, Pan Pacific Islanders? I don't know, right? Like, uh, they're not exactly Polynesian, Australian right? Aborigines. Polynesians, I guess you'd call them. Some of those folks hadn't even been colonized or, or, or not colonized, well, certainly colonized, but contacted even. And the Japanese roll up in the fucking carrier or whatever the shit or destroyer or whatever. Like, you're ours now. And then six months later, the, the, the Marines invade or whatever, the fucking Australian Marines or something invade. And they're like, well, yours, your, your, your island is ours now. Dude, the shit that they must have fucking imagined. And the planes landing over and over dropping parachutes of freaking you know whatever bombs or supplies or food or whatever can you imagine what their thought process must have been you know like they they they, they just a couple months ago didn't even know what freaking foreign people were and here's people like dropping stuff out of planes that's honestly it's fascinating to think about it's gonna happen to us Dude, what, uh, there's, there's all this there's this uh, closet theory now because the pentagon has opened up the uh I don't remember what the name of the, the, the office is, but it's like a branch of, uh, 
alien research science. I've completely fucked up everything about that name, but there's a whole conspiracy online now that they're preparing us for interstellar war. And I'm like, why does everyone always jump to the craziest possible conclusion? Like, why couldn't it be like, maybe the Pentagon found some shit that they want us to look at or something. Let's keep it real. We've watched enough movies to know this to be true. It's fine. If there were bad, it's the worst case were, scenario. Steve if there were the bad aliens, if there were bad aliens, we would know about it. Actually, that's a good point. Honestly, we'd already know. We like we. Steve Carell is going to lead the space force, and we're going to win the war. Who is? Same thing. Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson's going to lead the space force. Neil, so just send the rock. Mike Tyson. Who else is going to? That's go? not true. Like we're just it's finding out. People are just finding out and getting stuff released on UFOs. You know what I mean? Like, if there was like a bad something out there, they wouldn't want to freak out the the, the population. So they would probably keep it as tight. It wouldn't as matter until the last second. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, have you seen that movie? Don't look up. They wouldn't even wouldn't even fucking matter. Like yeah. the smart people matter. be all freaked out, like we are about global warming. We're all fucking tearing our hair out. We're like, man, shit's going fucking down in a few years. Sea level's gonna rise. Miami's not gonna exist anymore. Like, let's take a look at like vacation plans in the near future. The rest of the world doesn't give a single shit. So, if they have interstellar travel, they they could go between universes. So their technology so past our technology. It wouldn't matter. They would destroy us quick. It wouldn't matter what what we did. I'm thinking it's more like the Star Trek version of it, where they don't mess with you unless you're starting to send stuff out into space, trying to find people or trying to find stuff. I think that's when now we're going to other planets. I mean, They're the reality of space is I'm with you, man. I was yeah. seriously, Chris, like the whole precepts of freaking science fiction is that the aliens are coming to steal our shit. Like they're coming to steal our no. water or our, I don't even know. They're, like, come the Matrix, they're coming to steal our uh, meat electricity or whatever dumb garbage. Have you heard of solar panels? I don't even know. Like yeah. has the matrix world heard of like windmills and stuff? I don't, I don't know. Uh, or nuclear power. To- it doesn't look like those, those aliens or those robots are too concerned about like uh, global warming and stuff. Wouldn't they just build nuclear reactors that are far more effective than fucking human meat bodies? I don't know. But uh, the aliens, they're supposedly always coming to steal our either water Rare earth minerals, blah, 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 blah. But again, we call them rare earth minerals because they're rare here. What about an mm-hmm. asteroid completely and totally mm-hmm. filled with so-called exactly. rare earth minerals? They'll just go and take that. And we wouldn't even exactly. know it. You don't need to do it. Right? Come here for DNA. There's so much water everywhere else. Of all the things that's unique to the earth, they'd come here for DNA samples to collect for making hybrids of their own shit. That, that actually makes more sense. Well, so that's why they do the alien butt probes. That's that's probably why. That would be something (laughs) that would be unique in value on the planet versus anything. That would explain the anal probing. Yeah, it explains the anal probing. But seriously, though, common sense would totally dictate that that if they were bad, we would know because they would already be here. It's obviously they wait until we're actually traveling to planets. And now that we're thinking about going to Mars and doing something to Mars, that's when we're going to start learning the rules. Because I think there's going to be rules upon 
trying to go mess with another planet's atmosphere, trying to mess with their de- that planet's natural development. And I never be able to fully terraform Mars because there's no magnetos. <laughs> there's no. Well, they I mean, Elon Musk said he dropped some nukes over there. You would never that the fact that it doesn't have a big enough metal core in order to actually hold enough magnetic, you know, field to, to keep away the radiation and all the rest of the stuff. So it'll never look like Earth. It might have life and stuff on it growing across the planet. That they could probably pull off, but who knows? I mean, we're pretty good at fucking up this planet. All we gotta do is go there and do the same thing. I think that's what we can tell us that we can't. Well, we just launched that new one, that new oh, one probe. It's supposed to be a thousand or how many times more more uh, uh, more powerful than the than the um, the other one that's up there, the telescope that we have. Where's the, oh, the, the James Hubble. Webb? The Hubble. Yeah, it's got yeah, its own the, uh, 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 space yeah. shield and everything else. Yeah, it's and not. It's mission. Unfortunately, it's not in the visible spectrum. It's more in the infrared spectrum, but it's still. Gonna be yeah, it's to try what? and find life out there. Is there like it's a alien, like an alien Greta Thunberg who's going to come and be like. <laughs> Can't damage this planet. Like I, <laughs> they don't have any incentive to do that. Wasn't that Keanu? I think that was Keanu that played that. Yeah. No, they'd probably just stop us. But why though? Like, what, what do they care it, if we're fucking up planets like that. Um, because it doesn't belong to us. <laughs> it's just crazy. I mean, are they claiming that we have no state like oil rig? Are they fracking on, on Mars? No, I'm <laughs> saying that probably there's probably hey, there's probably some intergalactic rules that we don't know about. And oh, shit, now he's going there. Don't be a dick, don't show your dick. They got to put a casino oh, there for the native Martians to make some money back so that since we took their land. No, yeah. I don't I don't think it's, I think it's more of the thing kind of like, you know, you can fuck up your own planet, but you can't be going around fucking up other people's planets. But why though? Like, why would they give a shit? That's my question. Like, unless it's like it's the probably because, world, aliens, like, well, <laughs> that's why I said I think it's more of the um, because I think if there were bad aliens we'd already know about it and I, if I think it's more like the Star Trek aliens where they actually have an alliance already and when you start going into when you start traveling planet to planet they bring you into the fold so I think that's when we're going to find out what the rules are I mean Voyager, this is only Voyager common sense of the, Voyager 2 is completely outside of the the solar system so i mean we, we've already surpassed just leaving the planet a while ago i mean it's still in the what they call it no i left the orc cloud the voyager 2 is did it actually leave the orc cloud already that's fucking amazing yeah but one of them broke next the, step is Viger. yeah next step is star trek one everyone knows that they that have that, that new artemis mission supposed to yeah. pass voyager in a couple of years it's it's going way fucking fast. It's like sixty times faster than Voyager two. I wish we'd spend more money investigating space. There's an interesting question. Uh, they call it the Great Filter, basically. As as Chris was talking about, oh, if there were bad aliens, we'd know about already. Well, this basically touches on the concept of the Great Filter or the the Fermi paradox. Uh, why don't we, uh, in a nutshell, why don't we uh, uh, perceive now? the evidence of uh, foreign life or, or alien life. Like, why is it that we do not, uh, to this point, observe any uh, uh, um, clear 
uh, evidence of uh, uh, extraterrestrial life. Because there's been blips here and there. There was so-called little, uh, I don't know, coughs of information or whatever, but they would immediately vaporize and then they could be easily explained as stellar phenomenon, whatever else. There's to this day never, to, to you know, in common knowledge, been any evidence of alien life. Is that because, for example, there are a bunch of alien uh, uh, bad guys that everyone is hiding from? Is it because, for example, all civilizations punch themselves in the dick before they can basically move on to the stars? Uh, is that because, uh, how do I say it, we're the first? There's a bunch of different reasons why perhaps we are the first to perceive this. Are alien civilizations phys physically too far? They're, they're spread too few and too far apart to ever contact each other in real terms? Like, basically, this is these are the kind of questions in the, the Fermi paradox. Like, why are we the only ones to really uh, uh, perceive uh, you also any have kind of the, information? The whole fact that you have to go through three star birth and death cycles in the universe before the, all the elements that are required to, like, make us um, have been created, right? Like, <laughs> In this is true. This is an interesting were, point. Were, you know, yeah. For the first few billion years of the universe, like there was no gold, there was no heavy metals that just wasn't created yet because that stuff was created in the de death dying stars and mm. other really weird environments, right? So you have to have three death and birth cycles in order to even get to the base ingredients that start making what we consider life. We have a cultural predisposition to always think of the ancients. I don't know, something something about our cultures, uh, worldwide cultures, we always kind of perceive that there's something more ancient than ourselves. And, you know, in many cases, there actually is something much more ancient than ourselves. But as a result of that, human beings assume... I think kind of preternaturally that there are just uh, alien species that are way older than us. But Potent touches on something quite interesting that actually uh, uh, 100% uh, gold, plutonium, uranium, you name it, those are forged in the deaths of stars and they can't really be formed. Like the heaviest thing that can be formed in our sun is, is iron. And iron is not even near to be the, the, the heaviest element that you can possibly find or even the heaviest element that you need for stuff, right? We can make steel with iron, which is great, but we can't make like complex computers or whatever that need gold and whatever else. So for that, you actually need a stellar explosion. So a star that actually literally died of old age, and that's a few billion years after the beginning of the universe. Long story short, perhaps, weirdly enough, we might be the first aliens. That's a weird fucking thought, right? And then maybe we'll be the ones like uh, colonizing the stars in however many years, thousands of years or whatever. Maybe we'll be doing the butt probing. So weirdly enough, even though the, the Nebraskans are like, oh, I got to probe in the butt again. Maybe they were just making that up and maybe that was Aunt Bertha. But maybe we'll be doing the butt probing to the fucking Sarlaccians in Galaxy Nebuchadnezzar 2 or something. That's that's what's going on out there. Dude, can we bring the moonshine with us when we go colonizing stars? That seems like it'd be way better. Yeah, of course. I mean, moonshine and weed, honestly. Yeah. A steel. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself auto brewery syndrome. I mean, I'll take titanium in space, but I mean, can we bring the the weed? And, that's what they're missing in the expanse. Wes should be here. Wes isn't here right now to talk about this, but I bet you anything that Wes would agree that the expanse would be better if they had lots and lots of weed. You have auto brewery syndrome, so you can just yeah. produce weed or brews right in your home. Dude, they That's could totally real. grow like potent. What what could you grow if you could grow like everyone just talks about like UV this and you know rare spectrum that? What could you grow if you grew like full on hemp in like star greenhouses, like a like a floating greenhouse in space? Your plant structure would be different. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, your morphology would be all fucked up, yeah. wouldn't it? Huh. 
Well, I don't know. There, there's been a bunch of plants grown in space, but I don't think anyone. I don't think they've done weed yet. Would it be? Um, would it be space necessarily larvae? Do you think? I mean, if you took a super super heavy, uh, 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 like a really nug meaty heavy strain, do you think it would be super larvae if you took it up in space? I don't know, but we should totally. Elon Musk likes weed, and he has spaceships. I think we can make this work. Should we submit a grant to Elon Musk for, to grow space weed? I mean, yes. you know what? This world is so bizarre that you never fucking know. Like, Petition to grow space. We'd be weed. like, we'd write him a letter, and he'd be like, you know what? That's fucking. That's cool. Let's do it. That, that would be kind of neat. Accident. You know what? What would the price per pound be for space weed? Oh my fucking god! Yeah, right? I don't even know. <laughs> Charles, do you have any idea? Like, you'd have to bring it back to Earth and shit, and it'd have to be cured. And then, of course, it loses three-quarters of its weight. So you'd bring back, like, 10 kilos. You'd only get, like, two and a half kilos of, of freaking weed back. Dude, it would have, it would be so expensive. What, what would the strain name be for space weed? Space weed? Space queen. Uh, that's not bad, right? <laughs> or Venus's kiss some shit i mean no because like elon musk is like a total like uh, he's i guess he's a i think marduber calls it a weibo he's apparently totally like hentai nerd so it'd probably be some weird japanese shit i don't even know right don't speak japanese. From wherever maybe where it's grown or right or what, it, what it's grown in or the area of space it's grown in, or the spaceship or planet smash is taking off true smash have a good one buddy cheers buddy we might uh, like, take like off not to too distant future as well. Yeah, my butt's falling asleep. Is it really? <laughs> That's why I have to keep getting that. That's a downside. Ugh. Dude, I want to get a standing desk, honestly. No joke. Like, I used to laugh at people that had standing desks, but now I'm a little bit older. I'm like, dude, you know what? Like, my back hurts and stuff. I like to stand up. Like, dude, I want to have one of those desks, legit, that goes up and goes down. I had, I have, Do you could? I've had one for two years. Okay. Got it at Costco, saved all kinds of money. It's embarrassing how little I paid for it. You know, Costco, good deal and stuff. Um, I've I've raised it twice, only to show somebody that it actually grows. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it technically does it. And because it sounded really good, oh, yeah, this is great. You know, it's got a timer on it. You know, so you can like sit it for an hour and so it alerts you that it's time to stand up or, or sit down, whatever, you know. And yeah, never has happened, but I, it's really cool. Yeah. Be yeah. It's a bizarre thing to think about, but they actually say that uh, human beings were not evolved to sit on things like chairs. We That's were correct. evolved to, when we sit, we were evolved to sit on things like logs. And so basically your butt was never like flat and soft, basically. So we have this extremely strange structure to our backs, to our butts, to everything else. Like apparently it fucks everything up. It fucks yeah. up our entire, like insides, it fucks up our spine, it fucks up our like, uh, even our respiration and blood circulation. Like it's bizarre to think about it, but literally just sitting in a chair is apparently so fundamentally against the way our body has evolved even though it feels comfy you know like i'm sitting in a chair right now it feels fine but evidently it's so bad for us that it takes years off your life to sit in the fucking chair isn't that fucking strange I'm feeling that right now i'm feeling my hemorrhoids flare up huh. <laughs> running out of juice. i gotta run guys bye-bye right on coot cheers coot have a good one
<laughs> we got to get Coot those fancy Apple ones. He probably he'd, he'd love it. Those like uh, crazy expensive ones, the 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 yeah. audio file ones. We gotta get him one. We'll get him uh, the, the if we can get him ones that are like anodized pink. We'll get him those. Yeah, we were talking about aliens and stuff. I think I don't know if we talked about this particular thing earlier, but Mansa Musa, the richest dude to ever live. Right. The people that were in charge of Mali right before him uh, did an expedition to the New World. Um, and there's even some written record of it. Um, yeah. But they were probably the first ones to uh, to go there from, from that side of the pond. There's a whole... Uh, uh, it's not really hidden history, but there was a gigantic fleet that left China uh, not too long after that i want to say it was a little bit after that honestly are you taking off chris yeah, i'm uh, taking, taking off man you're taking off i'm checking out cheers buddy have it's a good my, one man it's my bedtime 12 adios buddy yes yeah, have a good one right, man. uh i should have asked him how he can be found all that stuff but i guess i forget uh, uh how to do that or i forgot how to do that ladies and gentlemen i guess we'll call this last call and uh, we'll try it we i don't know if we'll succeed but we'll do our best to hit the next 420 we'll see if we can do it uh, uh the, the the mind is willing the body is uh, spongy and bruised but we'll try to do it uh what was i just talking about i completely I totally forget i was talking about mansa musa or i was talking about the trip to the new world the trip to the new world yes the chinese uh their entire armada basically vanished and then the Chinese essentially gave up uh, uh, after that it was actually you know what i think it was like 1492 fuck what was it let me look this up so that I don't completely make up every single part of this. I hate when people say, you know, bro, that one thing that happened that one time, it was totally cool. And every single fact that they give you is totally wrong. I think it's Shanghai. Here we go. So what is it? U.S. Oh, fuck. Uh, damn it. I hate when you search for something and you keep searching, you keep typing things. Chinese Armada headed by... You know, I think this is it. Let me just look at this for a second here. I'll just read about it. You know, fuck it. I'll just share it while I'm reading about it. Perhaps this is it. Perhaps this is not. We can discover it together, ladies and gentlemen. How fun is that? Uh, I am not a Chinese speaker. So, ladies and gentlemen, forgive me for butchering Zheng He. Was a Chinese mariner, explorer, diplomat, fleet admiral, and court eunuch. In other words, someone chopped off his nuts. During China, uh, China's early Ming dynasty, he was originally born as Mahe in a Muslim family and later adopted the surname Zheng uh, Comferd. By the, I'm still using that weird ass freaking uh, accent that I was using earlier. Uh, by the Yongle Emperor, Emperor Zheng, uh, blah 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 blah. As a favorite, you know what? I might be thinking of the wrong admiral. I'm thinking of this gigantic freaking. Hold on, sailing charts. All right, I am uh, again. You see, I, I'm still not searching for the right thing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's a work in progress. We're gonna work for it. Uh, Chinese uh, exploration of a new world. There we go. It's Chinese exploration of North America. Perhaps this will. There we go. It was Zheng He. Holy fucking shitballs. It was literally him. Holy shit. This whole time I was literally talking about the exact truth. So Chinese exploration on Wikipedia, ladies and gentlemen, includes exploratory Chinese travels abroad. 
from the travels of the Han Dynasty diplomat Zhang Qian into Central Asia during the 2nd century BC until the Ming Dynasty treasure voyage of the 15th century that crossed the Indian Ocean and reached as far as East Africa. Uh, you know what? This might also not include what I was looking at. Damn it. Ladies and gentlemen, I am a little bit too drunk, I think. I think at this point I have reached the satiation, satiation for the point at which I am fucking crunked. And I'm just like, God damn shit. I know some things that I'm trying to express, but some of those things do not fall out of my head in the appropriate way. Uh, we are looking at, uh, did the Chinese actually discover America? This was sort of the subtext of what I was trying to express, that the Chinese may have actually uh, discovered America. Uh, for centuries, the discovery that America was criticized, credited, criticized, criticized uh, ladies and gentlemen, I've had an excessive amount of, uh, uh, what is this called? Redemption High Rye Bourbon. Uh, was credited to Christopher Columbus, even though we know for a fact that Vikings landed there much earlier, which is actually true, by the way. Uh, but new findings show that the Chinese may have been there much sooner than either one of those motherfuckers. Researchers found, I, I may be taking slight liberty with the article here. Researchers have found uh, writing carved into the motherfucking rocks that suggest the Chinese were here long before any motherfucking European landed. Again, I might be taking some liberty with this text. They believe they inscribed the writing alongside the motherfucking carvings of goddamn Native Americans, holy shit, thousands of years the fuck ago. Uh, an amateur epigraph researcher and retired chemist named John Ruskamp came across the strange markings while walking the Petroglyph Natural Monument in Albuquerque, should turn left, Albuquerque, as Bugs used to say, uh, in New Mexico. He says they indicate ancient Chinese explorers were in the Americas around 1300 motherfucking BC, around 2800 years before Columbus accidentally stepped on his dick and then also came to the New World in 1492. Mr. Ruskamp said, these ancient Chinese writings in North America cannot be fake, of course, he could never be lying. For the markings are very old. Of course, that's, that's I mean, just checkmate right there. Uh, as are the style of the scripts. As such, the findings of this, I wonder if he was a Scientologist. I wonder right now if he was a Scientologist. Anyway, as uh, such, the findings of the studies uh, confirm uh, that ancient Chinese peoples were exploring and positively interacting with the native peoples over 2,500 years ago. Okay, color me a little bit skeptical about what I'm currently telling you guys right now. This sounds a little bit dumb. I have to no, I'm hearing it. I'm listening. I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, it's no, very it's interesting. But that's a little crazy. 2,500 years ago, that's a little nuts. I have to be honest. But you know what? It's not that nuts. Like now that I'm thinking about it, like the Aborigines that I was talking about earlier in, in Australia and uh, Indonesia, Papua New Guinea, and so on. Those fuckers, they have been there for 50,000 years. It's the oldest contiguous human culture. I've said that before on the show. The Aborigines of Australia, especially Australia, but also New Guinea and so on, they're literally the oldest contiguous cultures in the human race. 50,000 fucking years old. Like all the African cultures have been basically upended and fucked with and, you know, burned down, killed and all this different stuff and, you know, married into and all blah, 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 blah. So like a lot of African populations are older than 50,000 years, but their cultures are younger through colonization, through this, through that, through intermarriage. But the Aboriginal cultures are at least 50,000 years old. So it's actually not hard to imagine. And by the way, the Aborigines, they literally sailed there. Like, that's the fucking craziest shit about them. They sailed to Australia. They didn't walk there through, like, an ice age. They sailed there. 
like over 50,000 years ago. So the technology existed for people, human beings to basically sail across open water and so on and so forth. It's really stunning to think about this kind of stuff. And we like a lot of times in history, we kind of just like to ignore this kind of stuff. So like, as I say this, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, sure. Fucking bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, for the longest time, there was a lot of very interesting. I remember reading quite a bit about um, the, uh, what do you call it? Ballyhoo. That's probably not what people call it. But the 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 the, the scandals at uh, archaeologists proposing, for example, uh, Viking exploration and discovery of North America. And even, for example, early uh, early Celtic exploration through like a land bridge across Europe. Uh, exploration of North America, it was apparently quite a, uh, it's still to this day, I think, is a very uh, controversial subject because it potentially upends the idea of Native American, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I can't think of it right now. The idea that Native Americans are the original, well, I guess you could call it mythology, but the idea that Native Americans were from like Mongolian stuff were the first explorers. I mean, both of those groups could, I don't know, this is the thing that where I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because I'm probably the only person on this earth that actually believes in a one-state solution to the Israeli-Palestine solution. I'm like, you motherfuckers realize that you could actually get along if you weren't shitheads? So this is this right. is where I'm like, dude, you could actually have people from Mongolia as well as people from, you know, I give a fuck, Sweden. Let's just call it Sweden, Denmark. I don't give a shit. Uh, both of those fuckers could have explored North America, and that would be super cool. Like if they met in the middle and, you know, boned a lot and stuff, that'd be epic. That'd be fucking yeah. wonderful. But of course, all the races are like, no, it has to be one. It has to be the other. I don't know. I'm probably making no sense, but I literally like uh, what I was trying to say is like everyone's talking about, oh, we believe in the two state solution for Israel and Palestine. We'll keep those groups uh, uh, separate, but equal, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, literally, they all eat cucumbers. They all eat feta cheese. They all have children. They all like look at camels and think they look weird. Like they're all fucking people. And so they could literally, if they wanted to, they weren't shit lords. They could live in the same place and not be like dickheads about it. Like they could, they could literally live in the same head, same place and not be dickheads about it. We have way more in common than we do differences. Right. It doesn't matter where it is on this planet. For real though. But don't you know the same species, man. Don't you know Iron Age books, Granky Land writes. Uh, especially when they talk about burning bushes, dude, it drives me fucking nuts that every single religion was basically based on heat stroke in the desert. Yeah, like some asshole <laughs> guy like went in the desert and got heat stroke and then wrote about it. Did have I told you about the dragons I saw flying around in the sky? Yeah, <laughs> these two stones, man. I swear to God, they were these ten holes. This bush it never stopped burning. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can be warm, but you know, right? I hadn't had anything to eat or drink for three weeks, but But I can tell you for sure that that happened. Yeah, it started talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding? Yeah, man. I don't know why this made me think of it, but I don't think gave me all the answers. Yeah, give me the answers. So in 1951, the CIA dosed an entire town in France with LSD. I heard that. And all hell broke. Yeah, you heard that one. Yeah, it was uh, pretty fucking wild. Yeah. But they didn't know what the fuck was going on. 
um, yeah, everyone was freaking the fuck out. I can do when it, was this? What, how long ago? 50s? In the 50s, yeah. 50s, yeah. I believe it. When they were doing all the acid tests. The town was called uh, Fort St. Esprit in southern France. An outbreak of mass insanity, four deaths and 50 people. Jesus. Put into asylums. Wow. And it goes with what they did to Skeevy. And the CIA did that Kristen Wiig character on SNL. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, have you guys ever watched The Righteous Gemstones? No, weird. but I heard it's a, supposedly it's the funniest show on HBO or some shit I heard the other day. No, it is really know. good. Dude, it's got what's his fucking it? Um, the dude that played Walter in uh, I can't think of his name in Lebowski. Ben Cranston? No. But oh, that was yeah, funny. Uh, Buscemi, right? Fuck. Uh, oh, my fucking God, I cannot think of his name in any way. He was in Roseanne. He played the dad on Roseanne. Oh, yeah, wow. John, uh, John Goodman. What's his name? John, John yeah, Goodman. Goodman. There we go. Yeah, John Goodman and Brian Cranston, or has not Brian Cranston, uh, Danny McBride, and uh, the, the one of the guys from Workaholics as like. Um, uh, Pat, like mega preachers for running mega church, and it is fucking really good. Is like it? really, really good. Like fucking hysterical. Dude, Danny imagine- McBride. Every time I, I watch something from Danny McBride, and I watch him for five minutes, I'm like, this guy's not funny. And then five minutes later, I'm like, literally, like, my, I don't even know. I'm busting my gut laughing. Did you ever crazy. see his first movie, The Foot Fist Way? That's fucking great. I think, hold on, the foot fist way it rings a bell. Fist, foot. Dude, I was watching uh, Pineapple, Pineapple Express the other day, which I didn't remember was kind of that mediocre of a movie, but uh, uh, he was hands down probably the best part of it. I think I have seen the foot fist way. It's been a while though. Guy's fucking hilarious. I realize I'm not showing it to you. It's so good. So good. He plays a karate expert. Story of a man who teaches people how to kick other people in the face. <laughs> That's it. And he'll pit like, he's like the karate teacher, and he'll pit like a dude with like a black belt against like a 15 year old girl. Fucking <laughs> hilarious. That's the way to do it. And then, like, his wife fucking around. He's like, I'm not calling you a whore right now, but your actions are very whore-ish. Let <laughs> <laughs> me just see that again. Dude, whore-like. Whore, whore-adjacent. Whore-dash-ish. I like it. Right on. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, have I rolled another joint? I have not. I could. Could roll a joint. I, I poured another drink, I realized, so perhaps I should probably roll another joint before the end of the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. Shall we uh, uh, Shall we start to... Uh, nobody else topped on, so I guess uh, nobody else is going to come and uh, bullshit and show off their garden or whatever, so I guess we're going we're gonna to probably say our uh, good evenings and goodbyes. I don't know. Does anyone want to volunteer to be first? I don't know. Dirty, what do you think, buddy? 
Oh, by the way, a nice garden, man. Uh, I, I didn't get to say it earlier, but uh, nice plants, man. Uh, I, you know, I didn't hear. I saw the. I had it muted for a second. I saw the the video. You might not be here right now. Actually, dirty. Am I talking to an empty microphone? Yeah. I, no, I'm. Oh, here. right on. Cheers, buddy. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, what strains were you running? I didn't get the chance to hear that earlier. Uh, it's Granddaddy Purple. Uh, they're all the same strain. Oh, right on. Right on. Good looking flowers, man. Cheers, dude. Thank you. Right on. Uh, what week was what week was that garden in that we were looking at? It's week nine. Right on. Uh, yeah, and uh, if I look at the trichomes, they look like they're pretty close to uh, finishing up, but they still have white pistols on there. Right on. That happens. Uh, man, harvesting can be weird plants sometimes you'll harvest uh, uh this is neither here nor there this has nothing to do necessarily with your crop but i've harvested stuff that had white pistols on it and it was done i've harvested stuff that had uh clear trichomes and i know for sure that it was done i've harvested stuff that had amber trichomes and i know that it was done it's just it's weird plants are fucking weird that way it's it's a it's a funny thing it's part of the artistry and the the goofy i'm just kind of talking out loud honestly i'm not, I'm not talking at you but uh well, no, it's no. like the artistry of weed, you know, like every single plant is different and every single grower will pull stuff down differently. Some people will wait longer, uh, probably the same strain with yours. Some people would wait another two weeks. Some people would wait less than a week. They would have harvested in week eight. Some people harvest a week from now is interesting as hell. It's funny. Yeah, I, I've talked to some other people on the Discord and they were saying that, you know, one was saying, well, I would have already harvested and others were saying, well, maybe wait longer. So, yeah, the, the opinions vary. Uh, I think for myself, when I've harvested earlier, I've always regretted it. Mm -hmm. That's usually what they say. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of an example. I suppose if you wanted really blonde hash, that's really the only example. But man, if you want seeds, always helps to let them go a little bit. Evil Deadly Fart is coming to say goodbye. Uh, uh, seeds always helps to, almost always, we won't say always, almost always helps to let them go a little bit longer. Uh, what else? Even in you know, cannabis plants, you want a little bit of extra terpenes, whatever, almost always helps to get another week, whatever. I mean, again, almost always, because you'll get to that point where it's actually ripe, and then you give it another week, and it'll actually get weaker. So it's like it's almost always, but I mean, you, you get to know it. Yeah. Uh, forgot to wipe my dab out of the thing. You're sorry. Damn it. I hate when I do that. That's a pain in the ass, too, because then you basically have to reheat the banger and stuff. That's a massive pain in the ass. Yeah, I feel your pain, Dirty Indica. Uh, Evil Deadly Fart is joining us just in time to say good evening, good night, goodbye. What's going on, my friend? Hello, uh, welcome. Uh, welcome back. Haven't seen you in a bit. What's going on, dude? Uh, uh, I wanted to show you the beautiful garden of my friend, the big garden boss. <laughs> nice. Uh, you know, I got friends that don't like to grow weed, but they grow moss. <laughs> you got to grow something. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, you got talent and something at least. And the fun part with moss is that you can put the 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 rest of your beer, and it's no longer drinkable. And the moss love it. <laughs> That's pretty fun. You just pour the beer into the moss, and the moss is like, yay! And that's pretty much the best thing that he's grown uh, on his balcony. 
because I was talking with him like, uh, what's the best thing that you did? He said, I think my moss is my big greatest success on my balcony. <laughs> but wait a second, Evil Daddy 4, I, 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 I don't know. Is there something strange about Quebecois? Because honestly, I have always been taught not to waste beer. Like, why are you pouring beer on moss? Like, what's, what's, where in Quebec is there a place where you're done with beer? I think it's when you start to be really drunk and forget that you had a beer and there's like a, a small, like a sip left in it. I see. I think it's more about it. Yeah. 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 I know there's some people that are more, uh, I mean, when I was younger, if you had spilled beer somewhere, I think I will have gone there to just lick it, uh, but now I'm okay. I can, <laughs> I can count <kill> myself. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, get your bowls, your bongs. We have less than a minute, I think, to uh, four twenty. Uh, we're talking about uh, beer and moss in uh, French-speaking Canada. Very interesting <laughs> subject, as as one might imagine. Uh, Evil deadly fart. Does the moss explode with joy? when you pour beer on it or how do you know that it actually enjoys it? Um, the way I know it is that when I was younger, I was uh, a fan of the bonsai stuff. So I started to grow bonsai and get a big interest on it. And then I realized that uh, one of the things to do with your bonsai is have some moss on the rock. And in the recipe, they were saying that you grind the moss put it in beer and spray it on your tough. Uh, so I had to ask my mom some beer for my bonsai. Hmm. Uh, Cheers, folks. Happy 420. Uh, you, you find what you can to drink beer for free when you're a young guy, right? <laughs> I have no idea what you mean. No idea at all. No, oh, man. My mom, was, my mom was giving me a beer to uh, to propagate my, my mask because you, you sprayed you grind the moss with the beer and spray it on your on your rock over hmm. your bonsai, and it worked out for some kind of moss. Uh, not every moss, but uh, the green one, uh, like we see on the picture, it worked. Right on. By the way, speaking of neither moss nor green things, really. Uh, I've just ended the poll. Uh, interesting results, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the question was trivia, question mark. The answers were no, really, the cheese sandwich, fam, from the previous question, 26%. Whiskey and trivia also tied for 26%. So either cheese sandwiches or whiskey and trivia, or 23% whiskey only, or also tied for 23%. Witches or watches or washes question mark basically two ties. So I don't even know. 38 votes. I'm not sure where that leads us. I, I have to be honest. Char Charlie's farm is there in, like a lesson in that or it's a tie. Right? Sounds like it's a tie. Uh yeah. Do we get like coffee grounds or whatever and we're, turn them over and read them or something? A divided or? show. We're a divided show. <laughs> Man, just like the political environment in America, yeah. holy shit. Divided oh, about, divided we stand, together we fall, or some shit. Yeah. I think it's the opposite yeah. of that. But Fimidor, yeah. the red is not well represented. You wear some blue and nobody wore red right now. Damn it. 
Sorry. That's not true. <laughs> I have both red and blue. Oh, oh yeah, you got the, the, the red. You see? You see? Yeah. You see? The attempt, <laughs> the attempt at division have fallen. Well, they haven't fallen. <laughs> yeah. There's one thing with it. We all ate. We all do the same thing in life, basically. Yeah, man. Whatever. If we think different, oh, it's on so it's subject. so ridiculous to me. Like whenever I hear people that are like uh, uh, talk about race this or race that, I just fucking roll my eyes because it just betrays such a lack of intelligence. Because uh, if you have any idea of European history, you, you you actually start to understand that there's no such thing as Germanic this, Celtic that, Russian that. Literally, uh, Russian people that the Germanic people famously in World War II thought were subhumans or whatever. The Russian people were the Vikings that the German people thought were amazing Aryans. And the German people, many of them, who themselves thought were these pure, wonderful races, they were mixed with Hungarians and Italians and fucking Spanish and everything else, they were themselves killing the people they thought were the unholy race. It's such a fucking weird ass back asswards bullshit situation. You can't even fucking uh, you can't even write you can't even make this stuff up and get people to fucking believe it. Basically, in the six to eight hundreds, there was this thing called that they actually call it in German the Volker Wandering, Wanderung, uh, uh, basically the people's wandering, whatever. And it was basically everyone from the east went to the west. Everyone went from the west went to the east. People don't really know exactly what happened because history was somewhat sparse back then. We don't have a lot of fucking recorded history and whatever else, right? Not a lot of recorded paper and so on, but. Uh, it stands to reason there was a lot of upheaval, a lot of uh, difficulties finding food, blah, blah, blah. And literally everyone was like, I wonder what's over that hill over there. And as they passed people passing the other way, they didn't stop to ask, oh, did you just leave a shithole? They just assumed that the other people were fucking dumb, basically. And so they, everyone basically switched places in Europe. And so literally, some of the only, you could call them pure races, but there's no such fucking thing. Holy fucking shitballs again. But if you were to call something a pure race, you could say, all right, maybe the Scandinavians and Russians and the Celts who are all basically the same and have blonde and red hair, wouldn't you know it conveniently? They all basically look the same. Those people are pretty closely related. The rest of them are all fucking mishmash of whatever. But guess what? Literally everything that I have said is fucking nonsense because people across neighboring villages in Africa have more genetic diversity than people from Italy to Switzerland to Finland to Ireland to, uh, to, to fucking Mongolia, you name it. Literally, because we evolved in Africa, the folks that are still in Central Africa that are literally across, they can throw a rock at each other at a different village, those folks have more genetic diversity than the people from Japan to Finland. Racism is a construct of dipshit humans that don't know better. There's no other way I could fucking put it. You you could not express to me a stupider thought than that you are a racist. Honestly. I don't think there's anything dumber you could say. I found something interesting about the the Norman, whatever, the Scandinavian people. Mm -hmm. They they had the people that had the genetic from the fertile crescent like when they've spread the wheat and the culture and the raising animals and stuff, there's people that went everywhere from those places and had, let's say, the blood of those. And it went in uh, the Scandinavian people and the Central Asian people, I think the Han or something like that, 
they 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 are part of the uh, Scandinavian blood. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, I was really interested for for their thing. Because for a while they were saying that it was like a a really old line for a lot of them. But if you go just a bit deeper than that, then you realize that there's like a mix of stuff and the original people that were there for most, it's gone in, their, in that blood. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of like, a, I think it's the original hunter gatherer, they were having blue eyes and tan skin in mm-hmm. Europe. And so that, that's, that's really interesting. So I, I'm, I'm like, oh, I got blue eyes. Oh, maybe I got a, a small portion of the hunter-gatherer in my blood somewhere. But it's really far away. Just enough to say that I got the blue eyes. <laughs> this is the oh, hunter. Hoysan people. These are the ones he was talking about that have mm. the biggest diversity of, of any mm. or uh, any group that's left. And they basically haven't left there since you know the rest of humanity left Africa. Um, and that's why they have such incredible diversity genetically. Um, they're the original human land race basically is what we're trying yep. to say yep basically where we all came from from where there's also okay. like on this chart there's another South Africa. Here in, in far eastern africa that went extinct they actually found they've never found the bones of them but they found the dna of it and some of the other fossils and, hmm. and um uh, long time africa. ago when i was in sixth grade they actually taught us that it was in mesopotamia you know in Persia, that's what we were actually taught in history class. Interesting. It's for the for the, uh, that's what they call the fertile uh, crescent. Uh, those people in those places that you've been teaching in school, they've they've pretty much spread the the raising of animal and culture of wheat and grain and like barley and stuff like that. It's there. Just to show you, everything changes over life. Like, you know. And that's only over 50 years that we just discovered different, different things. Mm. A lot, this, so much over the last 60, 50, 70 years. Yeah, so this, this one they're saying makes up between 2 and 19% of Western African genetic ancestry. Goes back to the species that was like a, you know, Neanderthal or some other similar type species that we haven't identified yet. But they found the genomes for it. Mm. Before it gets into mix out a lot. Yeah. That's really cool. How about that dinosaur egg they just found? That would be a fetus on it or the whale. Right. It? Yeah. That's amazing. It's really amazing. Dude, that stuff is way more interesting to me, I have to be honest, than some freaking Stone Age book. I have to be frank. You know? Right. Like all the different cool shit that happened actually for real on the, the earth yeah. and the solar system, the cosmos, everything else is way deeper than yeah. some stupid shit than some fucking biblical asshole said. I mean, I don't know. Right. Right. I don't, don't want to insult down, somebody, but. Passed down hundreds, written down, you know, literally hundreds of years after it happened, yeah. really. That's it. Because <laughs> exactly. they lived to be what, 400? Some people actually believe yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. They actually believe that. Yeah, point. my balls. Fucking, no, <laughs> you for sure lived yeah. 800 years, bro. Yeah, yeah. it happened. That happened for 100%. Sure it what a guy. Moses, swear to God. He had three Rolexes, too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to uh, regenerativeorganiccannabis.com. Uh, it'll take you here. You can check out the dates for the regenerative conference. Uh, Fumi and I will be out there in Humboldt um, January 28th through the 30th. 
Uh, Michigan is February 25th through 27th. Uh, Maine is um, March 25th through 27th. And Oklahoma is April 29th through May 1st. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah. Um, it'd be myself, Kevin Jodry, Susan Wainwright Evans, Chris Trump, Eric Branstead, Joshua Steensland. Uh, I'll let Dr. Lane Ingham. Uh, we'll also have a bunch of other people there. Yeah. Uh, Nick Mahmood will be out in Humboldt. Uh, Michael Box. Uh, we're going to have some different speakers at each of the different ones as well. So it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Way Laughter is going to be calling in from Zoom. He can't make it in person because of some stuff going on, but he is going to still try to make the conference if he's feeling well. So that'll be good. Um, yeah, I'll have check to it out. We'll have a lot of fun. Short day. I'm going to try and make it. Two months away, I can make I can make plans for myself. Right. Yeah, I'd love to meet. I'd love to meet both. That's serious people. It's not you know, it's not a chump conference. It's a real conference. Serious players in the industry. You know, every single one. Not just this industry, but you know, across the board. Yeah, we're a le legendary scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for putting these together, man. I gotta get oh, you know, that's a lot of time, it's a lot of effort, scheduling, everything, all that bullshit. People don't realize how much it takes to and then also uh next Friday, if you guys want to come hang out in your Oklahoma City, uh, myself, uh Jordan River from Growcast and Brandon Rust uh will all be at Diet's restaurant um in uh uh, Oklahoma City, we'll have a seed swap, we'll have a smoke out, we have a good beer, they have food for vegans and vegetarians and glutards and everything else there. So whatever it is that your uh, dietary needs are, they have uh, food there for it. So <clears throat> come hang out, it'll be a good time. Well, that's fun. Uh, who else is uh, next? Let's see here. Evil Deadly Fart, who's uh, uh, showing some video game uh, uh, shenanigans. How can people find you, buddy? Are you at uh, Beat Creeper still or somewhere else? Uh, yeah, I don't watch a lot of uh, Instagram things. I've not posted anything new, to be frank. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah, I'm always on Discord, uh, hanging, doing other stuff at the same time these days. Okay. I'm pretty much at home, so... Uh, I, I'm going in voice, uh, drinking a coffee in the morning with some people. Sometimes. It's cool. That's it. You always have to, you have to drink a shot with the bees in the morning, don't you? You go out there and you, do the bees drink coffee or tea? Um, I've never seen them going in my tea or coffee. Dang it. But uh, I, I, I had a few times uh, a can of Coke and stuff like that and uh, tried to drink it and get the sting in on the on the lips so yeah a fun thing you don't it's watch ironic to me when i think about evil deadly fart i think about most people drink coffee with a little bit of honey or tea or something uh, or a tea with honey and i'm just thinking to myself like what do the bees think of that do they think like well fuck you and we're gonna have a little bit of your tea with our honey or, <laughs> that way, or i don't know I don't know when I uh, when I was working in filled with my coffee, uh, like I was going to stop getting a coffee. Every time I was taking that fucking uh, sweet coffee, there was like it's too hot. You take a sip. Oh no! So I was starting my row, and when I finish the row, I go back to my cup of coffee, and there's some ant enjoying a coffee for me. 
So I think I've paid a lot of coffee to, to the end. And at the end, I was just like taking the floaters out and that's it. Because I was like, okay, man. I think I'm not alone to enjoy ants, it. Man. Ants and bees are, go figure, some of the only critters that are able to recognize the dot, like the paint dot on the forehead mirror test. Have you heard about that, uh, Bee Creeper? Uh, no. It's a test of, of cognition. It's a, a test of uh, uh, self-perception and cognition. Uh, when a scientist, for example, posts, uh, uh, paints a red dot on your forehead and then exposes you to a mirror, whereby you then, of course, see your reflection. You literally see your face with a red dot on it. Can you recognize yourself in the mirror as being yourself with a red dot? This is, of course, with, uh, you know, presumably no previous exposure to mirrors. So they'll show uh, gorillas, dogs, cats, orangutans, you fucking name it, apes, monkeys, uh, uh, any number of animals, fish, dolphins, whatever. Dolphins can recognize themselves when you paint something on their head. Ants can recognize something when you paint on their head. Bees as well can recognize, and they'll try to wipe it off their own face, basically. So presumably they can recognize their sense of self. Uh, a, num a number of other animals are perplexed by this concept, even including dogs that are actually shockingly smart on a number of other metrics. They, many of them won't perceive what that red dot is, and they get infuriated by it when they fight the other dog or whatever else. They don't know what's going on. But ants, go fucking figure, they'll wipe that red dot right off. A fucking ant. That, that's that's really cool. That, they are social animals, so maybe mm -hmm. there's a link with the social animal. Uh, yeah, maybe something with it. But I mean, they say the, the the weird thing about an ant is that you have to think about it like you think about a kind of a, a coherent computer, uh, essentially, uh, whereby basically each individual ant is just a dumb fucking ant. But basically, it's a collective organism. And evidently, they change their mind in a collective way. They basically make their decisions in a collective way. So they might even think in a collective way. It's very difficult for us to perceive that basically on a, a sort of a situational by situational basis. But it's possible that that ant is somehow using the computational power of its entire hive to to perceive itself. I don't. I I literally don't know. I don't know. I don't know how a fucking ant can perceive itself, but a monkey can't. By the way, monkeys can't. Monkeys cannot do that. Wow, they cannot recognize themselves mm -hmm. in the mirror. That's 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 something. Because for the dogs and the cats, I remember not all of them react the same way. Um, uh, like I had few cats in the same, like whatever. I had maybe five cats from the mother, and one of them was really angry at the mirror when he was watching himself. So I was just yeah. like, oh, that one is the dumb one. <laughs> I used to have a cat that would use the mirror to like stalk the other cats and ambush them. Like, cause we had it in the corner of the thing. I had it right at the corner of the hallway. I could look out my door and see if someone was down at the front door of my apartment by the light being locked in the hallway. And uh, the cat was totally able to use the mirror and could recognize himself and ambush other cats and, you know, knew that the reflection was coming down the hallway to, you know, get ready to attack them. So I don't know. I don't think I believe that. So this is interesting, actually. So listen to this. This is, for example, what was I just talking about? Dogs. Uh, dogs, I've said before, are really uh, creatively interesting animals. They can uh, smell three-dimensionally. They can smell through time. 
So it always reminds me of like Doctor Who or something with the target, TARDIS that literally like a dog, when they smell you when you come home, they can actually smell where you've been. They can smell where you were before that. They can smell where you were before that and before that and before that. They can smell your trip essentially from the moment you left your house until you came back. They can evidently smell that three-dimensionally and four-dimensionally through time. It fascinates me to think about it. So that actually is an indication of tremendous intelligence. And if anyone has ever had a really good relationship with a dog, I think you can actually uh, uh, recognize, well, I don't know, you might disagree with me, but I've had a few uh, close relationships with dogs. I think dogs are really, really perceptive if you speak their language with them. Anyway, changing the subject, the mirror test, Sometimes, again, according to Wikipedia, the mirror test, sometimes called the mark test, mirror self-recognition, MSR test, red spot technique, or rouge test, is a behavioral technique developed in 1970 by American psychologist Gordon Gallup Jr. as an attempt to determine whether an animal possesses the ability of visual self-recognition. The MSR test is the traditional method for attempting to measure physiological and cognitive self-awareness. However, agreement has been reached that animals can be self-aware in ways not measured by the mirror test, such as distinguishing between their own and others' songs and scents, specifically like I was just talking about with dogs. That's why I brought that up. In the classic MSR test, an animal is anesthetized and then, you know, there was put to sleep and then not put for forever sleep, but, you know, put to for temporary sleep and then marked, uh, e.g. painted or a sticker attached on an area of the body the animal cannot normally see. When the animal recovers from the anesthetic, it's given access to a mirror. If the animal then touches or investigates the mark, again, you know, like on their forehead or whatever, it's taken as an indication that the animal perceives the reflected image as an image of itself rather than another animal. In other words, it sees a defect in its own perception of itself. And this is, of course, it's kind of a weird one because, you know, you never expose that animal to a mirror beforehand. You, you know, the mind wonders why you didn't just perform the, that, that, that test beforehand, but I guess that would have violated the freaking, uh, 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 what's the, what am I looking for? Um, Control group. Anyway, very few species have passed the MSR test. Species that have include the great apes, a single Asiatic elephant, dolphins, orcas, the Eurasian magpie, and the cleaner wrasse. A wide range of species have been reported to fail the test, including several species of monkeys, giant pandas, and sea lions. So let's look down here. Animals that have passed. Uh, what's the fuck here? Until the, until the 2008 study on magpies, self-recognition was thought to reside in the neocortex area of the brain. However, this brain region is absent in non-mammals. Self-recognition may be a case of convergent evolution where similar evolutionary pressures result in similar behaviors or traits. Although species arrive at them by different routes and the underlying mechanism may be different. Remember, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you probably forget, a lot of us forget, that birds are literally fucking dinosaurs. Like, literal goddamn dinosaurs. So we are very, very, very unrelated. Like, way, 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 way back in the mammalian family tree, way back when we were fucking underground shrews, that's only when we started to have a little connection with the birds, like a hundred million years before that. Stunning. So here are mammals, bottlenose dolphins, killer whales, uh, primates, bonobos, Bornean orangutans. Uh, let's see here. Chimpanzee. Oh, I thought chimpanzees didn't. They say, however, mirror test with an infant, 11 month old male chimpanzee, chimpanzee failed to re reveal self recognition. 
course, he was probably a dipshit. Uh, two young chimpanzees showed retention of MSR after one year without access to mirrors. Uh, gorillas, humans, of course, thank fuck, we passed that test. Uh, Asian elephants, Eurasian magpies, some pigeons, of fuck's sake, can pass the mirrored test after training in the prerequisite behaviors. Uh, fish, cleaner wrasses, have become the first fish observed to pass the mirror test. People are always shocked how like dog-like fish can be. Like when divers go out and do like diver shit, there'll be all like these fish that basically follow them around like dogs. And people are like, wait a second, like fish are supposed to be stupid. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Like, you know what? Like I eat sushi and stuff, you know? So it's like, it's one of these things that I think about. I'm like, man, what if all these times like fish are actually really smart? And I'm like, I'm basically eating like super smart critters that I'm just like fucking needlessly torturing just because their meat tastes good. You know, like that's fucking yeah. cruel. You know, like some alien species will come along the Vulcans or something like, dude, but human livers are so tasty. Have you ever tasted yeah, them? Like, I know they have poets and shit and philosophers and so on, but like, yeah. dude, have you even tasted their livers? We would be outraged. We would be pissed off at some fucking you, alien race is like just yeah. glibly eating our fucking livers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I think about that kind of shit. Gratuitously, it's their foie gras. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Like, it's our fucking, I don't know, the, the, the shark fin soup. They just cut our left arm off. And they're like, oh, the rest of it's garbage. Yeah. Uh, the stump tail macaque. Too testicle fucking dumb. Soup. They just want too male. Exactly. Male. That's all they want. They just want testicle soup. soup. Right. And they use the dick as a freaking garnish. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bullshit aliens we'd be pissed off as fuck man but you know what i'd be pissed off too if it was a gray parrot and i was too dumb to recognize the mirror test i'd be pissed right. off if it was that dumb the great tit no one was surprised that the great tit was that dumb because it was a great tit after all hey, uh, you know, let's see here about the uh messenger business the other night right wasn't it messenger or did you say passenger pigeon? the passenger pigeon I bet they would have passed. Is that uh, the same yeah. thing? Because I used to date a girl and her father, Portuguese guy down at Fall River. That's what he did for a living. He made literally like millions of dollars. Supposedly through breeding, like they're actually working on it. In fact, in Wikipedia, they were talking about it. By now, maybe they've even solved the problem. They've been doing selective breeding to bring back the passenger pigeon because it's not that unrelated to other pigeon species, evidently. And I guess through selective the breeding, they tail. figured they could just fucking do it. Is it wedge tail dove? I think it is that it's closely related to or something like that. It's like ninety-five percent the same, except for a little bit. They used to race them. They used to race these things. Down at, you know, they literally with like you know, hundred like hundred other people and, and bet serious money. I'm talking like fifteen, twenty grand on the race. Dude, it blows my yeah. mind. I used to hear all these crazy ass stories. Like I used to read, you know, Mark Twain, whatever else. And they used to talk about how, like, poor Americans, when they didn't think they could find meat for a meal, like, you know, they couldn't afford, like, a pig or whatever. I was just about to read about pigs here on Wikipedia. But they couldn't afford, like, actual, you know, normal meat, like, I don't know, from a, uh, from a cow or whatever. These pigeon flocks would fly over their house and they would just shoot up in the air and every single shot would be a meal. Like, literally, like, there were so many fucking birds that if they shot up in the air, they'd hit at least one bird. And if it was a shotgun, they'd hit like at least you know a couple birds maybe, and so yeah. that was like at least a couple of small meals. It's fucking crazy when you think about that kind of shit. Actually, down uh, this is back in the seventies, maybe early eighties. There was a a, rest, a bunch of restaurants down in Chinatown in Boston, and they were they were feeding their customers with pigeon off the street, the streets of Boston, mm. disease, disease and all. I forget how many 
businesses all the other down there got caught doing it. But that cat, the stray cats, wow. they were feeding it. Yeah, they were feeding it to their customers. That's unreal. When you mentioned pigeons the other day, that's like I think about it. Good deal. Good deal there. Pigeons get a bad rap too, though, because pigeons and doves are basically the they're same critters. They just, uh, I mean, they are, but at the same time, they're basically the same thing as doves. They're just like they're, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're different life cycles. Yeah. Let me just read this before I close I this website so here. Uh, yeah. Pigs can use visual information seen in a mirror to, to find food and show evidence of self recognition when presented with their, their reflections. In a 2009 experiment, seven of the eight pigs tested were able to find a bowl of food hidden behind a wall and revealed using a mirror. The eighth pig looked behind the mirror for the food. BBC Earth also showed the food bowl test and the matching shapes to holes test in the Extraordinary Animals series. In other words, pigs are smart as fuck, but they don't give a shit if you show them a mirror with their face on it. They want you to show them some food, in which case they are far more motivated to uh, pass the, the mirror test. Anyway, <laughs> You see... I like pigs pigs. amuse me, man. Pigs are pigs are mean. So like pigs, you got to remember, pigs are fucking like honestly mean. But at the same time, like they're smart as hell. Like, they're really smart. Like, it, uh, it it drives me nuts that until now, human beings have basically assumed that all of the animals in the world are dumb as fuck, and we thought that we were literally like even in our religious books, we basically said like all the animals in the world are basically ours to do with as we please, and that we're only the smart ones. And now we're starting to realize, like, man, one by one by one by one by one, all these fucking animals have lives of their own. And it's not even just the obvious ones, like orcas and grizzly bears and shit, which do obviously have lives of their own. But how do I say this? Uh, Even mice and rats and shit evidently have complex, like, internal monologues and stuff. Dude, it's it it really shakes your fucking, I don't know. Shakes you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it shakes your understanding of life. You know what I mean? Like, how do I say this? I'm not going to give up steak tomorrow, which is a very hypocritical statement, as I just said this, because I'm like, well, the cow's thinking. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to start eating, stop eating Bessie, which is a, a really terrible thing to say, frankly. But at the same time, culturally, I'm just like, man, human beings, we've done this. We, we do this. We, we are going to do this. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is. I'm not going to give up steak completely. I'm not going to give up fucking pork and whatever else, seafood and whatever the fuck. I just talked about how smart shrimp, uh, fish are. I've had smart fish. Like I used to keep fish and I had fish that actually recognized me, you know, like I could understand like they knew where I was, who I was, whatever. They could tell which person in, in, the, in the household I was, so on and so forth. They were obviously clever enough to understand something about themselves, you know, like that makes you think like, man, fish might, mean, might not be dumb enough to eat, you know. But some sort of self-awareness or something. Right, some right. And here's me be, being hypocritical because one of my favorite foods is basically sushi. You know, steak and sushi, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, the lover. Will yeah. rise again. That's it. The fish will rise again, motherfucker. I'll come up with machine guns this time. They're gonna yeah, get right. us. <laughs> fish <Okay>. with guns. <laughs> cows with guns. You seen that uh, Evil Deadly Fart? You ever seen that from way back in the bush years? Cows with guns, and they <laughs> fight for bovine freedom. Here's yes, I saw that song. That's a really good cool song. That song. Uh, yeah, yeah. The de-extinction project for the passenger pigeons. Right um, they're actually working on this right now. It's uh, 
what is it? The banded tail pigeon, that's it. Um, so this is their phase one, and then their phase two, they'll combine the two. Don't okay. worry, some fucking spread neck will ruin it. I gotta be honest with you. Some fucking spread neck Bible thumper will be like, I don't know why we're breeding pigeons. God said. Making the pigeons gay. You're making the pigeons gay. Right. Oh, man, I love it. What so a rat. We're going to release them in uh, big flocks at a time. Well, dogs, cats. Uh, uh, you can, uh, can you reserve me a ticket for the, the show of uh, Drag Queen Pigeon, please? Pigeon yeah. Drag Race. That's going to be Netflix. <laughs> Yeah. Pigeon King. <laughs> Pigeon King. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, you know who it would be, right? If there was a Pigeon King, it would be Mike Tyson. Mm. He has a bunch yeah. of expensive racing pigeons and stuff like that. I think he has one of the more extensive pigeon collections in North America, if memory serves me correctly. Uh fun yeah. fact, uh Debo from Friday. He was a pigeon keeper as well. Remember, folks, birds aren't real. They're government surveillance drones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Big brother, buddy. It's big brother. All yep. for you. Charge on the power line. Anyways. Yeah. Exactly right. Do you remember the, the gang in uh, Looney Tune? There was some uh, mafia pigeon? Yeah. Oh, man. I yeah, actually kind of do. Monkey. Damn it. Now uh, you're, oh, man. I thought I was house. the Looney Tunes expert, but now I'm forgetting. Oh man, that that was an, a small section of it, and uh, yeah, anyway, uh, it was my my favorite uh, kind of pigeon back in the day. So I was I started to have a lot of respect toward the pigeon because you don't know if they are in the family, <laughs> right? The cause uh, fucking <laughs> rhyme with flap flap nostra. Shame is you know sitting pigeons are just all again deformed. That's all I ever see in the park. You know, missing a leg or the talons are all screwed up or the beak is blowing something disgusting. Well, uh, those are evidently uh, all those pigeons, basically, from what I remember. Correct me if anybody that knows Why what I'm talking about, wrong? if I'm wrong. From what yeah. I remember, those pigeons filled the niche that were basically consumed by or was uh, filled by the passenger pigeons that are now extinct. And those pigeons are basically pet pigeons that were accidentally released by like dickhead kids, like pretty much kids that like didn't know what they were doing or their parents who were like, oh, my God, Tommy doesn't know what he's fucking doing. We're just going to release this pigeon. Uh, and those pigeons, yeah, had really bad breeding like low genetic diversity, on and on and on. But of course, because the passenger pigeons were gone, they filled the niche, basically, that was the fucking city pigeon, essentially. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's that's my understanding. And that's what, basically the reason why the, the city pigeons these days are so fucked up. Because essentially, it was already inbred pet pigeons that were released by Dickhead Tommy and Sally. Right, right. That makes sense. I don't know. Some of them are really oh, beautiful, you. but you don't Very want it. You don't want it in the barn, because uh, where I got my local, the barn sometimes have some of those pigeons, and they spoil all the the hay, and the yeah, it's a nightmare to have it in a barn. Dude, I heard with the passenger pigeons, like their flocks would be so thick that for five days they would pass over and they would shit on 
everything. everything. And if it was like a blooming field, that was great. If it was springtime, because you get free fertilizer. But if it was like a flowering crop, you were fucked because they just shat all over your fucking flowering crop. <laughs> Can you imagine? You a bird shits on your shoulder, it's good luck. Right? When five million birds shit on your shoulder, it's something. Yeah, else. man. Oh. Can you imagine having a weed crop in like October and it's like you're just ripening up and a flock of passenger pigeons flies over and shits all over it? It's had to have happened. Ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome for the thought. I think we will abscond uh, uh, now, ladies and gentlemen. Upon filling your thoughts with, with pigeon shit on, on weed, I think that's the perfect segue for uh, uh, absconding for the evening. Uh, Evil Deadly Fart, cheers, my friend. Glad to see you. Christophe, uh, mon ami, nous quittons uh, le maison. Uh, yes. À bientôt, mon ami. Uh, uh, As-tu les mots de au revoir? Fuck. Uh, How do you say that? Yes. Uh, thank you, Fumidor, uh, for the show. Welcome. Welcome, buddy. Cheers. Uh, bon chance. Okay. Good to see you. Right on, man. Uh, thank you. What did I say the other day? Fume la buse toujours. Uh, smoke the uh, day. So smoke, smoke weed every day. That's it. Smoke the weed every day. Cheers, Christophe. Right yeah. on, man. That's it, dude. Cheers. Charlie's Farm 420. How can people find you, my friend? Farmer Willie, a.k.a. Uh, uh, a.k.a. also a cool dude from uh, uh, back east. What's going on, my friend? How can people find you? You might be muted. Sorry. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, putting up with me. I'll try and make it up to Maine for sure. If I get two months, I'll talk to my wife about it tomorrow. Arrangements and talk to some other people, make sure everything's covered. And then, um, Do it to it? Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. My, my daughter might even actually have a freaking Irish step thing up there. Fesh, we call it. That's kind of fun. Yeah, up in Maine. I, don't, I just don't know what it is, though. But either way, thanks for having me, put up with me. I'll see you next time. And you can find me here. Go to Fumador's. Cheers, Willie. Seeds. Yeah, go to your oh, website. Man. Appreciate it, dude. Cheers. Uh, Poten and I are cooking up something fun. I don't know if we're going to be able to get to Maine, but we're going to, I don't know, we'll fucking try it. I don't even know. You know, you never know. Yeah, uh, if we're if we're so amazing that everyone just absolutely fucking shits their pants and like, oh my fucking God, it's the most amazing thing ever, then you never know. Maybe we'll be in Maine. You never know. Uh, but otherwise, uh, 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 we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Be fun, though. I want to go eat, dude. I want now. Fuck, Poten. We gotta, we gotta make it done. Like we gotta make it happen. I want to go eat lobster. And I want to go eat lobster like from the source. I want to go like, I don't even know. What do you do? What do you do when you get a lobster? Do you, do you fist fight it or what do you do? Like I would, I would imagine that you fist fight the lobster. I'm kind you of. You gotta joking. find an old man with a table like from the knee down. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? And then the man is like, what? He's the master of lobsters, and then he like summons the lobsters forth from the deep, and then you fist fight them or something for like Highlander or some shit. I don't even know. Um, you can also check me out at apmjclass.com over on uh, uh, Teachable. 
Uh, you can use coupon code FUMI for 50 bucks off the class, but it's a long format uh, aquaponic cannabis class. Good for even if you're doing soil, we're adding a lot more like hybrid soil stuff to it as well right now. So definitely check that out if it's something you think might be uh, up your alley if you want a more, you know, full spectrum education. That's what she said. And uh, you can find my podcast, Growing with Fishes, on your favorite app. Um, I don't remember who's on tomorrow. I'm going to look. Uh, somebody ultra baller. I gotta look. Hold on. Please hold. Tomorrow's is. Uh. Oh, we're doing the Regen Conference stuff tomorrow. Oh, right on. Uh, the week following, or is the week following that is uh, Mila. Yep. Yeah, we'll be doing it with Mila. It's the week following the day and in fact jordan river will be here too with me um in per in the flesh so it'll be fun uh there will be no cannibalization i would assume i mean you never know of course and we'll have a special episode me and fumi on the road on the 27th hopefully gentlemen we're working on it we're 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 deviously scheming ladies and gentlemen we're we're uh wish us luck ladies and gentlemen if you are listening in if we have asked you Questions that you were listening, uh, perhaps you will consider saying yes. That's mysterious as fuck. I don't know. But uh, you, you never know. You never know who's still listening and perhaps, I don't know, eating bonbons or standing by the fire, drinking tea, or I don't even know. What, what does one do? What does one do late at night? I don't know. Drink whiskey by the fire. Drink, drink whiskey by the fire. Yeah, that's what, that's what I would like to do. I was just gonna say, like, honestly, like if I were basically like if I were a non-drinker, because I think the, the 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 person in question is a non-drinker. So I was like, you know, I would probably like delectify on skewers of grilled meats. Basically, like I realized that it's like one o'clock in the morning, but somehow I would have acquired or made roasted perhaps grilled meats fire grilled meats and i would be sampling them i think that's what it is i'm making no sense i realize ladies and gentlemen but you you should see honestly how much of this bottle that i have polished off it's an embarrassment to be perfectly honest ladies and gentlemen uh, i think we just lost christoph uh big force my friend uh, uh big force and uh what, we, what do we always say with christoph so i'm too stoned to say that right now too drunk actually to be honest uh uh, the other thing, whatever the other thing we, we say with Christoph is that, ladies and gentlemen, la that, puissance, la puissance. Thank you, evil deadly fart. Thank you, la puissance. <laughs> what would I do without evil deadly fart? What the fuck, evil uh, deadly fart? When you used to come on the show, people used to say like, "Who's that talking?" Because you didn't show your your video, right? Uh, uh, and and I'd be like, "You guys are not going to believe this when I say it," but it is literally. Evil Deadly Fart, and you know, people would laugh copiously because it's, it's a great name, right? Like, uh, evil Deadly Fart, is it silent, is it deadly? And nobody really knows. But yes, in this case, Evil Deadly Fart with the win. Cheers, my friend. Thank you for the, the clutch uh, uh, savior of the information. Ladies and gentlemen, we should fuck off for the evening. I got to do some stuff in the garden, and I'm, I realize at this point I'm just, I'm just fucking drunk, and so I'm just talking about random shit. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, take a look uh, uh, more closely, ladies and gentlemen, because I am honestly just uh, uh, fucking around with my website. Take a look at the, they say in 2012, early steps were taken to make a robot pass the mirror test. They didn't say the robot passed. So they're still working on it, ladies and gentlemen. Now, also, look at this baboon ass. 
I made you look. See? Made you look. Made you look at a baboon ass. I know you did not think that you would have to look at baboon ass this evening, but you did. You did. You totally looked at baboon ass. Made you look. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Fumadoro.com, on the other hand, does not make you look. Well, okay, I guess it just did, honestly. Now that I think about it. By the way, this page is not OnlyFans. You probably think it is. It's a GoPro. You probably thought it was like, oh, Fumi's totally fucking looking at OnlyFans. No, it's not. It's, it's GoPro. GoPro, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Fumadoro Seedco, ladies and gentlemen. Take a look. Look at the contact Fumadoro page. Uh, right there, you can join the Discord. You can email me, Fumador at Chronic Table. You can tell me, Fumador, this show was totally fucking whack, bro. I, I want to hear more talk about bikinis from Siberia or literally just anything else. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is that you're thinking. I'm, I'm not telepathic. What do you want? Fumador at chronictable.com. Email me, and then maybe I would know what you're talking about because then you'd actually tell me. I mean, come on. What the fuck? How else am I supposed to know? Subscribe, ladies and gentlemen, at youtube.com forward slash blah, blah, some fucking text and shit right there. I don't know. Click that link. It says Fumador and the flavors, and you'll figure it out right there. See the pretty photos at Fumador underscore Chibador you know, on Instagram, you know, that, that kind of shit. Uh, Portland Cannabis Tasting Society, ladies and gentlemen, if you click that, you could enter and or judge. You could do both. You could do fucking do both. When can you do both things in life? Holy shit. You could be a contestant. See, I'm clicking it. I actually kind of accidentally clicked it, but I guess I, I accidentally on purpose clicked it. Ladies and gentlemen, you can join this. There's a couple other entries, but I have to be honest, I've been a little bit lazy today, the last couple of days. But uh, Johnny is the first entry for this month, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for the photo contest. You could join Johnny. So far, he's winning he's the only entry but so far he's winning he's doing a great job at it ladies and gentlemen uh, you could join him at portland cannabis tasting society for uh, a contest centered around friendship for everyone just like they say at uh, uh uh it's always sunny in philadelphia they say uh Amen. oh i can't think of the whole spiel something something with day man and friendship for everyone. That's exactly it. That's exactly it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that, as well as potentially some seeds, potentially, or uh, AKA genetic preservation kits, depending on the legality of your local uh, municipality. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, throw down. Create a post on your own Instagram, because, I mean, well, shit, I mean, I'm not your mama. Do it on your own freaking Instagram. And then tag me at Portland Canvas Tasting Society so that I can repost it, just like you see me posting at Johnny's or Four Plants A or whoever this was. He's any special branch or I Don't Grow. Uh, by the way, all those guys, former winners or previous winners of, uh, not former, previous winners of photo contests ladies and gentlemen join them in tagging me at portland cannabis tasting society use the hashtag fumies photo contest if that doesn't work use the hashtag because it's been shadow banned by a couple of fucking asshole trolls use the hashtag fumies contest and it'll get to me if for some idiot reason i don't get to your post let me know i'll be happy to uh, uh solve that particular question let me know drunkenly meander to the correct website there we go it was one back i think it was one back is it there we go ladies and gentlemen go back to my website fumadoro seed co again the contact page that we were just looking at uh, uh what did i just say at the bottom there let me know i even forget about that i forgot to say that please let me know if you have any questions comments or concerns especially helpful criticisms as well or welcome as wes engine says don't be a dick or show you a dick Truer words have never been spoken, even though I wrote them myself. Ladies and gentlemen, take a look at the shopping page. Uh, perhaps you'd like some seeds. 
they are named different things accordingly. Uh, Morgana, Dread Persephone, Lime River Rose, Charybdis, Scheherazade of Thousand Nights, Black Prince Ruby. There will be many more names in the future. These are the names currently. Uh, there are some, uh, uh, let's call them surprise seeds. I've been calling them table beans uh, lately. We could call them surprise seeds. They're not random garbage off the street corner. I, I, I know in many cases where they came from, but there'll be a grab bag. There'll be some of this. There'll be some of that. There'll be some, some other shit. There'll be some other stuff. And just, just all the stuff, just all the different things. Throw it all together. Perhaps you want some random, I don't know. There's some people that are like addicted to lottery tickets. I don't even know how you spend like 50 bucks a month or more than that. I know people that spend more than that, honestly, like legit more than that on lottery tickets and they never win shit. Dude, I promise you, you're going to win something out of my freaking table beans. I guarantee you that. Every 10-pack, ladies and gentlemen, every single 10-pack, including the package deals up here that are multiple 10-packs, every single 10-pack, ladies and gentlemen, comes with a freebie of the Silago the Bat. The only way to get this strain, the onlyest, onlyest, onlyest way to get this strain, ladies and gentlemen, vivid raspberry flavors, nice big old plants, great-ass high. The only way to get it is as a freebie by getting another 10-pack. I am, because I'm just a just ever so nice of a guy. I'm giving some free, freebies with five packs as well. But the way to get the real freebies, ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the honest-to-goodness freaking baller packs, like let's say, for example, you were to get one of these West Engine Swindle bundles. Holy shit, do I shower you? Okay, I'm exaggerating ever so slightly. But you get a fair amount. Of freebies of Steel Log of the Bat. If you were to get just a five pack of something, you don't get nearly as many, ladies and gentlemen, just a, not nearly as many. So if you want like lots and lots of freebies, you want me to just fucking make it rain with freebies, let me know. Pick up West Engine Swindle or These Witches Three or something. Like that. Look how purple that is. Super purple, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, these idiotic comments brought to you by Whiskey. See, we even lost Potent. All this stupidity and we lost Potent. He's like, dude, how this shit i can't take it anymore what are you gonna do uh ladies and gentlemen i don't blame him i mean if you even saw how much of this whiskey you drank i'm fucking shocked at myself i don't know how i did it it's bad for you to drink that much whiskey i do not recommend it ladies and gentlemen uh but fuck it every once in a while this is it's early in the day which is a big cray bro Bitch, bitches be cray. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, adios, my friends. Thank you very much for hanging. Uh, uh, evil Deadly Fart, nice to see you, my friend. Adios. Thank you, Thanks for hanging, buddy. Cheers, dude. Really Cheers. great to see you. You don't always come on lately, but great to see you, my friend. Nice to see you. Uh, we'd love to hear more about the bees. Love to hear more about that. And I know, see, a lot of people don't, don't read between the lines, man. I know that you a lot of... I can't speak English anymore. I no longer can speak English. I know that you, I will attempt to say the things that I think in my brain. Uh, <laughs> I know that you know a lot about breeding, even though you are quiet about it. There we go. That somehow managed to make sense. There we go. Yeah, it, it can be a, a controversy subject sometimes. We can have contradictory view on it. But I've learned one thing with breeding. Try them all, take notes. One of them may be better for you, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be the same things for another breed that you do. So, Very true. So Very at the true. end, we all we are all right to do our stuff the way we think it is. Because 
maybe we took some notes and it's good like that, or maybe we don't have any time and just mix all together, right? <laughs> if I don't have space and time, that's what I do. I let it. Dude, there's fun in that themselves. too. Yeah, I've done that before. I've just grown a bunch of different stuff that I read, and just literally, like, I won't say when, but I, you know, not not in the distant future. Let's call it that way. I just grew a bunch of stuff to see how it grew, and I was just like, I'm not going to keep one clone. I don't give a single shit. I mean, I do. I kind of feel bad that I didn't keep a couple of things, but I was just like, I'm not keeping anything. I don't have time. I'm just, I'm just growing it. I'm not going to take names. I don't give a shit. I just want to see that everything grew. I don't want to see any fucking ball sacks. I don't want to see any weird dicks. I don't want to see like monsters eating each other. I don't want to see Godzilla. You know what I mean? I just want to see everything relatively normal and see what happens. And I did that. And it was, it was quite freeing actually. I mean, it, it's disorienting to pull out a jar and you're like, this could be this, this could be this other thing, this could be this other thing. And I'm pretty sure I know what everything is, but like, I don't know for sure. It's, it's liberating. You know what I mean? It literally, it's, it's just liberating. It's like, sometimes weed doesn't have to be taken seriously. Yeah. Oh, and, and. I regret the time that the, the bag seeds were giving some really fucking good stuff. <laughs> Lately, I did not have good bag seeds. Uh, I've tried the last the last time I had a, a crop of a mini clone I was taking from everybody. I had a few of those seeds in, a, in my weight. And every time I was trying it, it was really good. But yeah, still army. But the weed was super good from it. I was always surprised that it makes some weird hybrid, so yeah. Uh, I, I must I must have lose one of those cannabis cup winner, right? <laughs> Who knows? You know, it's fun to think that like, a lot of us probably have a couple of bag seeds from. Like, I'm trying to think where. You know what? Now that I think about it, I think I actually know where they might be. Uh, from oh, they're old now. But anyway, everyone probably has some bag seeds that they pulled out of some. Okay, not everyone. Nerds maybe kept, you know, probably people watching this show uh, probably kept some bag seeds from back when they shopped at dispensaries, maybe even recently. And if you've ever pulled out like some dank weed and pulled some seeds out of that and kept those seeds, if you still have those seeds, does it fucking hurt to, to pop them? I mean, I guess it does hurt to pop them if you if you get some fucking nanners and it pollinates your whole crop, then of course you'll be yelling at Fumi. You'll be like, well, fuck Fumi. You're the one that said so. But Man, I don't know. Every once in a while, you pull some fucking shit out of that. Holy crap. Man, every time I see an army, but like maybe at late flowering, I cut it, but I do a fresh frozen with it. Mm. But before I discovered that technique, I was just crying. Like, oh, I cannot do anything with it. Mm. <laughs> now I'm like, right. oh, yeah, yeah, it's good enough. Yeah. I can do fresh frozen as long as there's yeah. some crystal. Sometimes it's still early, but uh, I've been surprised to wash some crystal from an early one that I was cutting. Like that. Oh. <laughs> it's a yeah, tough one because if you catch it like in the moment of pollination, and you don't know the moment of pollination, but if you catch it in the moment of pollination and cut the crop down, you can basically, I think, this is from like a few years ago. Like I actually got a couple of accidental herms because I was testing for random breeders and whatever. And so I got a couple of things that hermed here and there. And if I cut it down, seemingly at the moment of pollination, stuff basically never really germinated. Like the, the some seeds would try to develop, but I mean the plants were dead, so they didn't really 
they were already in their like drying phase. They weren't like hormonally switching over and stuff. So like I could basically salvage crops. It was a weird one. I don't know. I guess I wouldn't take this to the bank, but I want to say if you are like testing lots of stuff and you're testing like, let's say unstable stuff, if at the first indication of freaking Hermes, especially like ball sack Hermes under the bottom, if you just harvest then or a couple days after that, I feel like you'll probably be safe because it takes literally like two, two weeks to get like green ass shitty seeds, but like more like three to six weeks to get real seeds. Like it takes like six weeks to get full on seeds, but it takes like three weeks to get at least like, like seeds that you can't crush with your fingers and like tiger stripes a little bit, blah, blah, blah. So I mean, like if you, if you saw a Hermie or like a, like a ball sack pop up on Monday and you harvest on a Wednesday, there's physically not enough time for seeds to develop. To develop, not even the, like the green ones. Yeah, to me it was a week, and I wasn't uh, worried ab uh, about right. it. But sometimes it can have those small, like uh, embryon seeds that start mean. to. Yeah. It's really small thing, pop, but uh, pop, pop. I was watching a podcast that they were talking about those feminized seeds that had those small things, and. I was like, I've not popped enough feminized seeds to see it, but I seen it on one of the plants, and I was trying to grow it in many way and absorb it mm. if it was army or not. That plant was not army, but it was still doing it, and I've grown it alone, nothing else, just to be sure. And I, I don't, I don't really know, but uh, I know that British Steve at one point was saying about the. Uh, making sterile seeds and it will prevent that kind of thing if there is no pistil on it. I was like, oh, okay. That's a that's a next level to 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 take your herb. Like I don't mm. want any pre <laughs> pre seeds in it and I mean and maybe for extraction it's more of a thing, but as long as it's not a white shell. Right. I don't know. It's always by the way, uh cheers to cannabis in the chat. And I, I I guess I didn't mean to I, I actually just did talk over you. Sorry, evil deadly fart. Oh no. Cannabisian, cheers, my friend. He's saying always take a cutting. hundred percent right. Uh revenge the plant otherwise if I can. There you go. Dude, I hate revegging though. It takes forever. Yeah, it grew weird for a while before. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it takes forever. Some plants will revenge like right away, but man, most of the time it takes fucking forever. And then by the time it revenges, you're like, man, was this really worth it? Because I mean, in that time, like you could have probably run like three more crops almost. Like it'll take sometimes six months, dead ass, to, to properly revenge something to get like normal clones. And so, like in that time, you could have unironically flowered like three more crops. You could find like five more things. Yeah, I saw that the thing that get really well mature and you can revenge quickly and it revenge really vigorously and not being that weird ass stuff. It's it's really productive strain. And I've read something in the the the, the, the book of a DJ Short about it about the revenge. And he was trying to find a plant like that that can revenge more easily. Mm. It was one of his quests. And I can just attest the few times that I've seen those plants that were revenging quicker and more vigorously. Yes, they were really easy strain to grow, like no, trouble-free. So 
like they, they bounce back every time you put them in the outdoor and it's not the perfect uh, weather well as soon there's uh, two days of sun and a uh, good rain uh, they bounce back everything's normal and other strain you have to pamper them and be careful so i don't know what's the link of it i just think it's one of those kind of unicorn trait that we we like to search it's a fun thought yeah i don't know I would have thought, I would have speculated it had something to do with the hormonal, something or other, but yeah, that doesn't make any sense now that you're talking about it more. But I've sent you a, a picture of the, the keeper that it's at 11, 30 minutes of light yeah. every day. And it's been seeded from the start that it was flowering and it's a small plant. And uh, it, it started to regrow some flower on the side of the seeded bud that That's are awesome. ready. And I remember one of my friends had a purple strain outdoor that if he was picking out the next week that is look really ready, it was starting to get uh, those kind of a revenging spot on the outside of the plant. And I'm guessing if there was no cold uh, to to kill the plant, the plant would have regrow again another crop. How interesting. So, yeah, it's cool to see, but it can be a bit annoying if you want to let your plant uh, mature longer. <laughs> right. Ladies and gentlemen, we could talk about this shit forever. We've just yeah. about made the next 420. I need to abscond for the evening, as I'm sure many of you do as well. Ladies and gentlemen, go take a look at my website. I'd be honored if you did. Uh, first off, I, I, did I already say all this stuff? I feel like I already have. I don't even know anymore. It's been such a long show and I'm a little bit drunk. I will go through it briefly then because I don't remember anymore. Contact Fumidoro. These are all the links, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Discord, email, YouTube, you name it. Take a look at the website. Take a look at the strains. Uh, now I feel like I really did. I feel like we went through this all and then we talked about it more again. All right, I think I'm having deja vu again, ladies and gentlemen. I see which. Take a look, ladies and gentlemen. These witches, three, three full packs of Morgana. Uh, perhaps you'd like lots and lots of chances to find that uh, short flowering sugar candy or candy sugar, uh, uh, sweet cherry. That sounds like stupid fucking garbage. Candy sugar, short flowering, sweet cherry candy, uh, Fino of Morgana. No better way, ladies and gentlemen, than 30 freaking beans of that the west engine swindle bundle perhaps you'd like 30 beans of lime river rose ladies and gentlemen holy crap did you guys hear what a west engine has been talking about like a full-on rose phenotype baller baller ladies and gentlemen or perhaps you'd like dread persephone or i don't even know uh black prince ruby holy ball sacks perhaps you'd like black prince ruby or a thousand one nights 30 of them come on West Engine Swindle Bundle would be for you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, use the coupon code BRAINS, and I realized that I've forgotten to update the coupon code. I did get your email, Atomic Spoon. I will send you a couple of uh, coupon codes as a, uh, 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 whatever the fucking words are. I no longer can speak English, ladies and gentlemen. We'll, we'll see each other. For, I hope to be on Potent's show later today if I can recuperate from the vicissitudes of life, we'll call it. Uh, other than that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you very much for hanging. Thank you for, uh, thank you for being you, Christoph. Uh, cheers, buddy. Uh, big respect, my friend, uh, big force. Cannabisian, 
always talking about Cadenbezian. If you guys have heard me talking about Cadenbezian, his tree of life, his freaking pur- purple goat. Uh, 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 I'm getting the fucking names fucked up right now. Uh, the uh, uh, oh shit, snacks in the half. Cadenbezian. My apologies, I fucked up all the names of your strains. But you guys have heard me talk about his strains before. That's the man himself, right there. Chill dude. Very fond of his strains. Very fond of him as well. He's a super cool guy. So uh, check out his uh, website and his breeding. Also, actually, very good uh, 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 tie-dye, honestly. Really, really, really cool. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Atomic Spoon, Frank K., thank you very much. Very, very much. Thank you very much. I'm uh, Elvis impersonator right now. Thank you very much, uh, Frank, for hanging out, my friend. Uh, everybody else is still uh, uh, goofing off. El De Carino, uh, all y'all. That's uh, hanging out. I am drunk as a goddamn skunk. Ladies and gentlemen, take a look at uh, my website, fumidora.com. Be kind, be decent, be gentle. Don't be fucking pricks. Do not drink and drive under any circumstances. I will not be driving anywhere this evening. I will be, it's actually early for the evening, but I have to do a little bit of work in the garden. But I will not be driving any motherfucking place for any amount of money. I don't care what you would offer. A billion dollars, a trillion dollars. I don't give a shit. I take an Uber in that case or something. Fuck an Uber. I actually find that money, I take a cab or something. But anyway, long story short, please, my friends, from the bottom of my heart, do not drink and drive. It's just, it's a recipe for disaster and fucking up someone else's life. Take a cab. It's going to cost you 15, 20 bucks. It's not a big deal. If it's the end of your life or whatever, and you literally cannot fucking pay for that ride, give me a call. I would rather pay for it myself than have you fucking kill someone else or whatever with, with uh, drunk driving. So actually... Don't make a habit of this. Don't call me. I'm not a fucking rich person or something. But if you guys are like out somewhere and you're like, man, I don't have like freaking three nickels, but I'm going to drive, even though it's a defect, ever, DM me on Instagram or whatever. And if I'm awake, I'm going to fucking pay for your tag, cab, cab or whatever. Because, uh, man, that's just not cool. Honestly, it's just not cool. Adios, my friends. Uh, thanks for hanging. You kind rewind. Space aliens on simulcast, uh, cats and dogs, bats and frogs, arthropods, worms, alligators, fishes in the fuckets. Just pulled up to the house, don't feel like it now. I'ma just lay back and crack this window.
Yo, bitter. I'ma make a better way. Hey, 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 nigga, catch a break.